four, three, two, one. Okay, so I'm on my way over here, and I'm listening to this new Radio Lab podcast, and they're talking about this new technology that's available. And I'm like, this is the perfect thing to be listening to right when I'm coming to hang out with Eddie Bravo. Oh, no. There's a website called futureoffakenews.com where they show this new technology on display. Well, you know how Adobe does Photoshop, and so they can they can adjust images? They can take 20 to 40 minutes. 20, they can do it with 20. They prefer to do it with 40. 40 minutes of recorded audio of you talking. Then they run it through this machine, and they can have you say words you've never said. They can have you make sounds that you've never made in those in those those sentences. That's so like you can have a sentence that yeah like you can yeah. have a sentence that says like uh, hey Joe uh, you want to get something to eat after the podcast and they can intersect hey Joe I got a bunch of transgender hookers and some heroin you want to get something to eat and go hang out with them after the podcast yeah. and it would sound exactly like what you said. Yeah. It'll sound exactly like your own words, but I'm sure there's going to be experts that can analyze it and go, "This is a this is a fraud." For now, yeah. What they're essentially saying is, "This is a, the infancy of it." You have to get like experts to analyze the audio. You can see it right there. They, they synthesized uh, Barack Obama's uh, audio, and they have him say things that he never said. They they have him and George Bush going back and forth telling jokes to each other that they never told. Dude, I, can we hear this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right see, now, can we? thing you're talking about yeah find that okay see if you can find that it might be on their website um it doesn't sound good when they're doing that but it's in its infancy but it sounds like them talking yeah it just it sounds a little edited yeah you know it's not flowing together right but apparently they're able to break down faces to the point where say they were saying that like if jennifer aniston goes to china and she does a commercial for something what they can do is have Jennifer Anderson talk for a, a period of time, and they figure out how her, her voice moves, and they take all these images of her face, and they can manipulate it so accurately. They can have someone speak in Mandarin Chinese with all the different, you know, different sounds they make, and they could sync up her lips and her movement and the movement of her face to what it would look like if she was making those actual sounds, which is just amazing. So then they can have a voice like a Mandarin-speaking woman who could speak in Chinese, and you would see the exact correct movements from Jennifer Aniston's mouth. So it wouldn't like, you know how you watch like a that American kind of looks movie, fake, though. right? But yeah, well, let's, you said well, let's hear it. Just let's hear it. Because our parties have moved further and further apart, and it's harder and harder to find common ground. So, you know, when I said in 2004 that. There were no red states or blue states. They're the United States of America. I was wrong. So you could tell by the lips in that one. Yeah. If you looked at his lips, it looked funky. It's not that good. But, but that's just now. Like, what's it going to be like in a year? What's it going to be like in five years? And so this, how, is, this is what they're saying is that what we're looking at now is the future of fake news. They're going to be able to recreate people saying things that they never said, and it's going to be impossible for you to tell the difference. So h how can that be used for the Illuminati? Well, like, how, how can it they be used use for anybody? That's the problem. Anybody what's, what's, can, can you see the, the good problem. in it? Is there good in it? Do you see, oh, we, uh, now we can do this? I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say what would be good. Because you never know what the end result of anything is going to be. When someone creates some sort of a mind-bending, world-changing technology like that. It only could be for bad because it's no, a lie. It's no, basically no, 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 going to no. be a lie. Like, yeah, but whatever it, comes out of their mouth, it's going to be a lie. So that how, there's no way that could be good. Yeah, but see, what it is is the consequences of technologists pushing boundaries. 
See, the problem is, it's not their their intention is not initially to do something bad. That's one of the interesting things about the radio. Their intention is probably on, to make on, funny hold on, things. Hold on, because the, the the radio lab podcast talked to the technologist and they confronted her with it. And it's very uncomfortable to watch this lady be confronted with the idea, like, what if this is used for evil? Like, what if it's used for fake news? And you could tell that they don't, they're not even thinking about that hardly. All they're trying to do is figure out how to do something that nobody else can do. Like, when someone comes up with a technology, if you can t come up with some sort of a voice manipulating technology like that, or a visual manipulating technology. You got to realize there's a bunch of other people that are probably closing in on something like that too, and it becomes this mad race to get something done and to make a shit ton of money. You, if you have something like that, that could be potentially worth who knows ungodly sums of money. I'm just trying to figure out a, a way you could use that for good. To go hard. Way. The one thing that they were saying is you could take recordings of Einstein. There's hours and hours and hours and hours of recordings of Einstein. You could create a visual Einstein and you could have a 3D technology perhaps or a virtual reality technology where you're hanging out having a fucking conversation with Einstein. <sighs> what? <laughs> And now, step one, right? Step two is some sort of a neural interface with virtual reality, where instead of just looking at it through goggles, it's, it's going into your mind in some sort of a way. It's interfacing with the very neurons and the very, your visual cortex. It's, it's, it's showing you images that you, you, know, you wouldn't really be seeing. For sure, it would be great for brainwashing, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's a no-brainer. That's for sure going to oh, be yeah. used for brainwash. But fake, like fake news, like just like you said. So the thing is, perfect. no one gets out alive with this shit. So this is the thing. There's no, just, the one thing that might be fascinating about it is there's going to be no control. Like everyone's going to be able to eventually use something like this. And they said that it would t require like painstaking step-by-step a person going over the data to, to see if they could figure out what was manipulated. And they think they could find like 75% of the ones that have been manipulated right now. Do you like believe they can find the fake ones? But the problem is like the amount of time that it takes to do that is astounding. It's crazy. It's in it's people to people time. Like you have, you have to be sitting there like going over it, looking at what is this? Check that out. Go back. What's this number right here? Why is this off? What's going on here? Okay, mark that. Move on. And they have to like do this over and over and over again. They look for anomalies, look for some sort of de evidence that it's been manipulated by a digital source or by some sort of a digital control, mm -hmm. a phone or a computer or something like that. I think it'll, it'll be easy to tell. Man, right? for in the beginning, maybe. But I mean, how good yeah. are Photoshop's? Like the Photoshop Steve? How good are some of his Photoshop's? And this dude is just having fun. Well, how about that Photoshop of, uh, um, I think it's Neil Armstrong, where he's He's standing on the moon, and it's like there's a shot. There's a shot of him looking down. It's like a selfie, and then there's the Earth in the background. And they proved that's a photo, a Photoshop already. I mean, they they could just run it through shit, just basic shit, and you could see that it was cut in. Well, there was definitely some manipulation of photos for press use. It's not just that was it's not just speculation. That was yeah. 1969. Well, they did it before that even. Yeah, they did it with the Gemini space program. When no they one's did even a... defending that picture. No one's going. That's real. Nobody defends that picture. Well, I don't know if they do or don't. But the craziest <laughs> one is Michael Collins because Michael Collins, you can prove it. The Gemini 15 picture, they took a test photo of him like in you know, some sort of a warehouse where they would strap him up with a harness and they're you're showing him how to utilize this equipment. And then they blacked all that shit out and reversed the image and tried to pretend he was doing a spacewalk. <laughs> you never seen that? Uh, and, and maybe, maybe. I've seen, this is, so, I mean, I've seen so much on the moon. Isn't, this one's the best one. Isn't it weird? It's not even the moon. It's, it's just Michael Collins. But you should see it because it's like, wait a minute. Why the fuck would they do that? Like, what are they doing? It. 
they took Explain a photo. Again. This okay. is a hundred percent. This is not speculation. Okay. They took a photo of him at a test facility. Okay. Where they would, you know, pr- prepare themselves for walking on the moon. The one on the left is them preparing. See, you can tell he's in a harness. There's there's a bunch of equipment around, and he's hanging onto this thing, and they're pulling him like with this harness that he's attached to. And then the next one, it says it's a spacewalk. It's the same exact image. They just blacked it out. They just took all the stuff that was in the background, all the equipment and all the bullshit. That's kind of a, a blurry copy. See if you can find a better copy of it. But what they did was they made a fake photo of a guy in space. That photo's not real. That's a photo of him in the test suit, and they just reversed it and blacked out the uh, background. They could get away with stuff like that back then, man. It wasn't. That's a better picture of it. There, you, you got to get a. That's a good uh, representation. It's just yeah. what what they did they fake, was they fake all that shit. What they did was unquestionably deceptive. So the question is, how much of that did they do? Oh come on. Well, that's the question. The question is, it's even this hard, the most hardcore skeptics. Now, even the most hardcore skeptics, they're like, yeah, I'm on the fence about that moon thing. You know, um, no one's really, no one's really saying yes, we went to the moon. Now, even like Mick West will shut up about that. You know, there's you think he will? I don't think you're right at all. I think he would definitely argue that we went to the moon. Well, he's getting paid for that, so like, I mean, he's got to. I mean, the dude, the dude backs up every official story. Yeah, but people do that not necessarily because they're getting paid. They do it because that's the mindset they're in. They're in this mindset, like we were talking about with someone else before the podcast started. Well, he has a started. website. He makes money on his website. That's what I'm talking There's about. very little money to be made of well, debunking things. Well, it's not the motivation for doing it when you're a multimillionaire from video games. I mean, he made a shit ton of money. From from selling video games, he was like uh, some sort of a programmer in video games, and then he has a good time debunking things. But he mm-hmm. has an official story mentality, is what I would call it, mm-hmm. where no matter what, like there's people that are objective, and there's people that are debunkers, and he's a debunker, and it doesn't necessarily mean he's wrong about a lot of stuff, but it does mean that he goes into things with the intention to debunk and the intention to almost always gravitate towards an official story yeah every single time he he believes he believes lee harvey oswald acted alone yeah that's a goof come on man that one's goofy he believes tower seven collapsed at free fall speed because of fires there's a lot of people that believe that unfortunately i'm not a fucking engineer i would like to know whether or not it's possible to burn a building so bad inside that it does collapse like that it's impossible I don't know if that's true. It's, it's no, no. It's, it's it. All you have to do is talk to engineers and architects. I've talked to them. You could, you could, right, you but could it's hear not them talk. All of them. That's the there's thing. There's no, there's no architects that uh, outside of NIST, a government agency. There's no architects fighting for uh, um, tr- to debunk the Tower Seven. There's none. And every okay, I don't know if that's true, Eddie. Neither totally do you. True. I don't know if you know that there's I do like. Know. But ar- there's, there's got to be some there's architects no, and engineers that don't think that that building fell because w- it was demolished. When they be. look, no. Well, if you understand how it's, it, there's about a hundred thousand architects and engineers in the associations, like the American Association of Architects and there's about a hundred thousand. And uh, Richard Gage, he's one of them, and he didn't know anything about. He thought it was a, it wasn't an inside job. It took him years, and then. He didn't really know about Tower 7. Most of them don't know about Tower 7. What he does now, he discovered it, and what he does now is just go from uh, convention to convention, sitting 15 architects down at a time, and boom, about 99% of them 
they all believe it. They didn't even know there was a third tower. It was not in the media that much. They basically ignored it. I think that's it. crazy. I think I, by this time everybody knows about Tower Seven. They still don't know. Most people I don't think, know. No, but they don't. You don't. They don't talk don't, about it on, on the mainstream media. How could anybody pe- but know? People have talked about it enough online to the point. Maybe where I don't now think that more that's, than ever. But yeah. still, now more than ever, yes, they go. They hear about that Tower Seven thing, but they don't really know the details. They just kind of just know about it. You know. Did you ever detail. see the video that shows the full collapse, which takes a lot longer? You see the, the first collapse. It was the top of the thing falls into mm-hmm. the center. and it, That's it, the elevators. It happens. Yeah. They explain architects and engineers. I've sat with them. I'm no structural engineer, but you tell them. What did sense. they say to you? This is what's, if someone told you, if someone told you uh, there's 85 columns that hold up Tower 7. Mm-hmm. And if someone told you, if a structural engineer told you, would you think he was crazy or would you believe him? If he said... And it makes sense. I mean, it's common sense. The only way you're going to get a building to come down like that, any building, any structure, is you have to blow up all 80 columns at the same time. Otherwise, it won't go down like that. To me, that's common sense. To someone who believes NIST, the government agency, said, no, that's not true. One column went and then it spiraled out of control because of fires. When you talk to structural engineers, I've I've had Richard Gage on my podcast twice. Every time he comes back, he gets more. He just piles on more. He goes, all I got to do is sit him down. They don't know. Nobody knows. That's the truth. See, has he ever debated someone who's like an opposing viewpoint? Nobody will debate him. No, no, nobody's backing him. This this is what he says. People would, though. No, because when they look into it, it's common sense. Anybody knows. So you think that they know that it's not true? They think they think that Tower Seven was an inside job, and they don't want to debate it because they can't win. Do you really think they think that? Can I say that again? So you think the people that are debunking it. So like if he, if he's got this opinion, there's that it's, no ar- architects and engineers debunking it. That's already looked none? into. That that's already been uh, that's already been yeah, done but, and said. That's but there's got to be there's architects none. and engineers it's that just disagree. They, come on, man! None you don't them. think there's any people that find disagree? Find a video. Find a video of a real, well, not a government article. agency. I mean, it's not a government be, agency. Jamie, see if you can. Pull doesn't up. that? But doesn't that make sense? What is what makes sense? Of a an engineer told you, a struck a dude who builds skyscrapers told you to your face, like I've been told to my face, they said the only way that they, and you see it on video, engineer after engineer after engineer, are they all crazy? Engineer, engineer after engineer, they go, it's impossible when you look into it, it's impossible for a building okay. to collapse like that unless all 80 columns are blown up at the same time. We, we've covered this, but here's I mean, the it's thing, common sense. I, don't, I don't know anything about engineering. I don't know if you have diesel fires that get out of control, if it weakens the entire structure where it just collapses like that. But I don't know I'm if talk, that's possible. What, what would you, if you, have, you have guests all the time that are experts in fields that you're not experts in, but when you sit here... I find out sometimes they're wrong, yeah, too, unfortunately. No, no, sometimes I let right, a guy sometimes, ramble about some stuff, yeah. and then they find out that they're making some of it up, or that this is some all, of it's this based is all, on pseudoscience. Yeah, but this is all like, it does yeah. happen. No, but this, but a, a, an engineer, a guy who builds... I understand. This is... Right. Doesn't it make sense? Jamie, doesn't that make sense? Google, like, try to figure out, like, who resists architects and engineers? Like, what is it? I'm reading right now an article from the Boston Globe that talks about truthers in 9-11 and Richard Gage's talked about. Yeah, and I think they they're going to smear. Hold on, don't you talk. They might have interviewed him, and I'm trying to figure out what, they, what they're talking about. 
there's got to be some there's architects or engineers that have had a conversation okay. or a debate with but someone saying, who believes it, that it couldn't I... possibly have fallen any other okay. way. Okay, maybe they're out there. There's but no I don't documentaries. Know. Here's the thing. I don't know shit. Like, I don't know how my fucking computer works. I don't know. Well, how uh, do you know anything who, who constructs a How do you jet? know anything? You I know a lot know. of shit. You know a lot of but shit. I, how do you I, know? But if somebody wanted to argue with me about the components and how they worked on a, a laptop, I would have to let go, wow, you're probably right. I'll have to talk to some computer engineer who's going to yeah, tell me the actual I've, reality of it. I've talked More to than dudes one. who build buildings. I've had them on my I'm podcast. I'm sure, but I just can't believe that videos. all of the people that build buildings think it's an inside job. So okay, what if, if, what people, if 90%? Okay, what if 90%? That would be pretty impressive. If 90% That'd be pretty impressive. It was a, a, a Shit, 50% inside job. would be impressive. Exactly. It's 50% would be impressive. It's about in the 90s. I don't know if that's right. So I don't know where you get in that number. Are I'm getting just, it from Richard Gage, who's the head of... Architects Not, and engineers for 9-11 Truth, yeah, and right? Every yeah, every year they add another couple hundred. I understand, but you they know keep the, adding. But he How might you, be a little biased, right? I mean, if he's the head of architects and engineers from 9-11 Truth and he tells you that 90% of the architects and engineers out there think it's an inside job, it might be a little biased. I don't know if that's true. And I don't think you do necessarily either. I think we're, we're just guessing. I believe it 100%. I would love to see, I would love to see an architect or an engineer that disagreed with him talk to him about it and go over the data. Because until that happens, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, nobody argues with him. Nobody debates. That's got to be. There's got to be someone who debunks that guy. Everybody debunks everybody. No, they definitely a smear campaign. Are you kidding? Right, but is the, it a the, smear campaign or is it just that they're saying things that he's saying that aren't correct? It's not just him. He's just one. I understand. He's one of many. It's common sense, dude. It's Maybe. Just, okay. It's just like right, but I don't know. I don't know anything about making buildings. I don't I know anything it. about what it. it takes for a building to collapse. I don't know. Totally. I don't know either. Maybe it got hot. I believe it's it. not just hot. It's I diesel it. fires I believe from giant all that tanks shit. of gas I that were in that. the basement. I want to believe that. I want to believe that fires made it hot. And I don't want to believe they blew it up because that's fucking that's scary. I wonder. So I want to believe the fire. If a fire in is in a basement. And the fire has diesel fuel, and it's burning at some insane temperature, and there's fucking shitloads of diesel fuel down there. <laughs> I wonder what effect that has. I don't know. Do you? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure, based on my life's experience, that that's not going to bring down a building. A lot of diesel falls. fuel life ba experience. Based on common sense. It's common sense that, yeah, if a building if a building's going to fall at free fall speed, boom, like that, if a... Engineer after engineer after engineer at some point. I'm gonna believe them at at some point I'm not gonna well, I understand gonna, Eddie, but I don't I don't know if you've necessarily looked into the engineers that disagree have I you? know I know there's a smear campaign. There's okay, there, but have uh, you looked into the engineers? That disagree? There's none. There's none. It's there's no doc be. There's no documentary. There's gotta it, be. There's no documentary. But a documentary. Find a documentary if there what is about just if articles? There is there, Do they have to no. make a documentary for it to make sense? What was that? What if it's an article? What if it's a peer-reviewed paper? What if it's some sort of Those are all dude, that's a smear camp. There's okay. that side, there's the elite that don't want this out, and then there's people trying to get the truth out. So the elite have the control of the media. So how are you going to they have paid shills on you don't think you think that they dropped they would have dropped the ball big time like Ernest Biner in 1987 for the Browns they would have dropped the ball if you're not if you don't have paid shills online strategically uh, pushing the agenda come on okay. they're all what are you, over what are you the pulling internet up, Jamie what were you about to pull up? there's a bunch of fake shit on him what Jamie I'm lost I was, I was stuck on this uh, Richard Gage thing that I was trying to debunk see if anybody's debunking him uh, I'm looking at Twitter. He's just, to see he's just an engineer that cares. Hold on, don't I'm talk not over. I'm finding. Me. I'm looking around. I'm just looking around. 
the Boston Globe article says that there's a small vocal subset of people, uh, of engineers that are with this uh, Richard Gage guy. That's what I had read. I never read that it was like some overwhelming number. Just keep keep stirring. I'm I'm digging. It's it's hard because it's fun. It's exciting. It's exciting to think that there's some sort of a gigantic cabal of super geniuses that run the world, and they decided to blow up Tower 7. You know what's funny about the moon? Fuck Tower 7. Jesus believe Christ. Believe it or not, I don't even want to talk shit. about the UFC you know what, at all. You, know, what, you no? know what's crazy about the moon? What? Is the hardest shit ever accomplished the greatest by the human race. The right. greatest accomplishment ever right. was landing on the moon, right? Right? So you would think, holy shit balls. I don't think it Those, is. No, wait, wait, listen. Okay. Okay. But let's just, uh, at the time. At the time. No I think the internet sense? is the, the biggest. Okay. Okay. But I'm just talking about like a physical achievement. Three dudes... They got shot up in a rocket. They were in a like a orbiter, and then the orbiter shot out uh, the lunar like the lem, and then it lands. They played golf, went doom bug riding, did donuts in the sand. They get take pictures. They get back in, take off, dock with that orbiter, and then fly back. That's the hardest shit ever. No one died. <laughs> and dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine that second mission six months later? They did it again when when they had to break the news that that they were going to use different astronauts. Because every mission they use different astronauts. Wouldn't you think they would like a show? Like have the same star over and over? No, again? the three dudes who pulled it off. Keep doing it. They, dude, are you kidding? They did it before. Yeah, but they don't want to keep doing it. What if it fucks you up? What if they were planning on using Buzz Aldrin and, and Neil Armstrong, but they just fucking got like egos got and shit. They started going to clubs and Flava fucking. Flav yeah, they were like, you know, coats, they wanted no to renegotiate their contract because they probably went to the moon for like, you know, $70,000. You know what I mean? They got that government check. They go, we'll, they get, you, we'll get you. We'll get you on the second album or, or on the second, uh, just like the record business you know what i mean i bet you they didn't even make that much they of course they say listen we'll get you on that second on the second and third landings do you know how much money you're gonna make you're gonna come back you're gonna be famous you're gonna be fucking doing all sorts of press think about the bitches think about the coke all that shit they they probably got blowed out and got too cocky and wanted to renegotiate. Oh my god! And then NASA said, "We just got to go with some new dudes." <laughs> they made eight dollars per diem. <laughs> <laughs> when Uncle Sam fucks you raw dog, he uses sand. <laughs> Uncle Sam uses broken glass on his dick when he you think, raw dogs you. Think those you. guys went to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> why why wouldn't you think they went to the moon? They're not handsome on. enough. Come on, that dude in the middle, the dude in the middle, the middle dude in the middle was, didn't actually was, go to the moon. Was hovering in an yeah. orbiter. He was hovering in an orbiter, and they landed some little piece of shit, a lunar lander, what it, the land. Right. And then they took and they show the only time ever they got one shot of it taking off, and whatever was filming it followed it all the way up. Yeah. Like who was uh, uh, the official story bro, is, on a timer. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. There was a live remote control. That's what they said. That they could control from from, from Earth. Uh, from Houston. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That works. Dude, I couldn't it's get my so cell ridi- phone to work the, on Laurel the moon Canyon. La- the moon landings are so goddamn ridiculous. Oh fucking there's video of them like just maybe a hundred thousand feet in the air and they're like filming it making it look you know they're manipulating yeah. what the fuck come on 
That video is strange. That's the damning. The I've awarding, never seen anybody explain that video. Shit. And those th the um, explain what they were doing. Well, the video says that they're saying they're at thirty thousand miles out. That's what they're saying. Something like that. They're yeah, like, they're wait. halfway to the moon. They're yeah, halfway, they're so halfway it's like a, to the moon. Like right. 125,000 right. miles away from Earth. They so said they, halfway, is that what they said? Yeah, halfway to the okay. moon. So they had to make it look like they were far away. So, you know, if they look out their window, the little circle, your, their whatever shape, maybe it was a rectangle or whatever, the window, it, the, the entire um, Earth fills up all the glass. It's of course, because you're like still. Well, it's, you got to remember they blocked out all the other windows. That was yes. what was damning about it. What's damning about it is that they've got this camera set up where they're filming the blackness of the interior of the cabin and the circular window. And the circular window is supposed to represent Earth, this little slice of Earth with clouds on it and shit. And the black. And they got a stencil trying to create yeah. the. I don't know if that's real. See, I've looked at that a hundred times. It might have just it been. It looks like a, yeah, no, this it is, looks like a stencil. What I think more than anything, more more likely. It was just like... Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. That's fake. And now they're but pushing watch. it as real. But watch. This is what you could see. You can see... Um, oh, this is just... You got you to gotta go to the one where it shows the actual fake footage. That, this is the actual video. That, this is not going to show the full thing where they pull away and you see the guys manipulating the dampers and pulling the things off the yeah, wall. So and it reveals, that, see, that's and an, it reveals that they're in low Earth orbit. That they're not like really... Like they're really just looking at Hawaii. It's like they're, they got a little hole and they're focusing on a little Google, island. Google Bart Sibrell. I had uh, I had dinner with this gentleman back in the day. He's a very nice guy, and he's a guy that wrote a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, and he's absolutely convinced that they never went to the moon. He's a he's not a dumb guy. I had an interesting conversation with him. He's fully on board and absolutely committed, and not not that they couldn't do it or that they uh, they couldn't get the footage of it, but that they faked the whole thing. Like they never even they never even went. To, went out there. Like some people think that they couldn't film it. They went there, but they couldn't film it. So they use this fake film. That's, but that there was other ways to track whether or not they went there. There's some people that believe that. And then other people believe, no, 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 it's all fake. It's all fake. From the jump, they shot them in the low Earth orbit. They float around in low Earth orbit and then drop back down I believe to the ocean. I believe that. I believe it, they, it's just a scam. They're just making money. And they're, and they're showing oh, there was the, uh, the distraction for the Viet, uh, from the Vietnam War. All six missions during Richard Nixon administration, they did yeah. one every six months with different astronauts. No <laughs> one got hurt. No one died. Are you kidding me? Well, did you ever see the video footage from me? the first man in space? The video footage of the first man in space is so entirely fake. It's fucking hilarious. When, it's a when guy Neil? from Russia. No, oh. the guy from Russia. The Russian guy. I mean, he did go in space, but they didn't have a fucking camera crew inside the capsule with him. There's like opposing lights and different, like you could see, like it, there's a propaganda. distance between the guy. But it's, it's so it's, fake. It's always been propaganda. Put up Google fake video footage of first man in orbit what is it what was the russian cat's name the first dude that went into orbit but uh they have a video footage of him inside oleg tartarov Vigorov chenchen oleg amar suluev oleg tartarov was like one of the first leg lock guys ever right yeah dude you had to watch you had to watch your shit with him he would sambo the shit out of your legs remember there was like a few leg locks back in the day just a few Yep. You yep. know? You know the craziest thing I found out? I thought heel hooks for sure were legal in Sambo. And they're apparently not. they're not even legal in Sambo. Oh, my God. They just do straight ankle locks and knee bars. and, and It was because of the shoes. And calf cranks. They all wear shoes. Yeah, no heel hooks in Sambo. That's crazy. What do you think about shoes? Should you be allowed to wear shoes? Where? Either in fighting or in grappling. No. No. 
Yeah, yeah. I agree. I just say gloves too, but I'm, I'm broken record with that. Do you find it? Video yeah. of the. Just find fake yeah, video first guy in face. Change your mind. You want to yeah. wear shoes? Fuck it. Yeah. Problem is, I'm just thinking for you. MMA. Like they kick you and that like, goes in your eye. Yeah. What is this? This is the footage. No. No, no, no. This is the moon landing. It says Soviet moon landing. No, first man in orbit. Um, it's uh, inside the cockpit. It's like a, just a put camera that's faking a NASA faking oh. uh, Earth. NASA Big faking Earth. First man in orbit, like Russian. A, I added Russian because hmm. nothing came up. With no, it. just put NASA faking Earth. Well, well, what was the guy's name? Who was the first uh, first man in orbit? Who, Yuri, what's Gagarin. Yuri Gagarin. Okay. So go Yuri Gagarin uh, video. You can see the video. See, so he climbs into this thing. He takes off. And then, like, see if you can find the, the first person, like, yeah, staring at him. There's a bunch of it where it's like so clearly not really happening. It's all fake, man. They're all faking it. The Russians are faking it. They're all they're all doing it together. We're there's no real cold war. But there was a, a, a some sort of a video on uh, the analysis of that saying that there's light sources in there. There wouldn't be a light source inside that cabin that you'd be able to film with and how far away would the camera have to be to capture this? They had these big ass clunky cameras and there wasn't that kind of space. Think about think about TV and the movies when they were born were they ever about like what's really going on you know I dream of genie was like, right away it's right away it's total bullshit right. right away from day one it's never there was never a show about what life really is it was always bullshit right from the start right from the get-go propaganda they didn't create TV for entertainment you kidding me oh let's yeah, entertain the masses create TV so it's not like one super genius wants to create something called TV and then they use that TV to manipulate the world what happens is one super genius figures out to take a, a visual image and project it into millions of different televisions at the same time and who's paying because, his hold on a second because he's a technologist so he figures out how to do it they start broadcasting things through this and then the powers that be f realize what kind of manipulation you could get out of something like that where you could show the news every night and presidential addresses and then they started using it for their own good but it wasn't created to control people's brains it was created because people have this inherent desire to constantly innovate and make better and better shit we don't even know why we do it but we're fucking obsessed with it so these technologists that create it they're, they're so far smarter than any of the people that use it and manipulate people the people that create it the ones that actually understand how to make a, a digital signal with your phone stream live in a periscope and a guy who is in New Zealand can look at it in real time while you're talking about something. Wouldn't you know? it be a good idea for the Illuminati to seek people like that out and hire them? Wouldn't that be a good move? It's definitely a good Hell move. Hell yeah, you go after those dudes, you well, bring them in, I think blackmail them. And I then think bam, you got them. Companies work directly with military and they get military contracts to make all kinds of shit. They always have, whether it's computer stuff, whether it's surveillance equipment. Well, I mean, there's lucrative contracts. Like, that was the big thing about the Iraq war, right? Like, everybody was terrified of the fact that you had this guy who was a CEO of Halliburton, which is a company that cleans up after we blow shit up, and that guy becomes the vice president. And then it's they beautiful. start getting these giant no-bid contracts to clean shit up after we blow it up. Like, the money involved in something like that is insane, right? You're talking just hundreds of millions of dollars just flowing like water, right? It's just constantly flowing. So if you think about that, you think about th that's, that's going to be the case with everything. 
if they have the kind of money to throw that way towards the Afghan war, what, what kind of black ops money do they have to make those jets? It's unlimited. Those, those crazy There's fucking stealth jets? Trillions, How much? Trillions are, are constantly missing in yeah. the, the Pentagon. At, back in, uh, right before 9-11, it was 2.3 trillion missing from the Pentagon. Like literally but a couple like, of days before. But yeah, the day before, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, everyone knows about that. But like but now, but now it's like, that. oh, 17 trillion are missing. Like, but here's whoa, the thing. Two, 2.3 trillion was bad. Where's all this money going? Exactly. These are trillions. Trillions. Yeah. <laughs> missing. And this is they not, don't know where it's at. But here's <laughs> what you're saying is not crazy. Like people who listen to this, there's a lot of people that are listening to this that have never heard this before. And they think, well, this is crazy. These guys are just making shit up. This is some loony fucking left wing conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, you guys think that the government was in on this and that it was all a scam to hide the fact that they had stolen trillions of dollars. But they really did have a press conference and it's really available online. And Donald Rumsfeld really does look straight at the camera and he really does say they're missing trillions of dollars. 2.3 trillion. 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 And then That's the next thousand and billion. Then, and then the next day, 9 11 hits, a plane or a bomb blows up a small little section of the Pentagon where all the, the people that are auditing the Pentagon, they, the accounting office blows up and everyone That's dies. That's a coincidence, bro. <laughs> That's a total, complete hey, coincidence. That, that shit could really happen. Listen to me, man. No one would ever kill someone for as little as $2.3 trillion. That's not enough money to get people to kill people. It's just not. People need more money to kill people. People yeah. kill people for like 50. Like so, somebody, shit, if you gave shit a, so, a really shitty guy, he would kill somebody for like $1,000. Shit is Easy. so corrupt and has always been so Listen corrupt. Listen to Donald Rumsfeld talk about this. But slowly moving away. Oh, how dare you? Talk her over guy. Yeah. See if you can find the actual video of him talking because it's pretty fascinating. It's just a couple minutes. Donald Rumsfeld... Yeah, that's a good... It's uh, a lot of money, Donald. Where's that there's, cash, There's a son? shitload of them. Where'd it go, son? Um, yeah, this is... That's not the full video of him actually saying it. That's just say just, not, but 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld, trillion. Guaranteed a bunch well, And no up. one ever talked about it again. Right there, that the was second was crazy. one. The second one, boom. What's crazy is it really didn't get brought up after that. Right. Let's listen to it. Female cosmonaut. Cosmonaut. Up on re Ends. According Hold on, you got two things going at the same time, son. Trillion dollars in transactions. <laughs> Two point three trillion. Two thousand one, tenth of September. Ends. According to some estimates, we cannot track two point three trillion dollars in transactions. Two point three trillion with a T. <laughs> the very next day, according the accounting offices were destroyed in the Pentagon. The two point three trillion according was never brought up again. Who's more gangster than that? They got. They go, dude. We just got to say something because you could take the trillions, but we got to make it. We got to admit it, and then everyone's gonna forget about it. What do people say to that? People, like, what you it, know what? That's one of one one of those ones where what does people? What do people say to the idea that the plane would hit the perfect spot to hide the two point three trillions of dollars in debt? To for you for someone to know to admit to themselves, they'll say everybody will admit the government is corrupt. But when something gets brought up, they're always believing the government side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but this one doesn't even have a side. Here's the People thing about still, but you know what? You should just this. watch that and know there was fishy shit, 9-11, I don't trust it, and everything, every, now you gotta look at 9-11. If you see that and you don't look at 9-11 with skeptical eyes, you're hypnotized.
Well, that alone is one of those Arsenio Hall segments. Things that make you go, hmm. Come on, man. It's just like, <laughs> who are you going to trust? You know, you're doing, you're, like if you were doing business with this organization and then you saw a speech by the chairman of that organization and he just said, we're missing uh, $55 billion, would you still want to do business with this guy? Look at this one. Trillions go missing from the military. Pentagon can't account for $6.5 trillion in taxpayer cash. Cash. No one can't, but, but everyone's, I believe the official story. I believe the official story. Yeah, How they did that, but they, would, that? they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, they're corrupt, but they wouldn't do that. Yeah, they're evil. Yeah, but they wouldn't do that. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Do you, the report revealed, look at this. They cannot provide adequate documentation for how it spent $6.5 trillion. That is hilarious. How do they? How do they not all go to jail? How do you nobody, not go to jail? Nobody's going to jail. When you're Illuminati. Nobody goes to jail. You're rich as fuck. I know, but this is you're into this Satanism. Is the people that, <laughs> the people that have the money that our taxes go to, like they have it. Our taxes, we spend the money, or we buy, we get the money, we send it to them. They have it. They can't account for six point five trillion. That's so much money. That's crazy. That's like, isn't the national debt like thirteen trillion or something? Yeah. What's the national debt? I think it's higher. It's higher. Yeah. I might have made that up. Yeah, hundred trillion. What do you think it is? What do you think the national debt is? <laughs> dude, I have no fucking. It doesn't even matter, dude. It doesn't know, matter what the debt okay, is. We're, we're missing six trillion dollars, and no, nobody's going to jail. <laughs> but what I'm saying no. is, it's half of the. I think it might be like half the national debt. Dude, nobody What's the goes national to jail. Debt? 20. Nobody in the Illuminati goes to jail. So man. look at that. Our national debt is twenty point four trillion, which we cannot pay, but we can't account for six point five trillion. Why even account for it anymore? <laughs> just at this point, just fucking just say Shut up. Fuck it. Let's just uh cross our fingers. Yeah. Well, there was an article that was written about uh the idea that our country was going to descend slowly into something that's not a democracy anymore. And uh, the argument you would make if you don't have to account for trillions of dollars that you make us pay for, the argument would be that might have already happened. Like, we're, if it's all about money and control, right, what more money are you going to get than six and a half trillion dollars? Like, if it's really all just about money and control, that's a shitload of money. And, well, what's the control? Well, the control is it's rarely discussed. Like there's all sorts of outrages, they, dude, like they're brilliant. transgender people using the women's room. You know what? You know? Once you're in the Illuminati, you're above the motherfucking law. Nobody's going to jail. They're all fucking doing crazy shit. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody in the Pentagon's going to jail. Are you kidding me? No one in the CIA is going to jail. They're not going to jail. That's I understand, the, but what's crazy is that no one talk here. A further mystery is what happened to thousands of documents that should be on file but aren't. The IG study found that DFA, I don't know what that is, did not document or, or support why the Defense Departmental Reporting System removed at least 16,513 of 1.3 million records during quarter three fiscal year 2015. As a result, the data used to prepare the fiscal year 2015 AGF, I don't know what that is, uh, third quarter and year-end financial statements were unreliable and lacked an adequate audit trail. So they just started yanking transactions and deleting them. Oh, I believe them. Oh, what else? Now, how does that work? Tell me. If tell they me something have, else. If they have black ops, like what we were talking about before, so if they have like Area 51, which is like Groom Lake, you know, that whole area in Nevada where it's illegal to even get close to, where they were supposedly developing stealth bombers and all that shit, they did mm -hmm. all that stuff out there, right? Yeah. How much do they get? 
And how do they? How does that money work? Because that, <laughs> is that where all the money's going? Is it That's all going to crazy military projects? There's, like, there's, what is a black op? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they say black ops, right? Is that why they cannot account for that? I mean, doesn't that make sense? If they're spending trillions of dollars making these crazy fucking jets, hey, it's missing. Yeah, but <laughs> but is that what it means? I wonder if that's what it means. I wonder mean? if it means that this is just some shit they get to just do whatever the fuck they want with. And yeah. They build these crazy bases and they do whatever supersonic the jets. You know what I mean? Can you imagine about, the people uh, at the top, like the islands they have and shit? Can you imagine? <laughs> they got pieces of they got pieces of land that we don't know nothing about, man. What Jamie? The budget has it. Uh, like an, an area for classified programs. So it says they spent like 59 billion on classified programs. Uh, oh, so the 6.5 trillion is on top of that. Yeah. Maybe classified programs is one level of uh, top secret and it gets all the way down to where we deconstruct alien spacecrafts. That's like that Robert Lazar type shit. You ever see that guy's videos? Yeah, we we checked. We were into oh, yeah, him like right. fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know where still, I stand with him. Still fascinated. Yeah, that guy's a, just a little. He's too still calm. fast. Is he still alive? Yeah, dude. Can you imagine him on this podcast? That would be freaking. Yeah, but then the government would come. <laughs> you would think come. you think he's really can? You know what? He's friends with John Lear, and that guy says the most crazy. retarded shit. That he's that guy the most says crazy. Shit. John Lear says that this is his he. His secrets are that there's people, there's millions of people on Venus, there's millions oh, yeah. of people on Mars. Just, there's people all over the, on every planet, <laughs> and and uh, they're just not telling us about that. But isn't John Lear like? Uh, do you think that it's possible? I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you think it's possible that John Lear, who's like some, su isn't he a super billionaire character? He was a He's former CIA, CIA pilot. He was right. in the CIA for many years. Once you're in the CIA, you're always in the CIA. Is his, but isn't he like some super wealthy businessman? I don't know. How or am I thinking about Learjets? Yeah, Learjets is, is like his father created Learjets. Okay. But is he a super wealthy John businessman? Lynn. He should be. I was th thinking, if I was one of those guys and I was bored, I might just be trolling the fuck out of people, telling them about people on Mars. That's and, what he's doing. <laughs> That's what he's doing. For fun. And, and they, let him in, they let him in the Illuminati if he does that. And he's like, well, fuck yeah. Probably was already in. It's probably yeah, already in. Like, it, like what you can't deny is things like Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Here's what you can't deny. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on the skeptical side of all conspiracy theories. And right? you know me. Do, hey, don't get me wrong out there. I'm not. I'm not going after anybody. I'm not trying to indict anybody. I feel like there's just too many people are hypnotized to really stop anything. You can't stop these trillions of dollars missing. How are you going to do that? Who's going to Who's going to stop that? There's like it's, it's uh man. Too many people are hypnotized. It's just it's. It's hopeless sometimes, you know. Okay, what I'm saying is that what you there's things that you can't deny, and one of the things you can't deny is Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove is a place where these leaders and these bankers and these elites of the world literally do get together and put on fucking robes, and they get in front of a giant stone owl, and they have a like a, a ceremony, and they burn some sticks, they burn an effigy. It's I, like it is the when Alex Jones was the first guy to find that. Like you you can criticize Alex Jones all you want, and a lot of it's deserved. He says a lot of crazy shit, and he's a character, and he, he gets big and theatrical, and it's fun, but he's exposed some very real shit that's undeniable, and one of the things that's undeniable is that there really is a place called Bohemian Grove where these guys really do get together, and they get together, and they put on robes, and they worship this Moloch, mm -hmm. the owl god. That's and where, it's something that's been going on forever. That's where people thought Alex was a shield because he would say all this great 911 stuff, 911 stuff, and then he would say, 
he would work into the, the world's run by satanic pedophiles, you know, so then people right. go, okay, he's a shill, he's a shill. You know, it's like saying, it's like John Lear type shit. That's what it sounds like, and that's what it sounded like to a lot of people. They go, he's a shill. He's talking about everyone's satanic, and they're all pedophiles. He's, 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 incre- he's, mm. he's retarded. He's a shill. But, but. Uh, uh, what, do, what do you know about the Chester Pennington uh, Bennington suicide? Um, I know that he had uh, done a bunch of interviews where he talked about being raped a bunch of times when he was young and how fucked up it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything mm. other than that. Damn. Uh, but, there's, uh, there's some... I don't want to talk too much about his personal life no it's there's no it's no personal life this is all i'm saying (sighs) was was um (sighs) anytime a dude kills himself he's got a bunch of kids yeah but when you when you you know um you know you know chris cornell and him were best friends yeah you know that chris killed himself on chris's birthday right you know what chris cornell um, and his wife, they have a foundation called the Chris and Vicky Foundation, and it's all about helping um, uh, children that were molested and abused, and a lot of them were like former pedophile uh, um, child traffickers. Jesus Christ. Uh, traffic E, or however you would say it. Yeah. Um, and he was really, really into it. God and damn. this is a, this this is the conspiracy theory. Oh, I don't man. know. This is Let's the conspiracy not. theory. Let's not with him, man. No, no, man. This is this is this is this is why shit is is getting fucked up. It has has something to do with that. There's, um, he was a, the conspiracy theory, is that he was involved in stopping trying to. You know, how Ashton Kutcher is trying to stop uh, human trafficking, and you know how uh, um, Corey Feldman he got a, in an interview. He said the biggest problem in Hollywood is pedophilia. Right. And then and then there's been several people coming out, and the dude from Lord of the Rings, Elijah Wood. He says it many times. He goes, "There's a big problem." There's in then, Hollywood, yeah, and everywhere, really. Hollywood, Elijah and, and, wa- and and uh, Washington D.C. Do you know that uh, eight hundred thousand to a million kids get kidnapped a year? Do you know that? Is that real? I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. Where'd you read that? I don't know. I mean, I, somewhere online. I don't know if it's true, but it, it <sighs> didn't. Eight hundred to a million. Kids get kidnapped a year, and you know what city? Eight hundred thousand to a million. Eight hundred thousand to a million, and you know what? What? Where's the the biggest city? Where? Washington D.C. Really? Yeah. Look How many up. people are kidnapped? Oh my God! Two hundred three thousand children are kidnapped each year by family members. Eight hundred thousand children are reported missing. Dude, that's hmm. huge. Eight hundred thousand a year to are a reported missing. How many of those are recovered? How many people are kidnapped each day in the U.S.? How many children are missing in the United States? Click on that. How many children are missing in the United States? According to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, roughly 800,000 children are reported missing each year in the United States. That's roughly 2,000 per day. Of those, there are 115 child stranger abduction cases each year. So 115 are abducted by children or abducted by strangers each year, which means the child was taken by an unknown person. So a lot of those, they're saying most of those people that were abducted, they were taken um, by family members. But it's still a shitload of people. Yeah, even if it was 200,000, even if it was 20,000 kids a year get kidnapped, even if it was 20,000, isn't that fucking huge? If it's 100, it's it's, it's 20, it's huge. 20,000. Yeah. You know, and Sandy Hook was 20. So, and there's... 800,000 to a million and people aren't all over that there's a there's no one's all over it everyone's like oh that's a cons- like it's a conspiracy people, people are aware of it 
think exactly. there's so many exactly. there's so no many statistics. Aware Nobody's aware of it. But there's so many statistics when it comes to like how many know, people die in car accidents and how many people are murdered, how many people die of cancer and how many people there's a lot of statistics to follow. You know when people are, you know, there's been uh, over time, you know that there's been a few people that have been suicided but like re they're really murdered but they, they would call it a well, suicide. What were those two recent ones that were connected to Hillary Clinton where yeah. people were yeah, like what, what, what the fuck? Yeah, explain that. What there is that? There was two of them. Do, we, do you know the ones I'm talking about, Jamie? This is real. This isn't. This is oh, real yeah, about Haiti. There's yeah. a Haiti thing going on. There's a Haiti this investigation, is, right? Is this a new one? Uh, he was supposed to testify about the money in the Clinton Foundation. I mean, that's what they said. I don't know if he's officially going to testify about that, but they said he was going to at least talk about it. Yeah, there was two dudes that died in the same month, and then, or in the same they, like did, in a 30-day period. And they said they got suicided. Yeah, they both killed, killed themselves. They're yeah, both like yeah. on so, their way to testify. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe they were really depressed, and Super. they and maybe maybe. Well, who are these? Former Haiti government official shoots himself in the head in Miami area hotel. Oh my God! Come on. Yeah. Here, and and what, what did he uh, do? What, what was he doing? Um, he was getting ready to testify, son. <laughs> and was there another one? Find another one. <laughs> there was another one that was really recent. It was in the same. Um, was that July that you just looked yeah, at? Yeah. Find the other one. There the was a girl. Was like, there was a girl. It was a female. Was it? Yeah. She was a part of the investigation. Ends up suiciding herself. It's like an episode of the fucking House of Cards, man. Isn't that crazy? So obviously, who knows? Maybe they were really depressed and they wanted to shoot their brains out. Maybe we well, don't know. We don't know. But I'm saying there's some fishy shit going on there, right? Here's kind of fishy. Here's right? the thing: for sure, someone that works for the government has had someone killed, right? For yeah. sure. Let's yeah. just go. Let's, even Lyndon, even Lyndon B. Let's Johnson start. was about to be indicted for two murders before JFK got murdered. But let's start from the beginning. It was that true? Yeah, That's, I believe that. Yeah, and then but boom, let's start from as the soon beginning. as he becomes president, boom, it's gone. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. For sure, someone, whether it was Nixon or whether it was Theodore Roosevelt or Kennedy, someone at some point in time wanted someone dead. Yeah. And they did it. Yeah. And, and then they pulled the, it off. And right? the best way to do it is call it a suicide. Right. And make it look not like a suicide because then you're sending a message. Right. They do it on purpose. But here's the question. If we all agree, and I think every reasonable person would agree, that somewhere in government, somewhere at some point in time, someone has ordered someone killed and got away with it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's so. That's lenient. all I'm saying. Not so. Then the question is, how many other times? Yeah. How often? So is these there a look whole fishy. Culture did, of it? did you find that chick who recently got got uh, suicided? But hold on, Eddie. Here's the thing: you got to think of military strikes, right? If yeah. you're willing to authorize a military strike, you get to the point where you're willing to say, "Okay, do it." Like, especially a drone strike. How about that? Like, this is the building, the apartment building. We're 97% sure he's in the building. Do we have the authorization? Like, how many civilians are dealing with? Somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to 100. Okay, you have my authorization. And they do it. And they launch that. Anytime you do that, if you can do that, if you can press that button and just wipe out 100 people, including the bad guy, anytime you can do that. Well, you just killed 100 people that didn't do anything wrong. Now, how easy is it going to be to kill some people that you think do a little bit wrong? Or are annoying, or keep fucking with you, or like you know the Michael Hastings story. You know that story, don't you? Which one's that? Michael Hastings. Did he get suicided? He was he got, a journalist. Did he commit suicide? Michael Hastings was a journalist who wrote for the Rolling Stone, and okay. he followed around a general, and he got stuck over there. There was something happened. I think it was that volcano that went off, wasn't it? Where they limited uh, air travel for like a month. Anyway, he got stuck over there. While the the volcanoes had like they couldn't fly into this shit because yeah. the, the the sky was hazy around this area, um. So he stuck around and they you know they got a little loose with him. They joking around about stuff 
and uh, he was you know making jokes about Obama, and the the Rolling Stone reported it, and he wound up getting retired. He retired and stepped down. He had to sort of step down because he was in shame. Mm -hmm. And after he did that, like everybody was furious at this, this reporter. He got a shitload of death threats because this guy was a serious general. And he really knew his shit. And he was well respected amongst his troops. And he had a step down. And he had like, it, it put those people in danger. Because this guy had like inside track to these people and they got a little comfortable around him. And they took this one part and put it in this article and made this big story about it. Well, he wound up driving his car into a tree at like 120 miles an hour. I wonder the car, how they pulled that off. The car exploded. It's new cars. New cars, apparently, they could take over the car. The car exploded, and the engine was launched from the vehicle. Like, the engine, like, blew up and was on the, in, like, I forget how far away it was from the car. Fishy, right? It, oh, so crazy. Fishing? But. Who knows? They said, this is what the thing they said. They said, oh, well, he had um, amphetamines in his system. Well, you know why he had amphetamines in his system? Because he's a fucking writer. Here's the dirty secret about writers. They're all on Adderall. You got There's to a be. shit ton of them on Adderall. Like if someone's a writer and you got deadlines, you got to be like alert. It's way too easy. I have a good friend who told me that almost all journalists and writers are taking this stuff when they need it. Because it like, helps so, them write. It helps. Yeah. It absolutely you, helps. You put, so there's the crash and there's the engine. It fucking... It launched a block away, and they think that, you know, the, the, the conspiracy theory is that they drove him, not only drove him into a tree, but they had set a bomb in his car, and that it, um, it slammed in, the bomb exploded, and the engine launched. Look how far away the engine is. Look at the engine in the upper right-hand corner. There's the car, and I look at the engine way up there. It launched. Yeah. The whole thing's crazy. So what my point was, let me finish my he point. He fucked up. Is even if... The uh, the conspiracy theory that every now and then a politician, someone in power, even maybe a, an entertainer has someone suicided because they're in the elite. They got all the connections and they can get away with it. Right. Um, even if that's not true and that's all bullshit and, and every suicide generally is a suicide, even though it looks weird. Um, and they they make it look like when you when you watch that movie, the, uh, the documentary, The Clinton Chronicles on YouTube, when you watch that. Man, man, they they make it look obvious to to send a message like, listen, we got the corner in our pocket. You don't want to fuck with us. We can make anything happen, and yeah. no one's going to jail. That's what that is. But that's the conspiracy theory. But if it's not a real, damn, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Run with that shit. That's a great idea. Yeah. When, if you're if you're corrupt and you want to hold on to your power and you want to climb up um, as high as you can. In the political world, that's a great idea, right? Yeah. Own the corner, go after the corner, whoever the wherever you're, where you're a mayor or whatever, go after the corner. You got to own them, and then there's evidence that you look at stuff, certain cases, and it's obvious. For certain cases, they fly in the corner, they fly in. It's it's so shady. But why wouldn't it be? And why wouldn't you believe it? Well, you why know the Enron. Why would, do you want the, the the best one? The Enron whistleblower who shot himself in the head what twice. Happened? Shot himself in the head. Exactly. Twice. They do that on purpose. That's an obvious sign. If you were a detective, 
Would you enter a case like that? Go, listen, someone got suicided, but it looks fishy. Would you say, nah, it's a suicide. Don't disrespect the family. Just keep it a suicide. They told us it was. No, you would want to know what the fuck really happened. Like if one of like one of your relatives died or whatever, and they said she committed suicide, and you were like, fuck. But then someone you know that knows him said, it wasn't suicide, bro. Wouldn't <gasps> you want to know the details? And, or would you say, it was a suicide, that's what the cops said, you know what, we should have respect for their soul and their family. Would you say that or would you say, tell me what the fuck happened, what do you know? Right? Yeah. Right? That's right. natural, if it's your family, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, when it comes to stuff like, um, uh, uh, you look at Chris Cornell, him and his wife had a foundation, him and Chester were best friends, the conspiracy theory, I don't know if it's true, but they were going to... They found out some shit. This, they found out some let's, shit. Let's, let's be respectful. No, like we don't. We don't know. What I don't know. I'm we just. We can't I'm not naming any this. names. I'm okay, not naming. But, the, but, but you got to look into it. It's, okay. But let's. This guy just died, man. I just don't think this is thing shit to speculate dude, on. It's. That's why you should speculate it when you find out the connection and the way they died. It. They made it. Chris Cornell had nine broken ribs and a gash in the back of his head when he, he hung him. Yes. And they said the official story is from the CPR. The CPR, he was already dead when they got there and they break nine ribs on CPR and there's a gash behind his head. There's the gash and, behind his head when they cut him loose and he bangs and, his and, head off the ground? And he's hanging, he's hanging off uh, like one of those exercise so rubber bands. So you think someone killed him? When, when, when you look at the evidence, you're like, holy shit, he looked like he was murdered. And then Chester, okay. right before, Chester dies the same way. The exact same okay, way. dude, let's not do this, man. No. I don't want to even do okay. this. All I don't right. even want to do this. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm I, just looking into it because I love is, Chester. I love I Chester. I love Lincoln Park. Who got you into Lincoln Park? Okay, okay, I, I got you into Lincoln Park. I understand. I don't want to talk about conspiracy okay. theories involved in this guy's death, especially yeah. when he just died. It just seems so disrespectful. That's, no, I, he's one of my favorite singers of all I time. I understand, but if he really did just kill himself, like it seems so disrespectful to speculate that he was murdered for because of some conspiracy theory. I don't know what the case is, mm. but I don't even okay. want to talk about it. All right, all right. But do you know what I'm saying? That you know what I said enough. I don't need to say no more. I don't want to get into trouble, but I'm just okay. I'm not trying to put anybody in jail. I'm just, I love Linkin Park. I love Chester. I love Chris Cornell. Are you kidding? I understand Soundgarden? I understand. I so understand. I want to know. I just feel like you should really know what the fuck you're talking about when you talk about people. We were just talking about suicides. We were just talking know, about how, how like people get people, suicided. We were just talking about the Haiti that's thing. What that is, we were just, though. when you look at okay. what they were into, they were into that. They were into fighting that. Okay. And when you look at exactly but they were all, how. Also severely depressed. There was also a lot of psychological shit going on. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why people kill themselves. Period. You know, I don't know why. But wouldn't you want to know? But if they there was do. Some right? Serious. Maybe. There was some fishy yeah, maybe shit. Maybe I'll look into it. There's some maybe fishy I won't shit. Talk about it until whatever the fuck reality okay. has okay. been. That's not that crazy. We were talking about that's, trillions being silly, missing. Silly. We're talking about all these crazy suicides. We're talking about all that, and then this is insane. This but is this, this goes right like with the dude whatever just we're talking. Died. This is when you should bring it up. Okay. Not later when know, everyone forgets it, about it. I don't it. know any facts. Yeah. So when you're bringing it up I'm just like this, you. it sounds crazy. Okay. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. He was probably he was, he probably did it himself. He could have very well easily have done it himself. And the whole thing is just connecting him to some conspiracy without like a deep because understanding. Because I care about him. Because I care a, about Without him. a deep understanding of the actual I care about facts. him. I care about him. I, you don't know how, <sighs> I understand you don't know how you much. Do. I believe you. don't know you. how deep my understanding is. I believe you. Dude, you don't know how deep my understanding is. You have no well, idea. I would assume that you weren't I didn't just there make when this it happened. Up. No, but I've looked into it. 
Well, I'd assume you don't know who was trying to kill him. I assume you weren't there. I, I'd assume that you don't know it as a fact. I would assume you would trust me that I looked into it. And you I'm were, sure. You were, you were, I'm you sure you have, man. I'm sure yeah. you have. I just... It just me personally. Okay. I feel very sensitive right. about that stuff. I get just, no. I get it. I totally get it. Let's change the subject. Okay. Let's let's get into the UFC. Okay. Damian Maya. Can we turn the Tyrod Woodley? Tyron. Tyron. Yeah. I always say Tyrod. Tyron. 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 Okay. Tyron Woodley. Yeah. People that was... thought people thought that was a boring match, but for me, there was tremendous data in MMA. The fact, like. Damien Mai goes down to 170. At 170, he takes everybody down. He's taking yeah. college wrestlers down left and right. But could he take down Tyron? I thought he could. I, I, probably, I thought that was that, that he was going to hit a wall there, and he did. How are you going to take that dude down? It's going to be very, very hard to take him down. So we learned what I learned from that is, man, you got to get really good at shooting and doing what Paul Sass is an expert at. Paul Sass is the best ever i've ever seen in mma at making pulling guard option one mm. he just made it not option three i was talking about the third option i would want my fighter to have the best stand-up possible the best takedowns possible get on top ground and pound and submit them beat them on the feet if you're beat them, beating them but if you're getting beat on the feet and you can't take the guy down you better know how to pull guard you gotta you gotta know how to drag dudes down unorthodox ways not just the regular wrestling way because you're gonna hit tyrod woodley you gotta throw some like flying minaris on him you gotta shoot deep enough just to get a slight clinch and have something you're gonna jump on not with you not continue with the traditional wrestling you gotta shoot pull half guard just like uh, andre galvao did he when he, he fought mma a few times that's all he did is shoot Dude sprawled, he just pulled half guard, boom, he got up, double underhooks, got the bag. Uh, you got to get creative. The way Noguera beat Tim Sylvia way back in the day, Tim Sylvia could not get taken down. He was too tall. He had an awesome reach. Noguera was getting clipped. He couldn't take down Tim Sylvia. What did he do? He shot the best he could, and when Tim Sylvia countered, he pulled half guard. He ended up in, the, in, in, a, in deep half, and boom, with the momentum, got up. Swept him, so it was an indirect, unorthodox takedown is what happened. If you shoot, pull guard, and then sweep, that's a takedown. You end up in the same place. So he went around the, 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 the wall, and he ended up guillotining him, from, uh, put a guillotine from the top. You got to have that. You got to, and you know what? He was pulling guard before. Damian Maya did pull guard before, early in his career. And Tyron just wasn't having it. He didn't. That wasn't an option. Yeah. Tyron's takedown defense. That was, was the so last. That good. was the, that was takedown defense. Yes, yeah. that was the last option. But this is not. I'm not talking about traditional takedowns. I'm talking about the art of watch Paul Sass. He would take oh, no, deep I, shots. I totally understand. It's the time. You can't just sit on your butt. Not, I think not really just what flopping. it's going to take with a guy like Tyron Woodley is you're going to have to get a wrestler who's like a, a elite, high caliber wrestler. That's going to be able to figure out how to take him down. I don't think like a regular dude like Damian Mai, who's not a regular dude, who's a world class yeah. grappler. But did you hear Dominic Cruz's criticism of his uh, his takedown attempts that he wasn't following through enough and what he was yeah. saying technically was wrong about his approach? Yeah. yeah, you know, I think that if it was a real world class grappler, you know, a real you know top of the food chain. Amateur wrestler, but at one seventy, he's taking everybody sort. down. He, he looked, he, he looks like the best wrestler. And yeah. what he said about the fence, because most of Damian Maya's takedowns, a lot of them, anyways, are against the fence. He's really good at uh, going double underhooks and mm -hmm. doing some inside trips or outside trips. Uh, Tyron defended all that shit. Yeah. But you know what else Tyron did? He clipped him with a huge uppercut in the very first exchange. The very first time Damien tried to close the distance, Tyron hit him with a vicious uppercut, and he fucked his left eye up. Damien's left eye was fucked up from the very first exchange. 
when Damien shot low, Tyron hit him with a hard uppercut, and just his his eye immediately swelled up, and it was fucked for the rest of the fight. So I think that that played a factor too. Just Tyron's game plan was in a lot of people's eyes wasn't fun to watch. That was the problem. And like Dana felt like he should have finished him. And Tyron, his thought was, look, this is this guy's. It's his goal is to win the title. You got to come and try to beat me and win the title. If I'm beating you, why, why not just keep doing what I'm doing and continue winning the fight? You can't do anything. But if I change tactics and make myself more vulnerable, and he said he did get hit by a left hand or a couple left hands and that stunned him, I guess his attitude was, look, if this guy wants to win the title, he's got to come and get it. And if he comes get it, I'm going to knock him the fuck out. And if he doesn't come and get it, why would I... You know, why would I go after him and put myself out of position? I would coach Woodley the exact same way. I would be yelling from the corner, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't one yeah. fucked up exchange and yep. he gets a shot in and takes him down and yep. trips him. He tries to get up on his knees, jumps on his back in that little scramble. Yeah. One little scramble like that, boom, you just fucked your whole shit up. Damien is not the best puncher in the world, but he's not the worst either. He can fuck you up. If you if you make a mistake, and if you rush in, and maybe he's reserved more energy than you think he has, and he fires a very fast straight left hand and catches you on the chin, he could fuck you up. Yeah. He could fuck anybody up. He's not incompetent on the feet. He's I, just not at the same level as Tyron. And he doesn't yeah. have the same movement as do you, Tyron does. Do you think Damien should... What if Damien had kicks more like, maybe not exactly like, but more in the vein of uh, Edson Barbosa oh, yeah. or a Yair Rodriguez. Oh, Wouldn't yeah. that be a whole nother dimension? Well, it doesn't even have to be like that. How about just like Pedro Hizzo? Just attack the legs. Yeah. Just make make the legs... Make, he's not doing that, right? Make, no, very he's little. He's just boxing. Well, Dominic brought it up one time during the broadcast because he's like, I want to see Damien throw a high kick, a left high kick. I yeah. go, yeah, but I go, have you ever seen Damien throw a left high kick? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I have e either. I don't know if he's ever done it. I'm yeah. not I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. But I'm saying, I don't think I've ever seen him try it. Like, he doesn't... I think he's such a specialist. His specialty is just get you to the ground, strangle yeah. you. He should, he should spend... Ground, I would suggest... You. I don't know. I ain't shit. But I would like to see Damien Maia with some... With uh, adding to his arsenal. Adding more yeah. kicks. Adding more For weapons. Sure. Like, why not? For you sure. Know? Shit. But even if he did, the problem is, it's like... Tyron is just so fucking strong and so good at stuff and takedowns, and he hits so goddamn hard. It's like you'd have to be like on him, and you got to figure out how to actually get him to the ground, have full control of him, and good luck with all that. Remember Noguera versus Mark Coleman? Yeah. That that Mark Coleman wasn't planning on going to the ground no. with Noguera at all. This was at the height of pride. Yeah. Mark Coleman's plan was to box with him right. and use his wrestling to not go to the ground right that was the plan the whole way through i'm gonna box this nogara guy he's got an amazing guard uh, amazing jujitsu and i'm he ain't gonna take me down i fucking wrestled at columbus what happened did nogara take him down fuck no he didn't you know what he did he's like i uh he, people who can throw high kicks and a lot of head kicks usually don't because they're afraid of going to the ground, all the guys that could do that, but guys that want to be on the ground and don't mind being on their back and are dangerous off their back and are known for having a dangerous guard like Noguera, they could throw all the high kicks they want. 
and that's exactly what Nogueira did. Yeah. He started throwing high kicks, whizzing by Mark Coleman's head, and then one just barely nipped his, his forehead. So Mark Coleman just snapped into wrestling and said, fuck these baseball bats. <laughs> I'm going to ground and pound this motherfucker, take my chances in his guard. Right. He took him down. He got triangled. Yeah. That was the glory days of jiu-jitsu. Do you remember that we shit? We had a heavyweight champion. Yeah. That? Yeah. Dude. That, it was a triangle arm bar. And that, Dude, you were, that's exactly you were a brown how brown belt back then. Yeah, yeah. That's how we got the fight to the ground is yeah. by throwing head kicks and scaring the motherfucker. I to remember reverting to his wrestling. Few, you know, Cowboy used to do that a lot. Cowboy has a nasty guard, and one of the reasons why his guard is, I mean, one of the reasons why he's so loose with his kicks, because he doesn't mind if you take him down. If you take him down, he ties shit up quick. Yeah, exactly. That's why Vinny Magalhães throws head kicks. Yeah. He throw, Vinny throws head kicks all the time because his guard is super insane. dangerous. His guard's insane. You jump in his guard, you know, yeah. there's like 40, 50% chance you're going to tap. Yeah, his guard's insane. Yeah, he just, uh, he did an EBI maybe ooh, like eight months ago. He pulled off some beautiful rubber guard, man. He looked like a fucking ninja. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Vinny's a bad motherfucker. He's got a, a crazy athletic frame, too. You know, he's like, he's he's built like this gigantic superhero type character. <laughs> he's a huge dude, but yeah. he's built like a big, small dude. And he's all handsome and shit. Beautiful he's right man. up there with Alan Joe Bone. Beautiful man. He's right there. I would put him right there. But don't you think, like, when you look at, like, his proportions and the way he moves, he's almost like a, you know, a lot of big guys, like, they look like big guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, like a perfect example would be like uh, that dude that just submitted Travis Brown. Was it Olenek? Is that how you say it? Vasily oh, the, the guy that got that yeah, who uh, just submitted Travis Nogi, Brown. No, Ezekiel yeah. choke off his back. Yes, off his back. That guy. He just beat Travis Brown. That's yeah. right. Did he? What did he get him? An arm triangle? He got him in like a rear naked choke on the side. Oh, that's right. He does crazy. Yeah. Dude, his squeeze must be insane. insane. Oh my! Insane. He just—he's probably just known in his gym as like, dude, he's gonna help get a hold of your neck and just smash it. Dude, he's a—he's a, he's a spooky good grappler. Like you'd see like when he gets a hold of guys that he's putting like a crusher squeeze on. Them. For the, people don't understand what he did. He let a guy mount him and he choked the guy while the guy was on top of him. That is insane and unheard of he was mounted he was mounted which means it's one of the worst positions you could ever be in in mma the guy's on top of you he's his hips are above your hips he's pinning you to the ground and this guy choked the guy from the bottom it never happens it never happens the fact that he could do it i mean here we can see it here what, what how do you how do you say his name Olenek. is it vasily alexi that's right alexi olenik so he's just ragdolling Travis here, and he gets his back. And look at this. He's got a rear naked on the side yeah. with a body scissors. Look how he's squeezing yeah, the yeah, body and just yeah. smushing him so he can't breathe. He's got him in a lockdown across the body. Yeah, and then he gets the neck. He's under the neck just sort of like a sideways rear naked choke. The other one he did is even crazier when you see him submit the guy from the bottom with an Ezekiel choke. See, that kind of guy, that looks like a big guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like he looks like a big guy. Yeah. Vinny Magalhães looks like a welterweight that's six foot three for some strange reason. And 230 yeah. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> is he fighting MMA anymore? Or is he just going to do jiu-jitsu? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He is going to come back and do the absolute. EBI absolute's going to be uh, at the Onyx. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. This is crazy. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Watch him do that no again. No one's ever done that. Back that up again. People are going to try it now. So go all, all the way to the beginning. So the guy gets mount and he he thinks he's got like oh i got the mount here 
and he just sinks this in. And look how tight he makes this. Just this a is rear crazy. naked choke into the into the throat. Yeah, rear, it's crazy, dude. That seems legit. Fuck yeah, it's legit. It's hundred percent legit. I think he, I think that's super legit. Yeah, if you look at the way the arms are folding up here, I mean that's not a goon, right? That's, that's a, all that's torque. A, that's a front naked choke. Fuck yeah, it is. That is, um, it's all like real leverage. You know how you see, you could tell if a guy goons somebody? Yeah. They're just crushing their head. That's not a goon. That's all squeeze right there. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's fitting in like a, like keys, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fitting in there. Perfect. Dude, your squeeze has down. to be super high level to get it, to choke someone while being mounted. Ooh, good Lord. Good Lord. How many yeah. people have that? Yeah. See, I, I, this Tyron Woodley thing is tr very tricky because in my mind, like, I see that he wanted to win the fight, period. That is the best way to win the fight. If this guy is only offering a certain amount of offense and you could stuff that offense and land your shots and continue to pile up points, which he did, and don't ever put yourself at risk, I get it. But I also get the Dana White point of view where he's like, you got to sell tickets. Like, people are paying to see you fight. And if people are holding up cell phones and swinging them through the rafters, you know, because everybody's bored because they don't want to watch it anymore. Mm. And his, his thought is, look, you got to sell tickets. Hey, but, who's the greatest takedown artist in UFC history? George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre versus Woodley. Yeah, but Woodley, apparently, um, because of this fight, they're talking about... GSP versus Bisping now. Oh, they got to go to Woodley. Come on, that's the only guy. If, if GSP if can't just, take Woodley down, nobody can. But what if they just tried to take each other down back and forth, and everybody went crazy again? What if, what if GSP took him down repeatedly? What if he did, like he, would, that'd be great too. But what if he did? Either way, Look, I want to see the fight. Either way, I, that, that would be the, the fight right there it. because because Woodley has a style. Uh, some people don't like it. Some people like it. Well, uh, some people appreciate it or whatever. But the only guy. That has a shot to beat Woodley. The only guy would be the best takedown, best MMA takedown artist of all time. He has like a million takedowns in the UFC. He's the only guy that would be able to. If GSP can do it, no one can. He's You're also have to a just very good striker. Yeah, very yeah. good striker. I think those leg have, kicks. This is what you'd have. GSP saying like, "We got to go the pro wrestling angle." You know, I am tired of sitting at home watching boring fights. That was a bad GSP impression. <laughs> right, but him saying, like, enough already, I want my time. I sound, I sound like Arnold. Can he I make 170 without uh, IVs? Um, I don't know. Because Bisping's at 185. That's kind of weird. Is he saying, man, it's going to be too hard to make 170 without the IVs? I think he was willing to fight either fight. I think he was willing to do 170 or 185. Dude, Woodley GSP would be huge. That would that would be the biggest fight for Woodley. I'm not impressed That's the with the biggest your fight for Woodley. Because who else is there? At 170, that could that, that has a chance of taking him down. Well, Robbie Lawler, since he just won, you would have to look at Robbie as being he one would of the just top contenders. Yeah, he would just brawl with him. He's willing to brawl with him. That's well, the only way you're going to beat him. If he can avoid the big bomb that he got hit with in the first fight. Yeah. You know? And you got to think, Robbie Lawler is coming off of five-round war with Rory McDonald, five-round war with Carlos Condit, war with Johnny Hendricks, war, 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 war. It's all war. Every fight he's in is Fuck fucking yeah. war. So, like, I think that him having that year off was giant. And then he fought Cowboy, and towards the end, he was coming after Cowboy. He was hurting Cowboy to the body. He hit Cowboy with some big shots. I felt like a lot of people disagreed with that decision, but I felt like I gave Robbie the first round because he jumped all over Cowboy in the beginning. It was, I think it was enough to win the round, although I think Cowboy was getting the better of the exchanges towards the end. I still think the volume of it and the impact went to Robbie. Second round went to Cowboy pretty big. 
But then Robbie rallied in the third round, and I think he dominated the third round. And I think he hurt Cowboy a few times. I think that would have been an amazing five-round fight. That would have been an incredible fight. I don't even fight. remember who won the fight. <laughs> Robbie won. Very okay. close decision. I think it was a split decision. I don't, I'm I not, saw the fight, not sure, but though. my great fight. My brain is scrambled. It was a great fight. It was a great fight. Both gave, both took. It was, it was war. It was chaos. You know, and, and Cowboy um, definitely caught him with some clean shots. He hit him with some real good knees to the body as well. Cowboy landed a lot of great shit, but you know, Robbie looked like Robbie again. He looked like the Robbie Lawler that won the title. He looked like a killer. He looked like the same spooky dude that just keeps coming after you until he puts you away. That's what he looked like in the third round. Third round in particular really looked like he was falling back into the old groove again. So there's him, you know. Man, it's crazy seeing Roy McDonald over in Bellator looking better than ever. Looking better than ever. Mm-hmm. When he took down Paul Daly, like he, he cracked Paul on the feet, didn't get hit with shit, took Paul down and strangled the shit out of him. And the way he did it, you watch it, you go, whoa. Like, Rory McDonald might be the best welterweight on the planet. Like, he might, he might right be there. You know, and you've got to remember, he beat Tyron Woodley. Remember that fight? I don't remember it. Rory shut him down. Shut down that big overhand right. Kept, what year was kept that? Kept him pressed against the cage. Was that recent? Not that long ago. Maybe, Ro- damn. if I had a guess, 2015, hmm. I think he fought Tyron Woodley before he fought Robbie Lawler. I think it was one of those elimination fights. Woodley was, that was a decision? Yeah, he beat Woodley by decision. And he also beat Damian Maya. And he survived being mounted by Damian Maya in the first round. Hmm. Damian took him down, mounted him, he defended, and then he fucked Damian up in the second and the third rounds. And he's still peaking. Dude, he's like 26. Yeah. He's one of the best in the world. Without a doubt, he might be the best. Without a doubt. Yeah. It bums me out seeing him over at Bellator. I think that kid is sensational. Is Kelvin coming back down to 170? What do you think? I think he can make it, for sure. I think if Kelvin had the kind of discipline that Chris Weidman has to get down to 85, Chris Weidman's a huge guy. Yeah. For, he has to have real discipline to make that 185-pound limit. I mean, he has to really watch his calories. What he does he walk really, around at? I would like to know. It's well north of 200 pounds, though. He's a big guy. You know, according to uh, Ray Longo and Matt Serra, they're like, Chris is on the big side of 85. Like, he could easily be on the small side of 205. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... Do you, what do you think about these new weight classes? Like the athletic commissions now, they're they're going to add 65, 75, 95, and I think 220. Was it 225 too? The UFC going to do this? I don't know. I don't know if the UFC is going to do it, but I think they should. I think they should go every 10 pounds. Not every 5 pounds, but every 10 pounds. Like, I like I it think, the way it is. Do you? I like it just, it makes sense. Every It makes sense, but mm, I think we don't there's need enough it. Fighters. I, don't think we, I don't think we need it. It I makes th- sense. I, I don't mind the big jumps. Really? Find your spot. We don't need more. It'll just be, it'll just, I don't know. At this point, I think you keep it the way it is. But who knows what they're going to do. I don't agree. I think we need more weight classes. I think there's too big of jumps. I think the jump of like 185 to 205 is fucking crazy. That's a 20-pound jump. That's huge. The difference between a guy who's 185 and a guy who's 205 is significant. The amount of power that guy has over the 85-pounder is fucking huge. Find your spot. 55. It's too many. There's too many tweeners like Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez is probably a 65er. You know, maybe a little too small for 70, maybe too big for 55. I think there's a few of those guys. He's gotten down to 45. I know. Not good though. I mean, not not fought like the Diego Sanchez of old. I don't yeah, think he I think can I think he should stay. 55 is his spot. Yeah. I think it's hard for him to even make that, though. If you could let him fight at 65, he'd have all his energy. It makes sense what you're saying, and I get it. Totally makes sense. But 
the it's fan just fighting. It's just yeah. fighting. You know, let's not dilute it. We got enough. We don't need more. We don't. Have, everything doesn't have to be like just all systematically fair. You know, just, I don't think that's the case. I don't think we have enough. I think we could have room for more champions. I think we'd have more super fights. We'd have more guys rise to the top of the division, and it would be easier to match them up. It's way easier to match up a seventy-five with an eighty-five than it is to match up a seventy with an eighty-five or fifty-five with an eighty-five. It's just like too. The, the gaps are too big. I, I think, think we have too much already. I think it's hmm. hard to keep track of shit the way it is. We don't Maybe. Need... There's an argument for that, I guess. I don't know. I like it, though. I think yeah, it gives people more options, and I think heavyweights, for sure, gives them more options. I would also like to see a super heavyweight division. I would like to see a full-on freak show. I want to see the mountain from Game of Thrones. I want to see that guy learn how to fight. He's like 330 fucking pounds. You know that guy that picks up those stone balls and shit? Do you know what I'm talking about? Carries cars. He's one of those dudes. How big is he? Giant. How tall is he? Six eight. Something White like guy. That. Yeah, Viking. Straight Viking. Long hair, beard. No, he's got a beard. Yeah, he's like one of those Iceland guys, I think. Sweden mm -hmm. or Iceland? One of them. One of them Viking characters. How big is that mountain dude? There's a video of him sparring with Conor McGregor. It's hilarious. He's six foot nine. Jesus Christ. What in the fuck is that? Is there a picture of him? Jesus Christ. He weighs 380 pounds, 386 pounds. Is there a pounds. video of him picking yeah. up cars? Oh, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a bunch of videos of him doing shit. Here, watch him. Uh, that's him. See, see if they have some videos of him doing his workouts. His workouts are fucking insane. Or in, in uh, some sort of strongman competition. Did you ever see? Go back. Go back to the screen you just had. See, scroll down to that Conor McGregor video. The screen you just had. That's it right there. See Conor McGregor versus the mountain? <laughs> Look how much Holy bigger he is. Holy shit. And Conor's playing around with him, sparring with him. Look at the size of this guy. And Conor's like slapping him in the stomach. <laughs> and he's like, come on, I'm going to grab you. <laughs> Look, he's trying to grab him. Dude. Oh. Look at this. He's like, come on, man. Yeah, he was keep like going. giving he's him a high tired. five. Yeah, he yeah, he's getting to tired. He's getting tired. Damn, Connor wanted to keep going. Look, he's popping Ooh. him in the stomach. Oh shit! He got him mad. Yeah, he got him mad. This yeah. is real now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting real. How old is this? It's pretty recent. Like before he fought Aldo. Damn. Look at this. He's got big balls, dude. He's just hitting that dude with straight left he's, in the Look gut. at his face. He's mad. Yeah. He's mad, dude. <laughs> this is why Conor McGregor is such a bad motherfucker. He's so, he's so crazy. Like, legitimately crazy. Dude, he's, he's just, like Bruce Lee. He's just popping that guy in the stomach with those straight lefts, and he don't like it. And he knows that dude's getting tired. Look, he's like, he threw his kicks. <laughs> dude. Like he's pinning his leg together inside his crotch. He's just getting him to. Oh. Maybe just pick up Connor if you wanted to. I don't oh, know. Right there. Oh, he dude. jumped and front kicked him in the body. Oh, shit. He's just teeing off on him. And he's moving. The dude's getting tired. He's so big. Look at the side size of that fucker. He's going to sidekick him right now. He just stomach. keeps popping him with that straight left. Look at that. <laughs> this is crazy because this goes for a few minutes, man. I guarantee you that dude is not doing a whole lot of cardio. Oh. He's getting tired, man. Look at him. He's backing up. Big giant. Six foot what? What is he? Six nine? Six nine? Three eighty six? 
He's getting tired. He's trying to grab him. Nope, nope, not today, sir. <laughs> he's laughing. Uh, and he's bobbing his head. He's like, oh, he's dude, he was. Tired. That was like a Bruce Lee laugh. Yeah, look at this. Is real. See, look at this. Oh. Over and over again, he keeps popping him with that straight left. It's funny, man. It's weird to watch, right? He tried to give him a high five to stop. And yeah. Connor said, uh-uh. Yeah. Look at him. Oh. We tagged him. Yeah, Ooh, look, he, he's throwing. Yeah, but there's nothing to that. There's nothing to that. Oh, dude. Yeah, he don't he's like gonna, that. Oh. 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 Oh, he doesn't like it. Those are hard shots. He gave up. Oh shit. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> that was that basically was a, a real fight. That was a half of a real fight. <laughs> that was like a half a real fight, right? That looked like a real fight to me. Towards well, the we end, didn't, they didn't punch to the face. I don't think he wanted to punch to the face. No. That would have been a bad move. Yeah. Just stick to the body. He can't even reach his face. Yeah, you're not going to hit that face. Look at what he does. He throws a kettlebell over the top of a fucking Dude, what if it landed bar. on his head? Um, you got to watch the uh, YouTube channel or the rather the Instagram page. Is it Instagram? No, Twitter. Jesus Christ. Twitter page, Hold My Beer. Have you ever seen a Twitter page, Hold My Beer? No. Dude. Maybe. Dude, it's, it's, it perhaps is the greatest Twitter page that's ever existed. And it's Hold My Beer while I do this. And they do some stupid shit over and over again. What is this? Hold My Beer while I... Oh, that's a good one. He opened up a beer with a, uh, a football. But that's not... Scroll down a little bit. Let me show you my, that's some incredible. ridiculous ones. Did you find the right one? There's a ton of videos... Of uh, one guy did a, a backflip. He tried to do a backflip off the top of uh, these bricks. Oh, don't do this one. That one's horrible. The guy's going to karate kick that girl in the head. Look at this. Bam. Oh, shit. Hold my beer while I kick this can off your head. Watch this guy. Hold my beer while I sit on an airbag. Watch this. <laughs> what was the hold my beer? Do they say Look, that? No, they say no, no. Beer? They don't. But um, what's this one? Is the guy lighting the guy on fire? Oh, Jesus Christ the fuck is he doing oh man? it's basically hold my beer while i yeah, do something I do crazy something fucking ridiculously st oh he blew up oh shit okay scroll down scroll down not that one keep going keep going that one right there this guy's pretty badass look at that he actually made it sometimes they make Damn. it yeah but watch this one it's good oh <laughs> shit <laughs> I guess try to do a backflip off a stack of bricks or something. Oh! <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough. But anybody, anybody who's interested, go to hold my beer on on Twitter. It's fucking late. I I try to re retweet them at least like once a month. They find the most ridiculous shit. <laughs> Whose Instagram accounts? Oh yeah. Do you find fun? I think uh, the Beastmaster. Oh, you mean Derek the Beast? Lewis? Derek Lewis. The oh, He's hilarious. You got to follow him. You, you got to follow him. His uh, Instagram might be the best Instagram I follow. Yeah, he's, he's always so like, funny. Did you see the one where the dudes were trying to jump out of the way of some rolling hay? They had a bale of hay rolling down the hill, and the yeah. dude tried to jump out of the way and got fucking launched into the air. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the most gangster of all fire of shit talkers in the UFC. I mean, who's more gangster than him? Oh, yeah. He's more gangster than than Mike Tyson. 
You know what I mean? Mike Tyson has said crazy shit. He said, uh, I'll eat your children. I eat your children. And he said, um, I'll fuck you till you love me. Right. But he said that before the fight. You know, you after the fight, he's not saying that. You know what I mean? He's not, you know, but when Derek Lewis, when he called out Ronda, that was fucked up. That was yeah. a low blow. That was a low blow. Yeah. He's I mean, no one's done real. that. No one, I mean, even Roberto Duran called out, said something about uh, Sugar Ray Leonard's, Leonard's wife. wife, but that was before the fight. Afterwards, they became, they became friends. Mm. I think they became friends. I think it was after the second fight, they became friends. Yeah. After the yeah. first fight, he tried to hold, that was like one of the famous Did things. Did you watch the movie? That Roberto Duran pushed him away. No, I never saw it. But at the, after the end of the first fight, he tried to like embrace Duran. Duran pushed him away. Like he still wanted to fight. It's pretty crazy. It's a crazy ending of the fight. See if you can um, w pull up the video, the very last moments of the round with uh, the first time Roberto Duran fought Sugar Ray Leonard. He beat him, and he knew at the end that he beat him. And so when the bell rang, he just fucking drops his glove, and he's like staring him down, like he's still ready to go. It's crazy. Roberto Duran was a wild motherfucker back then. Can you then. imagine if after Michael Th Mike Tyson knocked out Michael Spinks, then when they, they get in the post-fight inter interview, he said, I'll eat his children. Like, yeah. Can you imagine him saying that after the fight? People Oof. would go, what the fuck? Where, his, where Michael Spinks' children at? Fine ass. This is uh, the first fight at the very f end seconds. He goes to shake his hand. He's like, fuck you. So he comes near him. Look at this. Fuck the fuck out of here. He pushes him away. Fuck you. That was after the first fight? Yeah, after the fight was over. He pushed him around. He's fucking, he's screaming at him. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. He and, was an, and he was when an did animal. he say that thing to, to, to Sugar Ray's wife? Before? Before this fight. Before this yeah. fight. Oh, that's right. He got in his head. Yeah. He did that to get in his head. Oh, well, he was just that guy, too. Apparently, there was, a, there was an article written where they went to visit him in Panama, and uh, he took a cat, and he picked it up by the tail and smashed it against a wall. And they were like, what? Not according to the movie. The, the movie, was, uh, he had moments where he got out of control, but generally he was a very good guy. Mm. In the movie? The movies are weird. <laughs> I don't know if they're true. But apparently he did that to a cat. I've read this story. I don't, I don't know if the story might be bullshit, but I'm like, if he was that crazy, you know, living on the streets in Panama, like becoming the savage boxer, he was so good too, man. He was ferocious. Remember when he beat up Davey Moore? Like I don't Davey, remember that. Davey Moore was thought to be the guy. Like, and everybody thought after No Mas, Roberto Duran was done. So they had this kid, this stud boxer, Davey Moore, world champion at 154, I believe. That was after No Mas? Yeah. That's, there was the comeback fight. Roberto Duran, when he was really fully back, he boxed up Davey Moore and stopped him. It was a tremendous upset because Davey Moore was a lot bigger than him, too. White guy? No, Davey was black guy. Davey wound up getting killed uh, working on a car fucked up he was trying to fix his car and he fucked up with the jack and it crushed him damn could be conspiracy yes or no look into it <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um you saw the ufc this weekend do you see where i fucked up and i i interviewed daniel cormier after he had been knocked out yeah dude yeah. here's here's something that's like people think that somehow or another uh the ufc told me not to do that and i did it nobody said anything uh, it was just a hundred percent my fuck up and it was also my idea in the first place to stop interviewing fighters after they've been knocked out it was a hundred percent my idea no, how often did it happen before in championship fights it <sighs> happened often right almost always whether a guy got knocked out or tko'd or submitted or lost a decision i would interview the winner and i would interview the loser every time every time okay so it's normal unless they ran out of the cage which has happened before yeah i get it so you're right. just on running on instincts you're no well, th this is what happened um 
I was there for Gonzaga versus Krokop. Remember Gonzaga head kicked Krokop and just put fucking yeah. into oblivion. Yeah. And it was bad. And I interviewed Krokop afterwards. And I'm telling you, that dude had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. And I remember saying to the to the production team at the time, I was like, man, I don't think we should interview guys after they get knocked out like that. Like yeah. that was my, my my saying, like that. Yeah. And then um, the one time it happened again was with Alistair. And after when Alistair Overeem fought Stipe Miocic and he remembered this guillotine that didn't really happen, he remembered uh, Stipe tapping, rather, and it didn't really happen, I was like, this poor guy, like, he's, he really has this memory in his head, and it's just not correct, because he just got knocked the fuck out. He got knocked unconscious on television, like, completely flatlined, and then a few minutes later, I'm asking him to be coherent. I'm like, I don't think it's fair. So it was my idea to stop doing this, and the UFC agreed. So it's not like... Like they said, we got to stop doing it, and I viol I, I violated my own idea, and yeah. I just did it on. This is what happened after the fight was over. First of all, the fight was crazy, shocking how violent the ending was, because John really did fucking hate Daniel, and Daniel I think really did hate John, or at least had real anger. There was real emotions with these guys. It was insane. It was intense. When John landed that fucking head kick, and you saw him moving in for the kill, and then he he stopped him right in front of us. He got on top of him and just blasted him. It was like right there. I remember looking over, and I'm like, Jesus. He was just dropping bombs How close to you? On like him. real close to you? It was pretty close, if I remember correctly. I want to say it was like right off to my right, if I remember correctly. But you had a good look at it? I had a real good look at it. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm cage side. I got a good look at everything, <laughs> but I had a real good look at that. It Damn. was intense. It was intense, and it was also I felt like there was a couple shots too many. So I remember being stunned, like, oh, oh, I'm a I'm a big fan of John Jones, but I'm also a big fan of Daniel, and I'm a fan of both of them. I know they don't like each other, but I like both of them. I like them independently. I just I can't help the fact they're enemies, but I love hanging out with John, and I love hanging out with Daniel. I love doing commentary with Daniel. I love that guy. So I would never do anything to make him look bad. I just got, I was in shock. There was, he was confused because he got knocked out. So he was confused that, um, why the fight was stopped. And so he was mad that they stopped the fight because he just didn't understand because he'd just been KO'd. So he was arguing with Big John. I didn't hear the exact words. Then he was arguing with Dana. I didn't hear the exact words of that either. But Dana was in front of me. It's, you got to realize... When a KO like that happens in a world championship fight and you're standing in the octagon, you're surrounded by all these people screaming and cheering. The, the fucking noise is so loud. It's hard to figure out what the fuck is happening. So I couldn't figure out what Daniel and Dana were arguing about, but Dana's whole head was red. He was like, he was like, that fight was amazing. You fought your heart out. Like, I couldn't tell exactly what he said. Like, you'd hold your head up high. It was a great fight. That kind of stuff. But... He, I think Daniel was still trying to figure out why the fight was stopped because it just had happened. He'd just woken up. Then he realized he got head kicked and then he was really sad and then he was upset. And I went to go talk to him and literally as I'm going to talk to him, he's turning to me and I have the microphone. I'm like, why am I interviewing him after he got knocked out? What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I don't even realize what I was doing. I was just in shock almost. Like I went on instinct and I'm interviewing him. If I had a chance to stop and think, I should have been like, oh, yeah, he's been KO'd. Don't do it. So in the middle of me even talking to him, 
I say, I normally I don't like to interview fighters after they've been knocked out, but it's just like I was stuck. I was already there talking to him, and I didn't want to leave and walk away from him. And I really do care about that guy a great deal, and I just watched him get knocked out, and now I watch him, his heart's pouring out, and he's crying, you know, when he was realizing that he got knocked out and he lost the fight. It was all awful. And um, so I put a, a po it was haunting me all night. This is nobody had said anything. Nobody from the UFC got mad at me. No one said anything to me. It was just me thinking, why did I do that? Like, why did I interview him? I shouldn't have interviewed him. Even though we used to do it for every fight. Um, it was the right move to stop doing it. And ironically, it was my idea. It was my move. I don't even know if other guys, I don't know if Brian stands still interviews guys after they've been knocked out. I don't think he does, though. Because Brian actually said um, thank you to me for that because he got interviewed after he got knocked out by Vanderlei. And he remembers thinking, I don't remember what happened. He didn't know what the fuck happened. And they were interviewing him. He's trying to keep it together for the interview. And he was like, you're right. It's not fair. It's not fair to interview a fighter after they've been knocked out. I just fucked up, man. There's no other way to say it. I just, uh, I, if I could go back, I definitely would have taken it back. I definitely wouldn't have interviewed him. Because I just feel, I feel like he didn't, and he, he sent me a text message saying it's all good. I didn't say anything crazy, so it's no big deal. But, you know, he could have. You know, he could have said I never got stopped. I could have said, you know, he could. You don't think anything like if somebody doesn't explain to him well enough what happened. Yeah. And then it takes a few seconds and you forget again. That's the other thing about guys have been knocked out. Like you like say if if I got knocked out and I ask you, Eddie, what happened? And you said, oh, this dude just punched you in your jaw and knocked you out. I'd be like, no way. Hey, man, what happened? Yeah. Like a, a few seconds later, you start asking again. When you get knocked out, it's real weird. So, um. It's a huge fuck up on my part, but it was I was in shock. Honestly, it was f so ferocious. The final barrage was so ferocious, and it was the way it was the way John did it when he heard him. Once he knew he heard him, he just started going after him. And one of the the, the spookiest things that he did was he, the way he tripped him. You see the way he tripped him? Like Daniel's like sort of stumbling back, and John just sort of scoops his leg out from under him mm -hmm. and trips him, yeah. and Daniel falls back, and John just moves in on him. And you could tell Daniel just couldn't get his feet back under him. And John just jumped on him and just murked him. Cormier did great on his feet for a while there. He did great. But I was really impressed with John Jones striking. Dude. He throws so much unorthodox shit. Oh, yeah. Those stomps on the knees, dude, mm -hmm. that's high-level shit. And the volume. Yeah. He's throwing a lot of he's strikes. Not, yeah, that's his, re that's his shit. He was he's, in tremendous shape, and too. And then he's throwing those... Uh, those elbows from you know oh, yeah. from left field, mm -hmm. you know, right down the pipe. Yeah, he's throwing a lot of elbows, man. And Dude, he's throwing all kinds of shit. He throws everything. Front uh, kicks. Throws a lot of front kicks. Yeah, right to the yeah those uh, front snap kicks. He throws those the, oblique kicks to yeah. the thigh and hyperextends your knee. I love that. You can't get close I to that. him. I love that. I hope I hope he keeps going because he's evolving so much as a striker. I, I hope he. I he hope gets he gets more it together. Like, I hope he gets together 100%. You never see him arrested again. No more bullshit. No one cares about that. I do. I don't want him to get in jail. If he gets arrested again, it's like he tore his ACL. What's the difference? <laughs> He'll be back. He's going to be back. I think you know, it doesn't matter. Let him party. He's the king of the world. He's the he's the he's probably the best fighter of all time. Let him do some coke. Let him party. <laughs> Dana should be getting him some hoes. You know what I mean? Fuck it. He gets fucked up. Hey, that's that's actually better press. So what he needs is like a security he should, he should team. Fake, he should fake DUIs and drunken stupors no, no, just no. like they do in TMZ. He just needs a constant security detail. 
to keep everything away from him. Let him let him do whatever he wants. He's the king of the fucking yeah, world. But don't, you don't want him getting you think locked anybody, up. You, he, we lost a whole year of him, and then we lost a year before that. We don't want him to get Tyson. That that's for sure. Dude, he could yeah, get locked up that. for five years. Yeah, that shit happens to people. Yeah. You want what you want him to do is have fun, but don't do anything illegal. Don't let him drive. Take his keys. Yes. Take his keys. Yes. Don't let and him do anything illegal. Just have, have a security have, team. Have a rubber party room. <laughs> <laughs> Like one of those, just lock those it, just bouncy go, warehouses. Go off and just say, dude, you go off for five hours. Whatever you want, boom, but you can't leave this this room. You ever been to one of them uh, bouncy warehouses where you can go from one trampoline to the next trampoline? They have oh, like a whole yeah. warehouse. Are you kidding? Those are I take amazing. My, we go all the time. <laughs> yes. Me and my son go all the time. <laughs> those are the best, man. Yeah. Those are the best. So anyway, um, even though I already talked to Daniel, I felt like I put it on Twitter. I apologized on Instagram, and I was like, I gotta apologize on the podcast too. Yeah. I, I, I fucked up, and it was just a fuck. It was there's no other explanation. But is it is it because of the meme of, of his crying face? No, I just mean just to talk to him. The memes you're gonna have memes, man. Yeah, you gotta accept memes. It's part of everyone's the, part got. Of the man, game. there's so many knockout memes. You have the Rashad Evans one that's, that's pretty pop. It's one yeah. of the most. You have the Jose Aldo one. That's pretty. That's on the underground. Oh, right everywhere. when you turn on the underground, boom! It's the Jose Aldo getting clipped Did by. Uh, there's so many of them. Did you ever see the video of the dude that came up to Rashad and asked him to sign one of the posters of Rashad all fucked up? Wait, wait, say that again? Some dude had the balls to come up to Rashad at a, one of those signings and try to get Rashad to sign the picture, that one picture where he's all jacked and yeah, fucked, fucked up. up. And try to get up. him to sign that. And he, it, Rashad crumpled it up, him up. He thought he was being cute. What's this? That's the dude. He walks up to him. He says, get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, shit. Damn. He's like, no, get out of here. Go. You want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So, hold on. Hold on, rewind it. So, we'll go before that where you see him rip it up. They're Mexicans. Here. Damn it, Mexicans. See, watch. He hands him the picture. Rashad crumples it up and throws it, and he's laughing. And he pushes him. He's like, get out of here, man. He's laughing. He thinks it's cute. Rashad looked like he was going to smash him. He took a picture with I his think, friend, though. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Photoshop Steve that made a. Um, he, he made a Photoshop of like a shot of uh, inside of a plane. And you see everyone sitting down. You see a bunch of people. And you know, sometimes you know when you're on a plane and you're going overseas and everyone's crashed out at night. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're walking. You you go take a piss and everyone everyone has their crash out face. Right. So he put like all those famous knockout faces on on people on a planet and you were in there too <laughs> i think you were wide awake though you were wide awake and, and all these famous like beat door knocked out over here <laughs> so far it was one of the greatest photoshops of all time i don't know where it's at though that's just a price that you pay if you're going to be a part of that world that hey, public the, world yeah if you, if you win you get yeah insane amount of glory you know but you only get that glory because there's a risk of getting the opposite of that Jamie Foxx was talking about the other day, we were talking about Michael Jordan, that a lot of people don't even know who Michael Jordan is. They just know, oh, you're the crybaby face. You're the crybaby <laughs> face. <laughs> people see that meme. It's yeah. like you you cease to become an individual. Why was even he crying if, in that meme? What, what was the, the original source of that? I don't know. 
What was that? Interview? I think it was his Hall of Fame induction. When he won the oh. Hall of Fame. Oh. Well, he won the Hall of Fame. Hey, that's not, he was that, talking that's about his haters. Funny. He was calling out his haters. Really? In his Hall of Fame what? speech. What? Can we hear oh that? Oh my God. It's one of the craziest what? Hall of Fame speeches ever. It made people reevaluate how they feel about him. Some people lost like all respect I for him. I want to hear that. Some people understood it. He's talking shit about like reporters and coaches and here, play it. Yeah, it's maybe, kind of hilarious. Maybe he's telling the truth. I'm sure. But it's just fascinating to listen to. Oh, there, there you what go. What if I told you? No, this isn't it. This is like how to fail and still be a winner and all that shit. <laughs> here it goes. Here, give Let me, me hear this shit. It's 23 minutes long. Try it's okay. Just that. give me a little volume. Okay. Let's get to the good part. Yeah. Very, very kind and said, yeah, I do it. And I, that wasn't a disrespect to any of my Carolina guys. They all know that I'm, I'm true blue Carolina guy to the heart. You know, Coach Smith, Larry Brown, Sam Perkins, James Worthy, you know, all of those guys. Well, it all starts with my, my parents. Uh, you guys see all the highlights. What is, what is it about me that you guys don't know? Uh, as I sit up here and I watch all the other recipients stand up here and they give their, their history and so many things I, I didn't know about Jerry Sloan. I know he lived on the farm, but I didn't know he was in a, you know, a small classroom of, from first grade to the eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> Even David Robinson, obviously, I've known David for some time. and We're going to lose you know, uh, I, I the audience here. Know, yeah. Let's see, I don't know what the part where he got mad at people, but he was... Maybe, uh, maybe uh, YouTube, Michael so Jordan insults yeah, whoever. Yeah. Gets mad. Oh, he mad. Oh, yeah, something like that. Michael, yeah, Jordan, Michael Jordan gets mad. Oh, oh, oh he fan. mad. How about Michael Jordan, oh, oh, he mad. Jamie's eating that cave shake. Those things are the shit, aren't they? Can I have one? Fuck yeah. You have one right now? Got a bunch in the fridger, refrigerator back there. They're all keto, too. Yeah, give me one of them. In the fridge? Yeah. No affiliation with this company, ladies and gentlemen. They're just good. I don't know shit about them. They might be monsters. One of these small things? Yeah, those are good, man. Do you shake them? Yeah, you got to shake it a little bit. There you go. They're very thick. It's like a um, like a milkshake or some shit. What flavor is this? Strawberry. Powerful strawberry. I'm going to get that. <laughs> um, so what did you think about the cyborg fight? I felt like... It was kind of weird, you know, seeing Tanya Evinger so uh, outsized, you know, fighting Cyborg, who's like, yeah, it's real thick. Like, sometimes I eat it with a spoon. What'd you think about that fight? Cyborg is just too goddamn good. Tanya Evinger, she's the only girl. She's tough, and she's out of her weight class. She almost didn't have a chance. Almost. You know what I mean? She had a chance, but wasn't the best chance. And Cyborg fought a very technical fight. She's such a good striker. Jesus. She's super technical oh. now, too. You see, she's not taking too many crazy chances. Dude. She's just picking her spots. She's a machine. And she's really good on the ground, too. Hard to take down. Her wrestling's good. Her work ethic's insane. She's a legit brown belt, right? Isn't she? Is she a brown belt? I believe she is. Maybe right. Last I heard. I didn't know. Maybe she's got her black, but, but she's legit. What was impressive to me that, you know, like, Evinger was like trying to be crafty and move around and being unorthodox and throwing a good jab and she was looking for her spots just she was just outgunned but Cyborg didn't just try to gorilla fuck her you know, what? you know she didn't just try to chase her, chase her down and smash her she picked a part at her did a great a great job of uh, hacking at the legs landing shots and then once she had her, her I love Tanya Evinger I love that girl you know what's what she's tough as fuck man. Just to take one of, that fight. One of the coolest things about MMA is how open-mindedness we are with lesbians, right? I mean, we don't even, it's, 
no big deal at all with girls. Put her on the countdown show, two girls making Amanda out. Amanda Nunez is the champ. Yes, yeah. and no know, one, no one. We're, we're, we're like totally cool. We're yeah. like all you know. Tanya Eminger's on Instagram Live making out with chicks at bars, Holla. drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's she's a party girl. You know she's Good for a, her. And um, yeah, you're allowed to be a big old lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're so we, open-minded, like but with yeah. guys, no. no, we're still in Jesus There's times. There's only one dude, one dude that I know of. That's openly gay? Well, he did gay porn. He was on Tough. Oh, the, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, he was on Ultimate Fire. What was his name? Dakota. Dakota Cochran, I think his name was. Cochran? No, Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his last name right there. D. But that was like a sub, a, 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 that was a part of the show. It's part of what they were talking about. Damn. Okay, there's one. Yeah. I hope I'm not making We're still, that up. we're way behind. We're way behind because there should be at least. But I don't 50, think necessarily. You know what I mean? There should he was be saying 50 he's gay. Open. I think he was just saying he did gay porn. I'm all. You know what? I love gay people. My favorite singer of all time. He's a friend Marvin of mine. Gay? Uh, Peter. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, uh, I have no problem with, problem with people being gay. I think they should come out. You know, I lived in West Hollywood for almost 20 you years. You were surrounded by gay I was surrounded gay by gay people. Every time I'd you know? visit you, I'd have but, to swim to a river of gay people but when to it get come, to your house. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, you got, if you're a guy, we're still in Jesus times, unfortunately. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the best thing to come out if you're in MMA, right? But it's maybe, just MMA. Like, for comedy, nobody gives a fuck. Football people care, right? You Ooh, can, be, yeah. can you be openly gay, openly gay in football? Yeah. How many guys? There's one or two. There's a few. Now. That one guy came out before the draft, and he got drafted. Oh, now there's a few now. Yeah, I think about how many? I mean, not tons. It's not what do you prevalent. Think? What do you think? I don't know. Probably equal to like the population, maybe like ten percent. What? No way. No way. Football? No way. It's no like way. Fifty guys. What? You think there's fifty openly gay football players? Ah, uh, okay. Hey, not that quite that many. Google this. Google this. No, you know what? I, 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 I want to believe you. I want to believe you. Well, Google I'm gonna it. say. Right, I'm gonna say two. Okay. You say two. I say two. I say five. Jamie, what do you say? Fifty. <laughs> you say. You gotta say something. I wasn't saying fifty. You don't have to be right. Close to the. You don't have to be right. Just average. So it's like what eight to ten percent. So it's probably like no, no, 30, 40. That are out of the closet is well, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't about. know about this. No, no, that. that's what I'm talking right, about. Right, the I'm national average just does not consider out of the closet, does it? The no, national no, average no. is how many people are gay. Yes, that, but how many people are out of the closet in the NFL? Right. I say there's one or two. It says there's been 11. There have been 11 known gay players in the NFL. And they all got oh, cut. Interesting. I don't know if they're all there now, but... I, Hmm, interesting. We're not that open. No. Guys are not that open. There's like, a lot of players. Think about how many players there are. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's go this way. What percentage of the population is gay versus what percentage of the population is out of the closet? Oh, shit. I think... If you had a guess. Of all, of all the gay people in the United States, I would say, I'm going to guess 50% are out of the closet. 50? Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? 30. Are out of the... Yeah, it could be. 30. It could be 10. Yeah. It could be 10, depending on where you live. If you're in California and you're still in the closet... You're probably a UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you around uh, d when the Edmonton fight happens? Are you around during that week? What, what date is What's that? the date? You gotta do a, a, a fight companion. This is uh, kind of interesting. Um, this is totally unrelated to this weekend. September this is 9th. actually, what is it? September 9th. September 9th, yeah. Is that a Saturday? Yeah, it's Saturday. I'm, um,. There on Friday in Edmonton for um, You're on doing two shows at this uh, auditorium. Okay. Um, uh, the Jubilee Auditorium, two two shows at this theater. Okay. But I'm not doing the pay-per-view the next night. Okay. 
You so want to do a fight companion? I go, I go back home. Yeah, Let's it's weird it. because it's a it's a main event. It's uh, Mighty Mouse versus uh, Ray Borg and Amanda Nunes versus Valentina Shevchenko. But I don't think they're anticipating that it's going to be a, a high pay per view sell. You know, let's do it. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's on. See, I would like to get Cal and, and Shaw, but Shaw's become too fucking successful. <laughs> He's too successful. That fucking baller, he's traveling all over the place, selling out everywhere. He's selling out theaters. He's been doing stand-up for like six weeks. He's selling That's out incredible. theaters. Dude, he's selling That's out incredible. Everywhere. He's been doing it more than that. He's been doing it like a year. But he's selling out everywhere. Damn. Dude, he, Damn. you know what I said? I was like, I was telling all these other comedians, I said, you see what you're seeing here? I go, this is what happens when an athlete shows you how lazy you guys are. Like This guy's like just starting out. But he actually works at it. Yeah. He does like a ton of sets. He writes a ton. Like he actually puts in the time. Like that's what athletes do. Comics like to pretend they're working and they fuck off a lot and yeah. keep doing the same material for ten years. But yeah. Shab is like out there swinging. I'm no, I'm no expert at comedy, but it's I think, in my opinion, it's a lot like jujitsu. You got to practice and refine. It's a lot like writing music because you can you can't if you're gonna rely on just going up there and riffing. Fuck. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. It's like going, trying to write a song. Like, okay, we're going to record a song. We have no idea what we're going to do, but we're going to jam an E. All right? And then we go, and that's the hit song. The odds of that happening, super slim. Mm. You got to record a jam, pick out little pieces, polish it, add this. Two months later, ooh, you got a, a middle part now. A month later, you got the intro. It's all coming together. Might take eight months to get that bit together. You know, mm. you're just constantly going back and forth. That's how music is put together, and that's how jujitsu is put together. You got to constantly refine your game. You're out there getting wrecked. What are you doing wrong? What's working? Let's stick to what's working. Let's add some new shit. Learning from other people, techniques, and mm -hmm. being open-minded, understanding that. Uh, your body's magical, and it'll do anything you want it to do. You just got to tell it over and over and over again to a point where it does it by itself without you even knowing what the hell's going on. Yeah. And it's unconscious. You could do anything. You could play piano. You can play uh, guitar. It's like, oh, I tried guitar, but it's too hard. You just didn't practice. That's all. Anybody could play guitar. Anybody could play guitar. Anybody can play piano. As you long are, as your neurons fire correctly. It's just As long practice. as your hands move correctly, it's it just, just takes time. Well, yeah. If you got in a motorcycle accident and you smash your right. hands and you, you're like this, you can't play piano. But I'm just saying, if you have normal limbs, you could play piano, you could play guitar, you can do anything. You could, you could do anything. Yeah. You can do, learn jujitsu. You can box. You can play basketball. Sure. Maybe maybe you never played basketball in your life, and you're 55 years old. If you practiced hard for a year, you'd be all right. <laughs> I know people don't want to believe that though. It's hard for them to believe it because they're not reminded of it all yeah. the time. That's why a lot of people coming from jujitsu and martial arts in general, they become successful because through jujitsu, you're constantly reminded that you can suck at something and then you get pretty good at it and then you master it and then it's unconscious. You're reminded of that every time you go to jujitsu. Every day you're reminded, damn, I can do this with anything. And people do it with their business. They go, all I got to do is do hustle in the in the the, the jujitsu of business yep. and make it happen or whatever you want to do you're reminded like shit you it, when i say magical it's not a metaphor it is magical because your body will do shit on its own like when you like when you're doing jujitsu sometimes i come up with moves i don't know what the fuck i did i did something i have no idea and then it comes up again because i've programmed and drilled my body so much and has so many things that i trained it to do 
uh, on instincts that it's kind of like a suggestion thing. Like when you hit YouTube and they kind of know what you like and here's the suggestions. Like your body will go, he always does this and he always does that and he always does this unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Man, he might like this. Right. And then you're like, oh shit, what was that? It's like your body, came, someone else came up with that. Yeah. And then the next time you do, you're like, there it is again. Hmm. That's how most of the moves that or transitions that I get good at, they come up like on their own. And then the third time you go, I got it. And then I videotape it. Then I videotape myself doing it. I'm like, shit, I didn't even know I was doing that. It was just like, your body will make shit up for you. You, everybody, not just me, it's everybody. You just got to learn how to capture it. It's like comedy. Comedy. People love comedy because they go see a comedian and he's saying all the shit that they agree with and they're laughing and going, yeah. And they're like, I think that this co- this comedian's amazing. He's saying shit that if you're laughing, you agree with it. But you, all the shit that he's saying, you've said and people around you have said it, you just didn't notice it as something to use on stage. So once you, it's just like music. When you, Every time you listen to music, like for me, anytime I listen to music and I like something, musically, which is rare, I'm gonna find out everything about that song. There's, there, I don't ever get lazy with that. I find out what, what, who sang the song, I download the song, I analyze the song, like what is it about this song that makes it so great? Why am I getting chills listening to this song? Mm-hmm. Why do I have this song on repeat? You know, that's, I'm, I'm trained musically to always try to capture golden nuggets every time I hear it. I'll, always, I'll be in the middle of a conversation in Japan at TGI Fridays in Tokyo and and in the distant a song would come on and I'm in the conversation with some people and I hear it and it just I know that I, I tell the people I'm with I'll be right back I gotta find out what this song is I'll write it down boom I just do that as a DJ it's kind of a DJ thing so my point is it's same thing with jujitsu it's same thing with comedy it's same thing with music you just gotta it's all around you you just gotta look for it. you gotta train yourself to look for it. maybe you have to write shit on your hand to train remind yourself think think about it. then once that becomes your instinct once looking for shit and recognizing shit and always be on the call for shit like uh for instance like editors dudes who edit videos every time they're watching a movie what are they doing they're breaking down the editing Right, of course. Like movie makers are breaking down the lighting. They're watching well, that's the movie. Like the, the, right, the, the hidden directors of movies. You know, a lot of ways. Like the directors, they get all these ideas, and they put it together. But a lot of times, like you get on, on a television show as well, the editor will make these passes at things, mm-hmm. and they give you like uh, like an editor's first cut. And a lot of times, like you know, the director will look at it and go, "I like that. Like that's yes, good." You, you don't just like get anybody editor. You got to have an editor who who knows the who's shot, creative. who knows the yeah. You got to be a talented, <clears> not just some yeah. slave that's going to cut shit together. No. There's a lot of talent in the editing. Yeah, Are you got to be, especially in television shows, right? Yeah. Or I guess in movies too, man. You know. Yeah, I get, I, the editors that I got working for me is high level, man. Isn't it amazing that editor like that movies are still in a theater now? It's like one of the rare things you do where you'll go somewhere, like just to 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 get uh, uh, some some sort of art where it's not live. You're gonna go to a place still, like they still have that. I like that, and I don't know if I've been brainwashed. Oh, I, I like it too. Movies. I like I, it too. But it's, the movie I'm doesn't just saying, have to be good. I'm just saying it's weird. It's like one of the few places we have left where we'll go and take in media at a at a specific location. We all meet. Like we we go for a live show. We'll go for a live show. But if you you're not going to go to see like a a fake band. 
somewhere yeah, but, where it's but a it screen. But it is a gigantic screen that's like a hundred times bigger than your TV, yeah. and the the sound is amazing. Is, yeah, so yeah. there's all that. It's crazy though, and then it? it's cool sitting with people, and when they laugh, you laugh. Yeah, and it's continue. You you want to laugh more with, when there's other people around. But you run the risk of douchebags. <laughs> you run the risk of people talking. Just yeah, so many people talking. Yeah. yeah. People that do you gotta, that, it's they because, violate the sacred laws of the movie theater. You got to go in with big old Como D shades and a beanie. Ugh. And a fake beard. Crazy. You know, beards are so in these days. What happened to the fake beard market? Like, why isn't there, like, dudes, like, wearing fake beards hmm. to clubs and being, you know what I mean? Like, posing Guys can wear fake shit. <laughs> Girls can wear fake asses. They can have fake tits. It's, they can have fake it's hair. It's so not fair. It's, it's not so, fair. It's kind of like, a, there's a lot of things that aren't fair, and that's one thing that they got, you know? We can't, have, we can't be the same. So whoever was deciding on men and women, like, okay, you get this, you get that, it isn't yeah. fair. Like, the women were like, okay, okay, if you're going to, uh, you get, uh, the, you know, guys, you know, they're, they, they can't control it. Guys are attracted to um, girls with nice bodies, fit bodies, right. generally. There are some but guys. But not just nice bodies, like... There's something about actual fake tits that's hot because it's like, whoa, this girl is she's in the dick so much. She just wants to be like ultra attractive in a cartoonish way. Yeah. Like, look at those giant fake tits. Yeah, like, whoa. Some Here guys are some guys are like, I don't like fake tits. There's still some of those guys out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like a 15 percent of the population. Eventually, another generation, those will be all gone and fake tits will just be accepted by all men. But fake ass. Ooh, that's gonna take a couple mm. generations. Mm. That's gonna it ain't gonna happen this generation. Nobody is cool with fake asses. Nobody. That's well, the worst shit ever. The uh, don't get the, it, girls. Don't even think about it. Yeah, but the gray area is this fat thing they're doing. What but is it's that? not a fake ass, but they're taking fat. They're grafting fat. That's still gross. From parts of your that's body. Still, and do some squats. <laughs> do some squats. Anybody can have a great body. Just do some squats. <clears throat> no, nah, that's not true. There's there's some people out there that got some fucked up hey, jeans. There's bro. nothing wrong, but yeah, some hillbilly hey, stick stick people. You jeans. know what? Those people, you got to get good at sucking dick. You got to eat ass. <laughs> not good you got to eat. You got to eat ass. No, and suck dick. They don't want to. They, they have to. Ass. They have no choice. They want to get that fat yeah. stuffed in their ass. They want to re-engineer. <laughs> the, the older you get, the more women eat ass. I was reading this thing about CRISPR that they're starting to use CRISPR for uh, ge for embryos now, and that they, they think they're really close to genetically engineering the first people that become viable actual humans. Do you know what CRISPR is? No, dude, it's like Photoshop for genes. They're look at this. Scientists edit human embryos for the first time in the U.S. They're they're using this new technology, which is way more complicated than my puny brain has the ability to describe. But it's a gene editing tool called CRISPR, and there is uh, an episode, another episode of Radio Lab that's about CRISPR. That it might be like a good way for you to get uh, an entertaining but descriptive uh, explanation of it. But uh, they're they're going to be able to at least someday in the future if this keeps going. They keep perfecting this. They're going to be able to edit things out of people. Like they're going to be able to take away the the gene for Alzheimer's. You know? I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. They always say shit like in the future. Some no, they're shit's doing it happen. now, Eddie. Okay. They're doing it now. All like right. there's there's real science behind this. Like you could you could follow the science. They're editing <laughs> things the same way they're making Photoshop. The same way they're making that new thing that allows them to edit videos. They're going to edit genes. How about those contact lenses where you can play video games and you're seeing like some uh, 
that Microsoft animated thing. stuff. Yeah, I don't think they have that yet. I think they have glasses so far, but I don't think they have contact lenses. Isn't that coming? Contact though? lenses is just theoretical. It's okay. Yeah, it's gonna happen. If you could do it with a with a glass like Google, you ever see Google Glass? You ever put that on? Uh uh-uh. uh It was weird. What's that? Google Glass isn't around anymore. They've got some <clears throat> new applications for it, but. What it was like was like um, like a glass frame, and you had this little thing in front of you, like a little window, like a tiny little TV that was sitting in front of your eyes, okay. but it was clear. And on that little window, you could see through it, but you could also see like uh, navigation directions, and uh, you could Google things and have it brought up in front of you. It's like Navy SEAL shit. Yeah, like some some movie shit, but it was like the internet. Like you're, and I don't you know about these shanks, bro. I know, I know these guys are your bros. Yeah, but no, they're not. I have no idea who these people are. I'm you like, don't I'm, like it or you no, have a hard time good. drinking it? Yeah, you need a spoon. Yeah, well, let's not do it while the podcast's going on. You're I'm just sucking on that thing and chewing it. Okay. We need a spoon. Let me that grab one. a spoon. Really. Okay. Real quick. Black helicopters. Um, They're good, though. I like them. You got a spoon or no? Eddie Bravo will abandon you in the middle of a podcast for a knife. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You offered it. It's your fault. <laughs> Cave Shake's blowing up now. Their stock's going through the roof. This, what were uh, we just talking about? This AR stuff. This is, oh. uh, is going to be built into Apple's new operating system. So it allows like a, you to read how big something is? It's a virtual tape measure that you just hold your camera up to stuff and you can tell. How, like they're, Right oh here they're God. showing you that it, how accurate it is up oh to a real God. tape measure. But like, it's, see the tape measure staying there. They're... Uh, measuring the size of a picture frame Holy diagonally, shit. and it stays in space. Uh, if I'm saying, if you get what I'm saying, like yeah, I do in the get 3D it. space. It knows where you're modeling, depending on even how far away you are from it. And those wow the thing. The other weird thing is <clears throat> uh, by watching that show, the Planet of the Apps, they just started on Apple Music. I think it was in the first episode. Uh, this guy shows an app that he made that I think Apple bought eventually. They're adding into this operating system. They're mapping <clears throat> the inside of every everywhere that your camera can take a place or is shooting. So uh, inside here eventually will be all mapped. And this guy said that he he would own the map. That's why Apple bought him. So now Apple's going to own it. So they're essentially going to be able to have the inside 3D mapped of every in, every building in the world or at least wherever an iPhone is. you're killing me with that thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck KFC. Fuck KFC. Just but uh, it's built into the phone, so there's other cool stuff too. That's so they can map up. everything just based on. Look at this. Eventually, yeah. Like so, they just, uh, something came out about Roombas, like that Roombas are currently Holy tracking shit. the inside of everybody's houses and apartments, and and I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with that data. But people got scared they're gonna s- sell it to someone. What? It's got. It can be good. You know what I mean? How is that <clears throat> gonna be good? We're doing this to protect you. How? It's, it's not gotta that, be. It's bad. not about protection necessarily, but. It, it could be used. These guys have there's on, trillions of dollars missing. It could be useful. It's not the same people, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, if Jesus Christ, you it's could all just the same. The you people that are making these things are not the same people as the Illuminati that run the government. This could help blind people. It's all Illuminati. These are technologists. These Deaf are people that are creating the greatest stuff. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, this is not the Illuminati making this stuff, Eddie. This is this is technology. That says Apple. Yeah, the, Apple's okay. not the fucking Illuminati. I didn't say Although Apple did get in trouble recently. Do you know what they did in China? They, uh, they made a deal with the Chinese government to, um, to take apps down from their app store that allow you to circumnavigate their uh, censorship system. People are very, very upset at them. Because what, what essentially is uh, they're saying that these apps are illegal in China, so they're not allowing them on the Apple store, but they're illegal in China because they allow them to get away from government censorship. 
so government censorship has a certain lockdown on what you're allowed to look at online. <clears throat> Here it is. Apple removes apps from the China store that help Internet users evade censorship. Very disappointing to people because they feel like Apple kind of like feels like maybe they have to do this. Are that New York Times trying to get us to pay? How dare you, New York Times? No one's paying for articles online. Just stop. Just stop. Who the fuck pays for articles online? <laughs> Who gets newspapers still? 80-year-olds? Uh, do you ever get one if you're in a hotel and they offer you the USA Today? Just see what the fuck the world's paying attention oh, to? Oh, man. USA Today. That's like uh, the, the CNN of newspapers. If you had a guess, like what percentage of people actually read the whole USA Today every day? 2%. No way. Less than 1%? Yeah, less than 1%. Okay. For sure. 100%. But I was just I was just making a point. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's just like uh, e entertainment news for the world, you know. That's it's like it's like very surface. Yeah. I mean, it's just you're supposed to get it at a hotel. Like, what's going on? Oh, we won the football game. Wow. What do you think about that? All oh, those memes, all those missiles. memes of Donald Trump and CNN. <laughs> what well, what I think was crazy was that CNN went and found the guy who made the meme and put it online. And they scared him. Gangster, right? Yeah, like, what are you doing, they man? They threatened him. They yeah. blackmailed him. But what? how crazy is that? Like, you don't think that that's funny? Is that what you're saying? Like, he was in the WWE. You know, Donald was yeah. in the WWE. Yeah. You knew that that video was available, and they put a CNN thing over your face. You're actually mad at that? You're yeah. mad at that. You're not mad at the $6.5 trillion missing, but you're mad at that? That seems yeah. pretty fucking crazy to me. That seems pretty crazy to me. You're going to go after a guy who made a comical meme about the president body slamming you? Damn, made him... Uh, apologize publicly dude how many memes are there of us sucking dicks there's got to be thousands <laughs> right it's like the golden rule of the internet if there's a photo of you online somewhere someone has photoshopped a dick in your mouth yeah and now it's gonna get even crazier there's a lot new of there's a lot software. of gay ones there's probably at least 50 gay ones the one you just showed me the one you showed me of you and me in a, a wrestling statue where the dudes grabbing the dude dick yeah yeah that's yep. just that one was photoshop them. steve <laughs> <laughs> but i mean what my point is like that they would get so mad at that that they would go after the guy who made it that sort of reinforces the side of trump like people don't get that they don't understand that if you 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 have something that's comical right like that meme of Donald Trump slamming CNN, and then you go find the guy who's just joking around, made a little animated gif, joking around, put it online, thought it was funny. Everybody got a laugh. You know, oh, he's smashing fat, fake news, ha, 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 ha. And you go and scare that guy. You go and scare that guy. What are you doing? What's going on? You know what's scarier you're, than you're that? You're CNN? What's scarier than that is that there's still people that watch that shit every day. Yeah. After that, well, after knowing that, you're going to still watch it and, and believe it? The other thing was a story they made up about Russian contacts. About, uh, there's like three reporters had to resign. It was a story that was on CNN that like greatly exaggerated. I think CNN is, they just want to start shit. I think it's not they that they're- They want to make money. They just want to start shit. I think it's part, I think it's part of the agenda. I think this is what I think. Divide I think, and conquer. All, they feel like- it, there's an enemy out there and that enemy is the new president they think there's an enemy and they feel like they're going to war with the enemy and when you have a bunch of soldiers that are going to war for the enemy some of them do some unscrupulous shit like these people that got that had to resign because of the story with Russia with the fake facts I forget what the actual thing was but CNN uh, disavowed 
their article, pulled it down, removed it, whole deal. Three journalists leaving CNN after a retracted article. CNN journalists, including the executive editor in charge of a new investigative unit, have resigned after the publication of a Russia-related article that was retracted. So you can go into the details if you want of it. You know what? It seemed, what if what if the CNN Donald Trump feud is like pro wrestling? What if they're just laughing and they're just slinging shit back Dude, and I was forth? Talking to a guy the other day that thinks that he thinks it's all about setting up China. He said, he said it's all about us going to war with these other countries. He thinks this, all these distractions are happening, and that's what's and, and, positioning North Korea and China they, on the side of North you know Korea. What's you know what's crazy about North Korea? The most, they're the most demonized country on the planet. Oh, they're always testing missiles. They're testing missiles. If, since the Korean War, you yeah. know how many countries they've invaded and killed innocent civilians? Zero. How many countries have we invaded and killed millions of civilians? Like 20 or 30 since the Korean War. But they're the bad guy? They're the bad guy. They're not invading anybody. They've never invaded anybody. We invade people all the fucking time and kill innocent children. And come on, this well, is a this is a big show going on. There's nothing. North well, the, Korea ain't doing okay, shit. That's true, but it is a dictatorship. Like, what's a scary dictatorship? They have I ultimate think control. A, no, 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 it's not. It's yeah. not. The people who have been there, have studied it. No. no one disagrees, Eddie. I think it's they like have a prison ultimate city. control. I it, think it's a prison think, country. Yeah, they're all imprisoned by their for, own for military. A show. I think it's for oh, a show. No, 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 there's no show, man. They don't that's, have bombs. Eddie, they do. They do. And it is scary, but they're a minor it's, league problem yeah. in comparison to a lot of other problems yeah. that are in you the world. You know what? I don't believe that because CNN pushes it. So I Everybody pushes it, it Eddie. Yeah. I think it's all There's bullshit. no one out there that's saying that North Korea is not a military threat or they're not some sort of a military dictatorship. I think it's a distraction. I think okay. they're all in on it. I don't think there's that many people out there. They've never are, invaded anybody. So We've what? invaded so 30 what? countries. But this guy's still a psychopath War. that's running this whole country in 2017. That scares the fuck but out of CNN people. CNN says he's a psychopath, so we got to. No, 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 a lot of people that, do. That's... Michael Malice does. He's an author mm. that I had on the podcast that wrote a book about Kim Jong Un. And, you know, he was describing was it Un or Ill? Which one's Ill? He wasn't even Ill, raised the new in guy? Korea. No, no, that's the young guy. King, Kim, Kim Jong Un is the dad. He Un. did it about the dad. Which, no, whatever Un one the is dad the, is. Is the kid, the new one. The new one. Okay, yeah. so it was Kim Jong Il. But it's called Dear Reader. It's a very, very good book and interesting. You find out how fucked up it is over there. It's a system that's set up so that everybody's imprisoned by it. Everybody tells on everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, they're set up to tell on each other. Like, uh, the people that have escaped and have left and gone to South Korea, and they'll tell the stories about the prison camps. Yeah, like a, people are born in prison camps over there, Eddie. I think they're prisoner actors. Oh, come on. Jesus I fucking think. Christ. I do. Don't get mad because I say that. Why That's are you so mad? Crazy. Am, I, am I going to get killed for saying the that? The whole group of, the whole country is a bunch of actors. They're getting a check. I think they're, they're prisoners sag. and they're forced to do parades. Yeah, they're definitely I, prisoners. They're they definitely prisoners. forced to do parades. Exactly. That's, yeah, like the whole country's a prison. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I said. But they're not actors. They're acting when they're being filmed. The guys, they're acting. They're not, they're, that's not real. They're not being uh, sincere. They're acting. They're forced to act. They're prisoners. But wait a minute. Do you think that this country is under the control of a military dictatorship and everyone's terrified of doing anything wrong? Yes. Do you think that? Okay. I, so they're all acting. So you think that... Th what do you mean by they're acting, though? They're, they're all terrified. Like, how are they acting? In what way? They're, they're acting like they're in love with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, they are terrified. To. Yeah, they all do that. That's, yeah, for, that's a fact. They, they were arrested. They went to jail. A bunch of people did for not crying hard enough when his dad died. Mm -hmm. Not crying hard enough, like people that, who did like six months of hard when labor. They come up with all that shit, and they they all oh, he got a haircut, and he made everyone get the same haircut. Look into that. That's that's all. Come, that. that 
Yeah, they, it, that's a fake story that everyone thinks is true. That he got a haircut and he made every man in the country get a haircut or they get killed or something or get thrown in prison. I never saw that. So, it's, it's bullshit. Maybe he did. Maybe he's that gangster. Yeah. High top fade or die. Those motherfuckers don't have shit. High top fade or die. They don't have shit? What do you mean? They don't have nuclear weapons. You don't think so? No. Well, let's just bring it. you to uh, Washington, D.C. and clear hey, this up. Hey, that's, I'm just, I don't believe shit. You know, they're robbing trillions of dollars. I think, I think you should not believe in anything coming from the mainstream media, anything. If they're <clears> all pushing it, then it can't be the truth. There's but no even way it's the North truth. Korea themselves, are, I mean, they definitely launched a you missile yesterday, videos? right? You what see was those? the missile they launched yesterday? No, that's yesterday? what they say. You don't believe it? No. Who's they? That's what they say. The they, CNN, Fox News, everybody. They all, on it? They're all. It's all mainstream media. So you think they're all in on it? Like I think it's a distraction. A I think there's some serious shit going on in Washington D.C. and they need that shit. Oh, they're they're sending out missiles again, and everyone's afraid of World War Three. It's too gangster. What do you it's think is happening in Washington? They're not invading anybody. We invaded thirty countries, or twenty or thirty countries since the Korean War. We've right. killed millions of innocent people on some bullshit ass wars, and we're worried about North Korea. That's no, ridiculous. It's, it's true, but it's propaganda. They, We're brainwashed. Or maybe they are a military dictatorship with nuclear power. I'm very suspect. Mm. Experts: latest North Korean missile could strike Boston and New York City. Eddie Bravo, skeptical hippo face. It's all. I mean, this this is a trap, man. Yeah, yeah. He's got a beautiful haircut, though. Look at that. Sweet, did you know? Sweet in the, in fade. The, did you know in the Korean War we made? And this is mainstream news. We made 18 cities disappear. In Korea. Oh yeah, it was horrible. Dude, what they did and in North we Korea made, was horrible. We made the Soviets. Get the fuck out. The Soviets left, and, and after the Korean War, the, the United States was like, what are we going to do with it? China says, we'll take over. So since the Korean War, it hasn't been officially Soviets. The Soviets officially left, and then China took over. They kind of manage it and govern it. Mm. I, think it does, I think it's just like a little prison country that they use to, they use as the bad guy. I think Here's Kim Jong I wouldn't be surprised if Kim Jong-un doesn't even live in Korea. He's I probably think like a It's just all hologram. fake videos. It's just fake videos. Okay. If, you, if you watch the videos, okay. easily faked. Easily okay. faked. There's no proof okay. of anything. There's okay. no proof of shit. You're right. They're showing video of a missile going up. Oh, I believe that. After they're stealing trillions of dollars. We, sh we shouldn't believe shit. A smart man wouldn't believe shit. Coming so you from don't dudes. even think that the missiles that are getting launched in the air are real? So all the people That's with like missiles stock, don't stock. really have missiles? I, so I, mean, I didn't stock. say that. No, I, I didn't say so because of that. Why assume they don't have missiles if we thought they had I'm missiles talking about forever? I'm talking about... Talking about North Korea, they they've always bombed. had missiles. That's what they tell you. Don't the Russian? Didn't the Russians sell them shit? That's that what they what tell you. Was That's it the Chinese? The Russians? Everything they say. They. Who's they? The same people that stole the uh, trillions. The same of dollars. people that stole the trillions are also running CNN. They're Is running everything. On? It's all connected. Mm. It's all connected. Definitely it's don't think that's the truth. I, they are. It's all connected, dude. There's. I don't think you can gangster. have everything connected if they're going back and forth with each other. Like, look what's happening between Fox News and CNN, right? Look at look at look at the the, the, the internal battles. I think it's fake. Do you think, I think these guys? I think that's would, a that's WWE. It's okay. Republican and Democrats. It's a fake fucking. So they're not really in competition with each other either. They don't care who gets more ratings, more money. Individually, right? Individually, people are worried about their own check and their own family. So individually, yes, but at the top. It's just a show. I don't believe shit mm. coming from them. Too much fake and six moon landings. Come on. Let me let me ask you this. Come on. Let me ask you this. 
Where do you think, because one of the things that's happened for sure is as time has moved on, as technology has gotten more and more powerful and the ability to, you know, do the, all the stuff that we can do now with our phones, all the information that you can get like almost instantly with your phone. Like when is it going to reach a point where no one has any control over anyone else? Because it seems to me that that's inevitable. What do you mean? seems to me that the, the idea of these big units or these big groups having control over mass amounts of people, I think... At a certain point in time, if technology keeps moving the way it is, more and more people have more and more ability to communicate. You're not going to be able to hide things. They're doing it right now. But I think we're going to reach a point in time where they can't do that. Like they could do that so much easier in the '60s. They could do anything in the '60s. Yeah, it was easier. So fake, much easier. It was so easy to fake deaths in the '60s, '50s, fake '40s. Fake everything. You could everything. fake. It was so easy. No one knew shit. Look there was at no how internet. Jack Ruby runs up on Lee Harvey Oswald and just shoots him in the guts in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah, they look they like they just a... let this guy run at him yeah. with a gun in his hand. They're bringing him in. They got we've got him, Lee Harvey Oswald. We got him. Oh, what's that guy? What's he doing running our way? Hey, is that a gun? Bang! He just shoots him right in the stomach and in front of everybody. Meanwhile, he's probably not even dead. That looks so staged. Maybe Lee Harvey Oswald. They go, dude, we got to send you to an island. Oh, they shot that dude. You can see the bullet hit him. Yeah. Shoots him right in the guts. I think there's land that the elite have that no one knows about, man. That's what I think. I would. If I was the elite, I would have some shit and go, we don't need to tell these motherfuckers. You think they? You think that the people running shit are like, we need to tell the people. We need to, they need to know. They, 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 they have a right to what know. What do you think Clinton does like most of his days? I think he's just got a bunch of chicks he calls up. Hey. Hey. I don't know. Happening? I don't know. But when you watch the Clinton Sitting Chronicles. Here, stroking the resistance. There's a, I don't, they may be bullshit, but there's some. What's the Clinton Chronicles? The Clinton Chronicles is a documentary made in the 90s that you can find on YouTube. And it goes through his career in Arkansas and, and, and the coke and all that stuff with uh, the CIA, Mina, Barry Arkansas. While, while uh, George Sr.'s vice president with Ronald Reagan, uh, the Contra, all that shit. Man, there's a war on drugs. That's a sh scam. There's, they're not trying to stop no goddamn drugs. They'll bust a, a, a Mexican cartel here and there just to, just to say they're doing shit. But they're taking all that money that everyone's like, yeah, we need to fight this drug war. They're getting all this fucking money. Just You think they're, it's just like the, the, the moon and all the space shit. I just they're want to know 18... what Bill Clinton's doing right now. He's probably having a good time. Do you think That's he has a good time? I think he's having... Do you think, to do, him, do you to think him it's a good time. Up, I think he's having a fucking great time right now, to tell you the truth. Do you think they got him set up? Do you think he's got like a sweet house and they bring him grapes and shit and Dude, he lays down? He's he's there's no one's ever gonna bust What's him. What's this? It's that movie about Barry Steele coming out at the end of the summer. Oh, oh American Made. Oh, to, oh it's probably gonna be Tom Cruise is how, playing Barry Steele. How Seal. unreal is this gonna be? Come on, it's a propaganda film, huh? It's not a felony if you're doing it for the good guys. Wow. Yeah, they're gonna hmm. they're gonna make him look really bad. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if and, it's a. Uh, Maybe they'll just say, hey, this is a long time ago. How can they make it look? They're going to make it look like... We don't do it anymore. He was being sent... Uh, he was a... Barry Seals was a, See a the pilot. Trailer? He was look, a... Here's a trailer. Tom Cruise looking sexy as ever. They make him seem like a like, badass pilot. How does he stay yeah, looking... Yeah, he was a badass pilot. He had his pilot license at 15. Whoa. And so the CIA recruited him. That's mainstream. They say I recruited him because he was a badass pilot who who, look at this. who was. The trailer's really good. The movie looks oh my God. really good. That's he's covered wondering. in coke, <laughs> and he gets out of a fucking plane covered in coke, steals a kid's bike. <sighs> wow! He crashed around into a plane. Phil, how does Tom Cruise stay looking thirty-five? What is he doing? He's a Scientologist. But what are they doing? Are they are they doing? They're something drinking to his face? baby blood. They like running like those little. Uh, 
cotton gin looking things and, over his face. Hey, have you heard? Have you heard somewhere in Europe? This could be bullshit. Oh no! But <laughs> but people like teens that that oh, uh, donate shit. blood. Old people are buying t- young blood and and getting transfusions. Okay, it's not, to help. It's not in Europe. It's here in Silicon Valley. Are they doing it for yeah. real? You yeah, heard Peter this? Thiel, who's a famous billionaire. Tell me about that. What do you know? They are. They've found that if you inject young mice with the or old mice, mice. rather with the blood of young mice. It makes them act like a young mouse. It changes Illuminati the way knew they that behave. shit for millennia. Well, it sounds like vampire shit. Forget about Illuminati. It sounds like vampire stuff. It sounds That's like Elizabeth, Illuminati. Elizabeth Bathory stuff. So they um, they are doing this now, where they take like these young, healthy guys and they donate blood, and then you go there and they take that blood and pump it into your system, and they fill your body up with young blood. It, does it work? Apparently, it has some crazy, like rejuvenating effect on you. So and let me it's ask super you this. Expensive. Let me ask you this. Okay. People. Uh, People freak out when you say, hey, the Illuminati, they're kidnapping kids and, right. and, and torturing babies, and they want, they, want to, they want to scare the shit out of them because they want adrenalized blood, and they're poking holes all adrenalized over them. Adrenalized blood? Apparently, if you scare the shit out of them, the, adre- the adrenal gland flushes into... Mm, this is what they say. This is what they say. This is what should they I say. look into it? Hey, do I have... Can I I'll just sh- talk? I'll, I don't I'll know if it's real. It. I don't know if it's real. <laughs> I don't know if it's real. But apparently, okay. adrenalized blood... Is the most potent, mm. so they scare the kids, and they kill them and suck. Eat the, the, they drink their blood. That's a conspiracy mm. theory. That's a conspiracy theory. But we're already seeing this. With uh, we're being well, we're being slowly getting. Well, if if teen blood is good for you for old people, I bet some billionaire is going to go. What about fucking toddler blood? What about that shit? What about newborn baby blood? I bet they're thinking. A well, billionaire the goes. Thing about Damn. stem cells. The thing about stem cells is getting placental stem cells. Well, think about all the or, kidnaps or embryonic. Eight hundred thousand to a million kidnaps a year. So you think they're just taking babies and using them to maybe, make maybe. rich people stay alive forever? Would what, if you were rich and fucking a psychopath? Okay, wouldn't you do that? This? Wouldn't you can, do that? What if they can use were, CRISPR to to artificially engineer a bunch of headless kids? And you uh, take the blood out of them. They don't even know you got it. If teen blood is working, right? Don't you think baby blood would it would be it wouldn't be a shocker if you found out that baby blood is the best, right? It wouldn't Let be a shocker. Let me ask you this: Would that be a shock? Is it immoral to have a warehouse filled with headless fake kids? They don't have any head. They never did have a head. They were engineered with CRISPR to have no head, and you have them hooked up to this thing, and, and the blood is still the same. Blood into these vats, and you go there, and they tap you, and you have to like look up and recognize that these are artificial th- people. It's got to be real blood. It but they're real be. blood. They're real people. They just don't have any heads, so they never have a chance to be alive. They're connected to some machine. Is this a movie? Uh, no, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like the Matrix, right? It's kind of like the Matrix. But but but, it, but we already know teen blood is helping old people. I think it's twenty five year olds is what they so go th- for an adult. Would, so a teen, adult. so a t- so based on the fact that teen blood is better than getting like a fifty year old's blood, right? Right. Yes. So that's what they're saying. Toddler blood would be better than teen blood. Well, here's and the you other don't think thing. A trillionaire though. wants the that toddler that, blood. Maybe you're right. Here's the other thing that goes the other way, which is even more fascinating. They took the blood of old mice and they put it into the, to the young mice, and the young mice started acting old, which is kind of fucked. It's Damn. Like, wow. Like there's something in the blood, and they're trying to isolate what it is. Of course, it, 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 it like it just makes sense. It's easy to believe. Like, yeah, young blood is probably better than old blood. Yeah, it's probably better. Yeah, and that's what where everything comes from. It comes from the blood. 
Everything, mm. blood is... Look at this. Cannabis reverses aging process in the brain, studies suggest. Researchers restore the memory performance of Methuselah mice to a juvenile stage. Whoa. It regressed to a two-month-old. Whoa. Yeah. Using a cannabis <laughs> active ingredient. Whoa. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Treatment opens up new options when it comes to treating dementia. Now, if imagine if weed was what you needed, like just hardcore edibles. We need to ask, ask Joey some questions. He does well, have some stories. We know for a fact that cannabis basically like 90% cures seizures in kids and, and even in animals. Yeah, see, even helps. in dogs, dogs that have seizures, you give them some cannabis oil, boom. Right. But let me ask you this. Why does it fuck with your memory? How come when we're high, we're like, what the fuck was I just talking about? Uh, my theory is this. It's like there's a difference between uh, forgetting something and misplacing something. Like when you go out to Vegas and you get hammered and you black out, there's no way someone's going to say anything to you that's going to make that memory come back of this or that. They say, dude, and then you and then you grabbed her, and then you picked her up, and then you told her to get the fuck out of here. And you're like, Whoa. dude, I don't remember any of that. You lost your memory. Right. Even them reminding you and telling you about what happened, you lost your memory. But now when you're stoned and you got all this shit going on, you, there's... You know, weed makes blood rush to your head. So you got so much shit going on, shit gets misplaced. You forgot what you were talking about. But if someone reminds you of what you were talking about, you're like, oh, okay, then right. you're you're back on track. You it's did, definitely you, better you did, than booze in that respect. Yeah, because, well, there's a difference between actually uh, forgetting something and not remembering at all. It just complete. you did it, you were drunk, you did it, you don't remember it. There's nothing anybody can do to bring it back. They could tell you all about it. You could watch it on video. It ain't coming back. Maybe the memory of you watching the video will, 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 will stay in your brain, but no memories right. of, it's never coming back. With weed, you're talking about all this shit. You're going to, it's, you, st you start digressing and moving to this and jumping all over the place and go, what did I just say? Right. If someone reminded you, it'll come back. It wasn't like, man, I don't right. remember ever talking about that. You, you were just talking about that. No, I don't remember that. So it's different. Well, I, I forget sometimes what I'm talking about, but I don't forget moments or instances or facts. If you were blackout be, drunk, you would. Right, you would. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple times. one of them um, <laughs> caveman coffees, those little things. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has gotten those uh, moments where. Blackout. Yeah, where, or just when you know that, like, you're not seeing things the way other people are seeing them. Yeah. You're like, where, where, how are, like, that's why I don't understand how anybody could do, like, like uh, ketamine, like people that do like recreational ketamine. Never done it. Never done it either. But it's apparently scary. you go into that K-hole that yeah. they talk about. It like, doesn't sound good. K-hole doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good to me. I don't want to do that. It's some sort of animal tranquilizer, right? Yeah. Something, you know. Thanks, brother. What is Thank it? Thank you. What is it? Um, what it's was just, it if it wasn't, good, if it wasn't called K-hole, if it was called uh, Wonderlust, if something was called Wonderland. Wonderlust, I'd be like, let me try it. Yeah, but they call it a K-hole after they've been in it. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like darkness. I don't want to go there. I never Dude, had the stuck. desire to do something that was going to put you in a K-hole. Fuck that. Like acid, not into it. I, we did that acid podcast with Joey. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I can go. That was the only guy not on acid, but Ari was on acid. Joey, um, uh, uh, Lee, <laughs> it was fucking hysterical. I was. I was like... You got to change the name. You can't call it acid. <laughs> I'm not going to take anything called acid. That fucks me up. That's hilarious. And he, they should have called it something else. They should have If they just call it cutie love. Yeah. You want some cutie love? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take some cutie love. What's it going to do? Oh, just make you look at yourself All the way cute everybody else looks and, yeah, at you. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs>
<laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Joey would drop some ass. He didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah, Joey's he's down to He's gangster. Money. That's the most Joey's gangster been guy. killing it everywhere too. Joey's yeah. been doing a lot of travel. He just sold out the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City. That's nuts. Yeah, he wanted to come in and uh, do a podcast to promote it. And he's like, I don't even got to promote it, dog. It's already sold the fuck out. <laughs> Everybody's killing it. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> crazy to see how uh, how hard they're killing it on the road. Joey's podcast is killing it, too. And then the comedy store. Holy shit. That you thing know. is thriving. Yeah. Used, back in the day, they had so many like hidden bars back there. That it was like collecting dust spider webs everywhere now all those back rooms are being used like the old days yeah. it's insane the co- i've never i mean i was hanging out at the comedy store uh, all the goddamn time with you for like two or three years straight yeah. you'd come pick me up man you i'd yeah. come out your car you'd either like like the baddest car on the planet is like just waiting for me i'm out front and I, those moments you know the reason i bring that up is Last night after EBI, me and my wife drove through my old neighborhood and we went down my street. I got out of my car. I parked right in front of my house and I got out of my car. I just wanted to look at it again. Like, I mean, I was there for like 15 years. And when I turned around and walked back to the car, dude, I went back to 2001 where you'd come and pick me up and we'd drive to the comedy store, dude. I had that vision. That was just last wow. night, man. It was, it was, it was insane. It is crazy, We did right? that all the goddamn time. And the comedy store, the way it is now, holy shit. Tuesday night selling out. It's, they sell out what Monday the night. Fuck? They sell crazy. out almost every night sometimes. Remember the main room was rarely used. It was just all about the OR. It was yeah. struggling. It yeah. was struggling. And then when you left and you had that falling out for, for a while, then, dude, darkness. And then you come back, boom. It's, it's, like, it's like Jesus is doing stand-up there now. You know what I mean? It's so packed and everyone loves it and there's lines outside. It's nuts. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird to see because you get to see it in the dark days. You got to see it when I first started going yeah. there, which we weren't getting a lot of crowds. No, just and then, the OR, and it's rarely and sold even out. That it took like a few years of me going there. Selling out, sellouts weren't happening back then. Not much. Maybe if Dave maybe. Chappelle came by and did like a set or something, maybe right. and everyone talked. Or maybe on a Friday night it would sell out, or a Saturday night in the OR. Yeah, but just the OR, not yeah. like both of them. You know what I mean? Pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's nuts, and everybody, all the managers, like hell, it's this is all insane. Mm. It's, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's crazy. It's the internet, dude. The internet. Internet opened that fucking place up. Yeah. It's always been a big vortex for crazy people, too. You yeah. There was, was something about that place. That guy was still there last in. week. Um, Robert Appervire. William Appervire, yeah. What's his name? The weed, Robert William Appervire. Yeah. <laughs> the weed lawyer. I'd like to talk to him. Like, He's a have you ever talked guy. to him? You can't touch him. Can't touch him. He won't shake what, hands. What's or, the story like? What does he say? Is he? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I Asperger's. Think he's got something going on. You'd have Autism? to ask him. There's some issues. There's some uh, some sort of issue. He walks. That's that's a documentary right now. G- getting into that dude. You know what that dude would do? He would put on a jacket, and then he would put he would like stuff the jacket filled with plastic bags and walk in the rain. He's like a sort of a homeless kind of comedian who he shows has a up place and, where he sleeps. Yeah. yeah, he's got a place, and he's been at the comedy store every weekend forever. forever. Every forever. weekend, he's always there, and he's by himself. No one usually talks to him, right? Yeah, he's kind of he just. It's a nice guy, and he's all, all his jokes are about marijuana. D- does he have good ones? They're not bad. They're not bad. Oh, so he's a super weed guy. Yeah, oh yeah, it's all about weed. Everything's it's about weed. Acts about weed. What? Yep. I, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, that's I never... hilarious. His whole act is about marijuana. What does he say? Like, oh, I'd, uh, you'd have to go and watch. <laughs> 
You have to go and watch. I wouldn't want to do his bits. But yeah, it's all about weed. That's crazy. I, th- I feel a, like he was a lawyer. There's this documentary about this um, old lady who basically lives at a laundromat. She just like just started hanging out there and super nice and started doing people's laundry. And like the owner of the laundromat just like let her live there. You know, she's just right. a homeless person. She's really sweet, good. She's uh, she's there all day cleaning up and watching. Like, yeah, I got free security. She's nice. I'm not going to throw her out. And she's helping everybody. Everybody loves her. And then uh, they did a documentary on what she's, you know, her life. It's pretty fascinating, man. Um, Zach Galifianakis take, has been taking, he's known her for years. Whoa. Because she's like in Santa Monica. And back when he was a struggling actor, he met her at the, at the laundromat and he became friends with her. He takes her on red carpet premieres <laughs> as his date. <laughs> he hooks her up. They have, they have a really, they have a close relationship. That's crazy. He, ta- he takes her to legit red carpet, big-ass movie premieres. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's an interesting guy, man. He's real good friends with Brody. Really? Yeah, when Brody was having some issues, he reached out because he knew I'm friends with Brody and just telling me, like, Brody's not, not doing so good right now. Help him out. Try to keep an eye on him. Don't let him do anything nuts. Really? Is he, uh, he's not doing stand-up Bro- anymore? Brody, what is this? You remind me of the story I just heard the other day. I Looking this video up, it's not brand new, which I thought it was brand new. This lady was living in this guy's attic for a couple, like I think a year. And what? Uh, the way he found out is he put a uh, camera in because he was finding food missing from his apartment, like in his kitchen. And this lady was living in his attic and climbing down when he was gone to like take a take a shower, piss, <laughs> cook food. Whoa. I think it was a year. I want to say it might have been a little longer. It could have been a little less. This She's like 54 crazy. years old. This is like that movie. I Look think at it was in New York. What's so that movie? She had this little stool there. Starts with a P. Whoa. I'll find, I'll Poltergeist? No. Where, uh... No, it's a paranormal activity or yeah, something like that. Yeah, right. This is crazy. This could be fake, like, though, right? How, no, no, it was real. Look There's how whole, quiet I'll she's being. So is she doing this while he's asleep? I think he was gone at work. And he, she probably didn't want anybody to know. Like she was pissing wow. in the sink and pissing stuff. Pissing in my sink. What the fuck? The video's time lapse a little bit too, so I'm skipping it. Oh my god, she's sitting there at his desk. This is his whole apartment that we're looking at. Well, this is just like this kitchen. He just put like a, a still camera in there when he went to work to find out what was oh, going on. Dude, I wonder Whoa. how. It might even be, be him. How often this is happening? Up in the middle of the night. Maybe this is himself. a thing. Whoa. So here's a. I'll show you Hold on, but keep going with that. Keep going with that. Where is she? How did she get up there? Like she went back up. Go yeah, back. exactly. How did she get back up? Yeah, where did she go? That's him, right? That's him. Yeah, there, she she, there, there she, she is. is. Okay, so where does she go? Dude, this has got to be fake. No way she could get up there. Well, let's find out how she does it. Oh, she hears him. Oh, shit. Oh, she hears him coming in and she runs and hides. Oh, wow. Yeah, it might have been the middle of the night. Oh, my God. He got up in the middle of the night and she had to hide. Holy I don't know. How is she going to get back up dude. there? How is she going to get back she's, up there? She's been doing it every night, so it's like. But let's see it. Let's see it. Dude, that is insane. So he leaves, and then she climbs back in. Let's see it. Mm, there's no shot of her going back There in. is, just right there. there she is. Okay, let's see that. Oh, shit, it's real. Dude, she lives in his attic. That's insane. That's so creepy. What did it say, the next morning? Maybe she Didn't has it say the next morning? Where? Didn't it say that at the very end of that video? Does it Go say, the very does it say how, she, how long she was up there for? 
Like how long had it been? I don't know. Uh, so I was going back to the story so we could get the rest of the Go like right when she pops up. Go right back to that video, please. And right when she pops up into the attic area. Go a little bit further back before when she scrambles up. Find when she scrambles up in there. I don't see it. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. Him coming out the next morning. Yeah. Okay. Him. So him the next morning. And does he check the video and find out? Fuck, man. You know how creepy that would be if you're sleeping in a house and someone's in your goddamn attic, and they climb down while you're while you're sleeping. They make themselves some food and they climb right back up there. It's like a little human rat. Here's where she was staying. What's Ooh. her name? And how long does it say how long she was up there for? Do they know? Did she admit it? She in jail? She insists it's actually her house. He knocked and found a dark-haired woman who said that Jimmy was letting him live there. <laughs> he called the police, but the woman fled before they arrived. Ooh. Strange. Wait, it's not unusual to what? Let's see, go back up a little bit. It's not unusual. Oh. To find what does it say? But one man was shocked to find a woman. I wonder how often that happens. It's not unusual to find unwelcome bats, squirrels, yeah. or termites in the attic. But one man found a woman. Ooh, Jesus Christ. What is that? That's some other video started playing. Yeah. But here's where she was in Jeez. the house. Wow. This an apartment there. So she had like a little spot up there. Yeah, and then if you look this up too, it's this isn't an uncommon story. This happened a few times to other people. Oh, shit. They're just living in their fucking house. So well, there's a lot of homeless people that eventually become squatters. That's a big problem with people, too. Someone just set up shop in your house and start living there and cooking and bringing food home, and they change the locks, and then they say, this is my house, and then you have to you have to actually figure out some way to prove that it's your house, that you didn't send it, you know, rent it to them, or that you, you have to figure out a way to kick them out. Dude, you just kicked their ass. What are you talking about? <laughs> fucking... What do you do? Someone, li someone living in your house, you're gonna fucking try to go to court. If you look, let's say this. <laughs> what Dude, if, you're gonna sidekick him right in the in the throat. Not maybe me, but what if what if what if you're a guy that has a house in Big Bear? Okay. Okay. And you're you're not there very often, and then you go up to Big Bear one day, and the locks changed, and some guy's looking at you through the window. Can I help you? And you're like. This is my house. The fuck it is, this is my house. And you're like, what are you talking about? Why are you in my house? What did you do to my locks? Like, the guy's just squatter. Dude, you come back with some friends and you just fuck this, fuck this dude up. He, but he's got a gun. You come with guns, And he calls man. the police. The police show up. And the police are like, you're breaking and entering. You're like, no, this is my house. I know he lives here. Possession's nine-tenths of the law. This gentleman's inside the building. I always heard that from kids. Possession's nine-tenths of the law. Like, what? What is there, a fucking percentage of the law? Is the law the law? Possessions, nine tenths of the law. Yeah. Is that real? What? That's happening. It's hard to say what I would do. Maybe, I saw something about it maybe the other I day. I just let him have the house. Some woman bought a house, and right when she was about to move in, some woman had just moved in, and she had been there for like two weeks, and she changed the locks, and she was like, "Someone leased it to me online." Like she said that someone online, like, was leasing this is that a lady's scam? house. Is it a scam or could, is it real? Could be a scam on both sides. Could be she's lying, or it could be someone ran a scam on her and got her to pay rent for a house, and she really thought it was hers. Mm. Could be, right? Mm. Yeah. That's true. Totally. I, uh, what? I think I was fooled. What's Eddie, up? Eddie called this video out as properly being fake, I think. Which what, video? That video of the lady in the apartment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fake? I found a story, apparently, and people are adding this video to that story. So, yeah, this on another side, I just said that it was a marketing campaign for a rental website. 
The Daily Mail UK put out a marketing campaign? I mean, I'll show you. This here's a thing. How would they use that to, right to get business? They said this video is fake. It's a marketing campaign. Oh, interesting. Very a marketing well campaign for what? Nakedapartments.com. Goddamn fake news, man. Realfakenews.com. Go watch that shit. A, That's just like Blair Witch. <sighs> so much fake shit. I believe Blair Witch the first time I saw it. I, I thought it was real. Did you <laughs> ever see? Seven years later. Did you ever see the um, Bobcat Goldthwait Blair Witch style movie? He made a, a movie about Bigfoot. Willow Creek. It's a Blair Witch style Bigfoot movie. Is it's it good? It's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. shit. If you want to get scared. I want to see it. It's the idea is that all those people that go missing in the forest, that's one thing where people go missing that's legit. Like a ton of people go missing every year in the national parks. National parks and forests, they just easy, get jacked. Easy to pick them off there. Yeah. They just get jacked Hey, if there's animals. a market for it, you don't think there's guys out there trying to make money? I think they're getting eaten by animals. Hmm? People are, they're in deep woods, and they're falling yeah. down and breaking their leg and getting eaten by hmm. bears and shit. There's a for lot sure, of that. For sure, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And when you have someone that, like if you're in the business, that's a good spot. Get people camping. Psst, they'll never see it. They're never going to investigate. They're going to say a bear took them. Easy. Yeah, if bears. that's your business, that would be, if that was your business, go, mm -hmm. what's the easiest way? Right, but bears go campsites. get people. I know, it's but perfect. That guy that got, it's perfect. just got jacked the other day, woke up in his tent to the sound of his skull cracking because a bear was biting down on his skull. Oh, oh! <laughs> how how the often kid that do got bears? Killed? How often do every bears year. kill people? Every year. Every year. Every in year. the United States. Yeah, every year someone's getting killed. How many? Five. A couple. Four. A couple. Two. Three. Not that many. You know, a kid got killed at Rutgers, and then the most recent one, a kid got killed. He was in a road race in Alaska. He was uh, racing, like some uh, track event, and he was lagging behind, and he saw a bear. And the bear was going after him. He's like, he called his mom up. He said, Mom, there's a bear following me. And the bear jacked him, dragged him into the woods. They had to kill the bear. The bear was like hoarding, like covering the body, like protecting it. Like oh, it they his. found the bear because the mom sent someone out. Yeah, they yeah, found the bear. They found the bear guarding the body. Like it was his. Like he was going to eat it. How much did he eat Ooh. at that point? Yeah, he ate some face, of it. He face some off of or it. something? I don't know. Whatever he could get. Tore mm. him apart, though. Mm. It's not a good way to go. No. How about that documentary with that crazy dude who Timothy lived with Treadwell? the bears? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best documentaries ever. Yeah. Grizzly Man. The way it was set up, too, because the first half of the documentary, you really liked that guy. You're like, yeah. this guy really cares about these bears. And all the sound bites they were using from the multiple interviews that they took were all stuff that were saying good things about him. And you're like, oh. And then it slowly it gets dark. He's just this crazy dude out there who's crazier who's, and crazier and yeah, crazier yeah. as time goes on. When I love when the pilot was it a pilot or the sheriff? What Grizzly it? man. Grizzly man. Is it a pilot or the sheriff goes, I thought he was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh though. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, you can't be hanging funny. out with bears. You can't be hanging out he with bears. He wasn't just hanging out with bears. He was hanging out with them deep into the late season where the only ones that were alive that weren't in hibernation were the starving ones. Like, he was in a danger zone. Yeah. Like, most of the time, those bears, like, if you're around bears that are eating salmon, you're not even in danger. They're just eating so much salmon. They don't want to try to chase you. They don't even think of you as food. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah, there's an area that we, uh, was it the Kenai Peninsula, that video that we showed, where that huge bear wanders up to that dude? It's not even trying to kill him. doesn't even care because there's like 30 bears on the stream and they're all just jacking salmon. They're eating so much salmon. But this bear lumbers up and it's like the size of a VW bus. It's so fucking big. And this dude's just sitting there and this bear just, uh, 
just walks over with these dead button eyes. They have those black dead eyes. Oh, they're so creepy. I mean, they're beautiful in a lot of ways, but look at this thing. Look at this thing. Right up next to his lawn chair. Look at this thing's eyes. That's just an eating machine. That's what that is. That's, That's like a, a pit bull times a thousand. Yeah, it's a thousand pound eating machine. And I they mean, look so lovable. Yeah, of course. They look like your friends in the movies that talk. Well, what do you guys want to do today? Yeah, teddy bears. Should we go fishing? A lot of fishing going on here. And so this guy's hanging out, and it just starts walking towards him. I mean, this thing is 10 feet from him. Have right? you ever eaten a bear? Yeah. You eat bear meat? Black bear. Yeah. What does it taste like? Like Chicken? a pig fucked a cow. Nice. So look at this. This thing's just chill. Look at his nails. Look at those fucking claws. Holy shit. The head on that thing. That is an enormous bear. How come this guy, this guy just freezing? Yeah. I mean, he was taking pictures. He's a photographer, and it shows it towards the end of the fil uh, video. Uh, this guy was taking pictures of that river, which is filled with bears. Filled with bears eating salmon. And this is just a full bear. He's full. So he says to the bear, hey, 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 hey. Look at the muscles What is hey, hey, hey supposed to, Is that like code? Like just noise. Just noise. Now look at that. Look at, the, look at all the bears. Damn. Back, back up real quick. I want to see that around the turns. Look at this. Too. Look at this. Look at this. Look when he turns. Look at all these fucking bears. Holy shit. There's so many bears. So They're apparently stuffed. this area, which is overwhelmed by bears, there's never been a death reported there. They don't kill people there because there's so many fucking salmon that they just gorge themselves on salmon and just chill out. But if they're hungry, they'll fuck you up. Like, they'll just figure you out. They're like, well, I think I can eat this dude. And then once they eat you, they're like, I can't believe I didn't eat him before. That was easy. Like, they, it's, like we have this stupid idea that there's <laughs> that a contract. <laughs> <laughs> we have this stupid idea like there's some contract between us and bears. Yeah. You know, that they're not going to fuck us up. Well, they like us. We're cool. Most times bears are scared of people. Is there oh, any video of a, a bear and a lion fighting? I'm sure, right? Probably like China or something. If you had to put money on a full-grown bear, mm. a grizzly bear or a lion, what do you think? I'm going with the lion all day. Yeah, I'm going with the cat. They Big both cat. got tremendous claws. Yeah, I'm going with the cat. He's more athletic. Yeah. He, move, he moves better. Cats just fuck everything up. They fuck everything up. They fuck up crocodiles. you seen leopards jack crocodiles. Yeah. That's jaguars, crazy. jaguars, yeah. grab, grab, jack crocodiles. I bet leopards do too. Yeah, they just, cats are just too fast. They're too mean. They're the meanest of all the animals. And they're one of the rare animals that only eats meat. Like, they only kill things. Like, what about, bears eat berries and what shit. What about a polar bear versus a great white shark? I gotta go with the shark. I think the bear will fuck up the great white. I don't think he's gonna be able to fuck them up in the water. They swim. And they, yeah, they don't under, swim that good. They swim all right. Not that good. Oh, this is a, a mountain lion. What? A mountain lion. They're really fighting? Bear. Yeah. Holy shit. Like the mountain lion's biting the bear in the head, and the bear's like, whatever, bitch. Barely Whoa, care that you bit this me. this is amazing. I barely and care. And that's it? Oh, so it's a female, it's a male bear and a female mountain lion that's guarding her cubs. So what she if it's bit fake? the bear in the face. What if it's like, let's make a killer video, and they just take this captured mountain lion and bear, and they just oh, that's let them go at it. I think that's real. She's just trying to keep that How bear from eating her kids. Because if you just have cameras set up where uh, you know mountain lion activity is, do you stay away, use a zoom lens? There's a bunch of different ways. I mean, they've gotten a bunch of different really incredible encounters between animals 
just by filming hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. You stay in the field for months at a time. You see things. Like, look at this lion and the bear. Those are some good camera angles. Look at this. But that's a black bear. See, someone set this up. That's a black bear and a lion. That's crazy. That's not a big bear. That's a small bear and a big lion. How would a black and bear and a lion? Together. Yeah, how would, how would they be in the same spot? Somebody put them together. No, no other way. Black uh, yeah. lions are only in Africa, yeah. right? The and bears are only in North America. This one, at least. Actually, probably they, they probably got some of those in Asia that look similar. That looks like a zoo right there. It is a zoo. What the fuck is that animal? That's oh, no, they're two lion, lions. They're two Those lions. are two lions. Oh, he's about to get some. Oh, he's taking a shit. There's a bear in there, too? Yeah. Oh, the bear gets let in later? Oh, shit. There's a bear right there. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah, what's going on here? This is like some like a snuff film. <sighs> well, they do shit like that in like other Russia countries. Yeah. I've seen videos where they have betting matches. Look at this. This bear and this lion is like, oh, bitch, that's shit. my food. That's yeah. a big ass black bear too. Make him fight over the food. That's a huge. What's that black lion bear? doing over there, just facing the? Eating something. They're eating something. This is way weird. Uh, I don't understand. It's um. I think they're just what about, making bets. What about a uh, full-grown chimp versus a tiger? Tiger all day. Really? Yeah, I go with the cat. You always, hmm. I always go with a cat, especially if the cat's bigger. Like a full-grown cat could be like 900 pounds plus. Tigers can swim, right? Yeah. Do they go underwater? They can swim underwater, yeah. They Tiger can... versus great white. <laughs> great white. You think in so? In the water. Yeah, you don't always go water. for cats then. Yeah, you don't it, always go for cats. But the great white's so much bigger. It's still a cat. <laughs> 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 There's a picture of a... Uh, I, think a I think a tiger I would surprise you. I think a tiger would take a fucking... If they're taking out crocodiles, mm. great white, they're not smart. That's true. They try to eat cages and shit. I don't think they'd be able to do anything with it, though. I don't think he, it's too much. It's like, you know, a real great white's like a thousand pounds. Like, what the fuck's a tiger going to do? Going to swim with it in its mouth? They figured out that you could swim with all sharks now. The sharks are like, if, if you hit them at the right time or whatever, you could swim with fucking sharks, right. except for great whites. But there is one lady who swims with great white sharks. What is this? You see this That's footage a killer this whale. weekend? 15 foot, what is it? It's a 14 to 15 foot great white, like in three foot of water off the coast Whoa. of Mexico in this bay. It got it got hit right here with a propeller, but they found out it was feeding off stingrays. It wasn't like beached or anything. Oh, really? This so, guy gets fucking super shit. close to it, dude. It's Holy wild. fuck. Where's this? Mexico? So that's that's yeah. why it was what there. Part? It wasn't there because it was stuck. Yeah, it was the, there because it was fe the, feeding off stingrays. Yeah, if you watch the whole video, the guy, they're wondering if it's like caught in a net or, or what's going on with it. He gets real close here. You can see this, this injury on its back. It got hit by a propeller. Whoa. I'm not going to show this online. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it's right. the Pearson Brothers Winery Films 15. Why can't you show it online? Great so White we'll Shark. Get yanked. Oh, really? Too many views on it right now. It's, uh, yeah, whenever you try to put someone else's YouTube video on your YouTube video, you get yanked. Look at the, the scars on his back. So he, all got, he got fucked up by a propeller? That's what happened yeah, there? I'll show you that. It also starts moving around, too. Like the guy got a little fucking hairy. Wow. It's pretty dark. Wow, look at the size of that thing. I didn't know they were so dark. Well, it's probably just shitty lighting. Or shitty... Uh, That's scary as fuck. That looks like a submarine. Size of that thing. Just an eating machine. There's been a bunch of videos that are really 
crazy to watch where they take a drone and they fly it over Malibu and you see these people surfing and just a few hundred yards outside of the people sh- surfing you see a great white swimming in Australia, through the water right? no where Malibu oh shit Malibu really? yeah 100%. is it on, is it on <gasps> YouTube that guy's in the water right yeah. next to that at thing at the end here he got looking at it he got hit by a stingray twice in his foot one was like a six inch gash he said oh Jesus so there yeah. must be like a school of stingray St- stingray jacked his foot yeah oh fuck man what are you doing you retarded? Get out of there, kid. Step it on stingrays, you fuck. Like, you accidentally step on them, right? Don't they, like, bury themselves in the sand? Hey, is there I mean, video of, of that drone filming in, yeah. in Malibu? Yeah. Pull uh, pull up uh, Great White spotted off of uh, Southern California coast. Look at that. <laughs> Look now, at that. this is Malibu? Uh, yes. Pismo Beach, it says. Okay. Oh, That's pretty sorry. close. It's a couple hours up the coast. There's a gang of them. And are they great I whites? There's one from Can they Malibu tell what kind too. of sharks they are? Yeah, they think it's a great white. When they get real big. There's a there's a quite a few videos that they're they're catching now oh, with drones. Shit. One of them they had people real recently. They um evacuated the uh beach. Look at this. Look at that. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh That's shit. So it's up. in the wave. It's right there. It's right there with everybody. You know what? They should have those patrolling the beach. Look at the other one right next oh, to it. Oh, damn. He has no idea. Isn't that crazy? It's right there. Oh, fuck. He's just waiting that for a wave, and that fuck. shark is right underneath him. That. Are you kidding me? Fuck all that. He has no idea. He has no idea. And what is that thing? And then he is gets on this wave, yards? and then he's gone. He's gone. I bet, them, I bet yeah. you sharks all the time, they were like about to go on some surfer. <laughs> And then they take a fucking wave and he saves his ass. Dude, they probably are near death uh, often. Those guys are so gangster. Guys like Kelly Slater. Yeah, fuck that. Shane Dorian. Jaws fucked it up for me, man. I know that's brainwashed and all that, but it worked. Um, That wasn't brainwashed. That's a movie. Yeah, Do you know what Jaws me. was about? You know when it was uh, the, what the inspiration was? Well, some real shark that was real shark attack in freshwater. It's real crazy. There's a there's a shark called a bull shark uh-huh. that swims from the ocean up rivers into freshwater and can get as far north as Illinois. What? And they're the most aggressive sharks. They and they killed a bunch of people in a river in New Jersey. Uh. Yeah, I think it was like the early 1900s. I want to say like the 1930s or some shit. They killed a bunch of people in a freshwater river in New Jersey. So these people would be swimming. Hey, let's go swimming. All right, everybody. And they didn't know shit back then. And then you just see just, just get torn apart by sharks. I think it happened. Uh, where's that one? Indiana side of the Ohio River. The Indiana side of the Ohio River. And they catch a fucking bull shark. Do you know how crazy that is? That thing got all the way up the river in fresh water. They're the only shark that we know that can do that. And weird, weirdly, it's one of the most aggressive sharks. I don't think we know of any other sharks that go up fresh water like that, right? Isn't that the only one? I think that's the only one. Could travel up rivers. They have been known to travel as far up as Indiana in the Ohio River, although there have been recorded attacks. They're probably responsible for the majority of near-shore shark attacks, including many attacks attributed to other sharks. Um, see if you could find the inspiration for the movie Jaws um, shark attacks in New Jersey. Because it was all in fresh water. That's what's fucked up about it. It wasn't even like the movie Jaws where it was actually in the ocean. Like, these people had no idea. They had no idea. 
1916. Imagine all that. People were like babies back then. They didn't know shit. They just landed on the coast of America. 1916. How long have we been here? You know, 1776 to 1916. These people just got there. No airplanes. They're there 100 years. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you think 1916 in 2017, when you sit back and think about it, 1916 was essentially 100 years ago, 101 years ago. And just a hundred years before that, you got eighteen sixteen. A hundred years before that, you got seventeen sixteen. So it's like the beginning of the country. Just a hunt, couple of hundred years into the beginning of the country, and that was just a hundred years ago. Great white shark attacked five people near the Jersey Shore. Huh? This is a different story. Unless they called it a great white shark and it was a bull shark, is that? Hmm. I think that's different. I think that's a different story. There was a, a bunch of attacks on a river in New Jersey in the early 1900s. I don't think that's the one. I think that's a different one. There's obviously been a bunch of attacks. Spring Lake and Mot into Matawan Creek. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Rogue Great White. But uh, but the one that's a rogue Great White, huh? That's different. I thought it was a bull shark. That's just what this says. Hmm. Well, what's when's this story from? The story is 1916, 2012. Huh. Well, if it's in the Smithsonian, you got to think that's probably right. I could have swore it was bull sharks, though, and it killed more than one person. Either way, fuck sharks, right? Yeah, I don't fuck with the ocean. Do you go fishing? No. You're not into it? No, I'll probably get into it for my son. I'll probably get into it. He likes it, but I ain't trying to go way out in the ocean. I have no desire to go. I like watching it on DVDs and shit. The deep and you know that the deepest part of the ocean, like I forget what it's called. James like, Cameron, where he goes down that submarine. There's like a there's like a Mariana trench. trench. Yes, yeah. I like shit like that. There's a lot of mysterious shit that goes on there. Do you know where the best place to go shark fishing in the world is? South Africa, right off Catalina. Really, dude, it's one of the best spots in the world. They catch these giant mako sharks, and they taste good. You can eat them. Gross. People get mad at you though. That's a new thing. People What's get mad thing? at you if you eat sharks. If you kill sharks. People get mad. Yeah, they shouldn't be mad at that. But they, they don't get mad if you kill, like, a tuna. Tuna's okay, but sharks are bad because people have been brainwashed into thinking that people eat shark fin soup and mm -hmm. they waste the shark. So then people start thinking of shark fishing, like they think of trophy hunting, like they think of, like, killing lions or something like that. You're just killing it for no reason. You're not eating it. Like they don't realize, killing like, dolphins shark. for food? You like Nobody that? Nobody does that. The Japanese do. No, they just kill them. They kill them because they're getting in the way of their tuna production. And they eat them, too. Do they, they eat have, them, too? Yep. Really? They eat them. They make dolphin burgers. Really? Yep. Ooh. Seems wrong. They trap them in a cove and just yeah, fucking thought, harpoon them, man. I thought when they were doing that, they were just killing them because they were getting in the way of their tuna. They don't waste shit. They're not going to just waste that. Really? They eat, they eat them? that shit. Have you watched? I've seen a documentary. It could be bullshit, but... <sighs> Seem legit, but isn't it feel weird? It feels weird, right? Like eating a eating a dolphin seems fucked up. Didn't the Japanese like they were totally into killing whales all the time? But don't they still do whaling? That? Yeah, yeah, they still yeah. fuck whales up. That's pretty fucked up, right? Definitely, they use it for all kinds of stuff, right? They would eat the whale blubber. You know, one of the things they do now they um, they sh they kill whales under the false pretense of uh, they're trying to uh, do scientific research. Yeah. They're allowed to do some scientific research on whales, so they kill a few whales, and then they take those whales that they kill and they sell whatever parts 
Which Smart. Is That's gangster. If I, if I was in the Illuminati, I'd be like, I'd green light that shit. That's a good one. I don't think it's the Illuminati. I think it's a Japanese fishing market that's always been doing that. They've been selling and buying and killing whales forever. And so then when these new environmental standards got raised, yeah. they said, oh, yeah, well, we have to do a little research. We've got to do a little research. Perfect, perfect. <clears throat> Those, uh, that company um, or that group, the Sea Shepherds, do you know who they are? They're the ones who bust people who are whaling uh, in illegal whaling. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. you got to think, if you find some whaling boat in the middle of the fucking ocean, think how big the goddamn ocean is. Mm-hmm. There's a boat out there somewhere in the middle of it that's whaling. How are you going to find them? What are you going to do? They go out there and ram these boats and... But they shoot like air guns or something like that at them, or like water water guns. They do a bunch of shit to try to disrupt it, yeah. and then they try to isn't expose there, it. Isn't there a TV show about it? I think so. Whale warriors or something like that. Yeah, they should be fucking whales and dolphins. That's I draw the line. Right? Yeah, they're too smart. Cows right? okay. Cows, cows okay. Are, Chickens cows okay. Cows are dumb. Hey, chicken, not that dumb. Have you seen those videos? Of the cows that they had, get loose, yeah, yeah, they get they, they were in a slaughterhouse. Seem like, they, they seem like go. they're smarter than than we think. Mm. What about octopus? How smart they are! Happy. And you yeah. go to some restaurants and you can eat a uh, live octopus. You just boil them. Oh, That's fucked up. Italian restaurant. They had it on the menu last night. Grilled Dude. octopus. I've had it. before. We've talked about it on the podcast. They're Delicious. smart as fuck. They are smart as fuck. But you know what? Look at that. They're smart. It's gonna go through a whole watch. It's gonna a tiny. Yeah. Little tiny asshole, right? Yeah. Where's the hole? Right there. The That's hole in the sliver. wall? Yeah. I got obsessed with octopus videos for a while. I want more. I want, I want, they got to pour, fuck NASA and $18 billion, put some more money into octopuses. Octopus, dolphins, monkeys. Where's that thing going? Just out the boat. Whoa. It's just going through that hole in the wall? Yep. Right out the side of the boat. Wow. Look at that shit. That's an alien life form. I mean, it might as well be for another planet. Yeah. Have you found that on another planet? You'd be so excited. Did you see the one the guy released it into the water and it like came up and it said it came up to thank him. Look at that but shit. It's hard to tell if that's Look what at it, it did. P- piling out of that crack to slowly that head compressing that. itself. The head, the, the brains, head. everything. Yeah. The only what thing that it has to worry f- about is the beak. I don't think they have like a classic brain like like we think of. Look at that. That's nuts. Through it's a little still, tiny hole. And right at the end of it, you scoop it up with a net. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> he tried too hard, but I saw it coming, bitch. It's crazy. You eat octopus? Yeah. Damn. Mm. I think they'd eat us too. I don't think they're Some nice. Some octopus attack. Yeah. I don't think they're nice. Up north, like I think in Canada. They're, they're worried that we're assholes and they're probably right, but I don't think there's a lot of morals going on in the octopus community. Do you ever see that one video of um, octopuses that were taking out sharks in an aquarium? They had this big ass aquarium and yeah. they kept missing sharks. They're like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, someone's killing our sharks. And then they put a video, they set it up. And they Videos found out- always, octopus always get busted with hidden cameras, right? <laughs> yeah. hidden ca- there's so many hidden camera videos of like pet octopuses getting out of their aquarium. Oh, yeah. And the- going into another aquarium and jacking the fish and then climbing back in. Look at this. Swat. Do they attack each other? Do um, octopus attack each other? That's a very good question. Octopus wars. I'm sure they have them, right? Look how he fucks this shark doesn't have a chance. It's a tiny shark. It is a tiny it's like shark. It's like a baby. It's like a toddler. It still doesn't have a chance. Do you know that they feel like they're pretty sure that they found fossil evidence of enormous suction cups, which would indicate that at one point in time there was a thing like a kraken, like an enormous hundred foot long octopus. I believe that. They probably yeah. they probably still exist. Probably, right? We don't know shit about the ocean. Well, you've seen those giant squids, right? You ever seen those? Yeah. 
You ever seen that one they found when they had one of those offshore uh, offshore oil uh, things? What are those things? Do they called? have it on YouTube? Giant yeah. squid? What's that offshore oil rig alien squid? Or the biggest squid found, found the biggest one. squid. They found this fucking squid, that one. They didn't even know this thing existed until they had a camera set up and look at that fucking thing. It's got like crab legs. They found this enormous giant squid in the ocean. They didn't even know it existed until they got this video. Look how big that shit is. It's huge. It's like it has like a yeah, curtain like arms. arms. Like go back Whoa. to that image, Jamie, and, and and freeze on it. Like it's hard to tell. We need something like a boat next to it, or, or it's hard to tell how big it is. Well, they've caught them. They've caught giant squid now. The giant squid used to be like a rumor. They used to find dead ones occasionally, but now they've found them and it's, caught them. Yeah, it's huge, they, man. What a, it what looks like an fuck? alien. Like that thing looks like an alien. Like look at his like crab-like legs where it bends. I wonder how smart they are. They should do some experiments on giant squids. Maybe they're just stupid. Octopus are smart and they're just good for sushi. They make a hell of a sushi. I'll tell you that. I like what? squid sushi. Ugh. I like it. You don't like sushi, huh? I don't like seafood at all. You I like canned tuna. Taste, I like canned tuna. What about and sardines? No fucking way. That's the worst shit ever. Oysters? I Hell no, but I do like I do like black cod, or hmm. is it black cod? Yes, from the east. It's like from. Oh, like you're a, racist. I see what's yes, up. I don't like white cod. It's black <laughs> cod. They serve it. At, it tastes like candy. I like that. Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about like miso cod. Yeah, I don't know what's miso. I think it's called black cod. Yeah, black cod with like a miso dressing. It's so yeah, good. yeah. Sweet. A lot of Asian restaurants. Yeah, I love yeah, that. That's Anything nice. that tastes fishy, like salmon, I don't like that yeah. shit. Trout, uh, uh-uh. uh. Really? Not into. Uh, I don't know. Man, I'm not into a it. Very different taste. I wish. Bravo. I wish I was into it. God damn it. You don't sushi eat sushi. Like, sounds so. You don't like, eat so much like, fun. Like let's go to sushi and what do about shots? organ meat? Organ meat. No. You ever eat liver? No. So good for you. No. I want shit that doesn't remind me that it's it used to be an animal. You I have mean, no like, desire to like, like that's like, why I like McDonald's because I know that shit ain't meat. What? <laughs> Eventually, but if, but if you were on a farm, if you were on a farm and the only way to eat was you had to shoot a cow and butcher it and grind it up, how would you handle that? Would you do it? I'd get used to it. You get used to it. Yeah, okay. I'm sure I would. If I had to eat, if I was starving, not my would family, you, I'd would kill you go a cow. vegan or would you just kill the cows? What was the choice again? Go vegan. No, You're on but a farm. What was, I'm on a you farm. You got to get all your food from the farm. I got to get them. Okay. Yeah. Like say if like we're in some like a uh, day of the dead fucking. I'd have chickens. Night of living dead. Chickens. Walking dead zombie scenario. Chickens. Kill chickens. Chickens. No problem. No problem. Right. No problem. Um, you wouldn't kill cows. I think God put chickens on the planet for us. I think animals eat other a- animals, right? It's true. That's what we do. Every do you think animal God eats is other out animals. There deciding. Let's just leave these chickens out there for the people. Man, I, think, I can't believe they're on. eating dogs. And then like God would dogs, go, what the fuck? That's bullshit. What the fuck? It's, Chinese people. You have a yeah, festival? Yeah. We're just eating dogs? How about the Indians think uh, cows are sacred and we eat them? They must think we're fucking crazy. Well, certain parts of India, right? What is that? Is it just the Hindus that think that? I think most of India. What do you think that's from? Just culture. Mushrooms. Maybe. For sure. Oh, that's right. For sure. Yes. Psilocybin yes. grows out of cow shit. Only it only grows out of cow shit. Predominantly. Really? Yeah. Damn. You could find it in fields. You need to get a couple cows. Know, <laughs> you got right? chickens and shit. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding? You make your own mushrooms. You can get your own mushrooms. So mushrooms. But not make hard your to get. own. That's right. All you food's easy kits. to get. You can buy kits. You, you know, make them it, in your closet. You know that conspiracy theory that that McDonald's doesn't actually use real meat. 
You know, mm, yeah. some people caught it, but some people believe it, and it's it's easy to believe. Eventually, it's going to come out that they're not. They're using some other kind of shit, fillers or whatever. That it's not. Don't real they meat. already admit they use some sort of filler? Yeah, but okay, they, what's they're in, not. They're not guess. admitting that they're not using meat. McRib, that McDonald's has never said we don't use meat. Hold on, what? In the McRib. What do they say? That, that same uh, compound that they say is using yoga mats or something. That fake rubber compound. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But like a, but they're not. McDonald's is not out there saying, "Hey, we don't use real meat." They're saying 100 percent beef. Dude, I just got in sick. their commercials. Yeah, but they don't say that for about the. Uh, they say 100%. But here's a conspiracy theory is that 100%, 100% beef is actually just a name. It's a trademark. Oh, and that's, that's a right. company. I don't know if that's real. I read that somewhere. So when they say 100% beef, that's just the, the name of the company that makes that. the beef. I read that that was. That's, a, that's the ultimate mind fuck right there, right? right? Yeah. But you know what they do? What? All they need to do is little by little say, yes, we don't use. We don't use. First, they have a, 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 a fake meat. Vegan burger. Yes, fake meat. It's and healthy. then slowly tell people inch by inch that, oh, yeah, we don't use real meat. Real meat's bad for you. It causes cancer. Why would we're, we're helping you. We're trying to save you. You don't want to eat meat. I feel like that was shut down. I think 100% real beef was, like, shut down. Like, they, they were trying to make a product called 100% real beef. What a sneaky fucking loophole. What kind of are a you, monster? Are you shocked? Yeah, no, I'm not. But what kind of a monster would do that? <laughs> create a fake meat and call it 100% real beef. And that was the name of the meat. Like, you, you know, what's your dog's name? Oh, my dog's name is 100% real beef. Like, you're just naming it, right? Yeah. You're just making a name. Yeah. That's so fucking sneaky. Is that true? I don't know. It could be a, it could be a myth. Is that true, Jamie? What's that? Oh, listen. All right, I was reading this thing about the Subway, Newsweek, McDonald's, oh. Matt. Is, did it, McDonald's try to copyright the term 100% real beef and use it on on patties that weren't all beef? I think they did. I feel like someone did that. I don't know if it was McDonald's, but I feel like you're right. I feel like I, I wouldn't remember. be surprised if it's true, but it could be a hoax. I remember it. You know, it's hard to tell what's real these days. Yeah. We could look on Snopes, but nobody trusts them anymore. Yeah, Snopes said it was false, but I won't. <gasps> Yeah, oh, what does Snopes say? You can't trust. You can't what do they say Snopes. about oh. what's what's caused the rumor? Well, Snopes is falling what, what apart They're saying right now. what's false. They're saying don't what's do false. that. Don't do it. Oh, don't do it. You can wait. You're hungry. Are you training again? How's your back? My knees fucked up. It popped out again Saturday. Again? Oh the, no! I did a seminar in Oceanside, Tenth Planet Oceanside, side, and it fucking popped out again, dude. I was on the floor, and then oh. this time I was like, ah. I can't squat down for a long time because I was squatting mm. down giving Kyle Bame a brown belt out there. He's, he's a badass grappler. I was just giving him some rubber guard advice while I was squatting on the balls of my feet. You know, when you're on the balls of your feet. And it blew out there. And I, when, when I stood up, that's how it blew out originally. And when I stood up, the thing popped out. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I'm in, I was in serious pain. And then I straightened mm. up my leg. And it popped back in, man. So I'm, mm. I'm, I'm going to need surgery. Because the doctor said... For six weeks, because that happened six weeks ago, and the doctor said, make sure you don't do anything stupid on it for the next six weeks, because uh, if it pops out again, my ACL was hanging on by a thread. It's probably all gone now. Wow. It's probably all gone. My knee's fucked up, so I'm going to need surgery. I'm just going to do it, but meanwhile, I'm just going to lift hard. I'm just going to make sure while my knee's recovering, my upper body is strong as hell. But so did when you I come talk back, to Dr. McGee? Dr. Roddy McGee? Yeah, I talked to him. Well, he they have he... a new way of attaching the ACL where they don't have to give you a cadaver graft anymore. When did you talk to him? Uh, before 
um, it popped out again. So I need to talk to him again. Well, this is what they're doing now. They're rec- they're changing the recovery times drastically because the old way that what they do is they take a cadaver graft, right? Mm-hmm. So they take a piece out of a dead guy, or they take your hamstring, or patella. The, patella. I had the patella done, and I had the cadaver done. What's better, you think? The cadaver. But the cadaver, they can get infected, and then it gets real. I've bad. never heard of that happen. Yeah, that's that's a problem. I've n- I haven't had it happen to me. Mine was. Mine went super smooth. I okay. did all my rehab. I did a good job of the rehab. I, I was and on it every day. the is good? It's great. It's great. Really? My cadaverny doesn't bother me even a little. You had ACL? Both done. ones. Both? Both. Holy shit. Yeah. And you see what I could do with what, my legs? What year Think about did you that. do that? What year? 94 with the patella tendon graft, 2003 with the uh, ACL. Ca- with the cadaver? That was when I got jacked. That was when I got my biggest. Wait a minute. All I so, did was lift. So, the first one was done with a patella graft, yes. not a hamstring. No. And then the second one in 2003 was done cadaver. with a cadaver. And you, yeah. And both knees are good? Oh, yeah. They don't pop out? No. Did it pop out? Is that how it ripped before it slid out? It Well, the first one fell, um, I, I tore it kicking the bag. I was mm. tired, and I was doing rounds on the bag, and I threw a kick, and my leg was planted, and it didn't. my foot didn't pivot. I was just doing rounds. I was real tired. I was trying to push so myself real hard. So it's your pivot leg hard. that went out. Exactly, and I was 21, and I think I had hurt it before then. I just didn't realize how bad I had hurt it, and then I heard it again. It popped. Like, I felt it explode in the gym, mm. and then I went to the, the hospital, and they checked it out, and the whole deal, and... And uh, I eventually got it fixed. And then the other one, no, you know what? I heard it a couple different ways. But anyway, point is, it, it blew out. Um, my second one that I got done, it was in jiu-jitsu class. I was in half guard. I was on, on top? top, and someone had to lock down sideways. So instead of straightening me out normal, like, you know, where your leg bends and extends, it hyperextends, it went this way, like against the side of the knee. Mm-hmm. And it just was a weird angle, and he straightened his leg out, and it just pop up. You could hear it snap like a carrot. Snap! And mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was broken. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just really painful. And then um, the next day, I was actually walking around okay. And I didn't think anything was wrong. I thought it was just really sore. And then I was moving some stuff around in my office, and it just went doink. It just fell out of the socket, slipped out. Gave out. Yeah. Just gave out. And I knew that feeling before because of my other knee. And then did you have to straighten it out and pop it back in? No, it did. That wasn't a problem because it wasn't, there was no meniscus tear on the right one. The left one had meniscus tear as well. Remember one time I blew that out in class and I was, my leg locked. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? And you had to drive my car? (laughs) How can I forget that? He drove me to the doctor's house. How can I forget driving your, your NSX? Uh, stick shift and I was grinding the gears <laughs> your knee was tore apart you're, we're like you're fucking pissed driving you know because your knee and I'm fucking up your car and you're like what the fuck are you doing you don't you know how to fucking drive a stick I'm like dude I haven't drove, driven a stick in forever it's easy fuck sticks sticks are the easiest it's all about automatics baby it's you 2017 and people still got sticks what the fuck is going I on I all my cars and come stick. on man I love sticks how are you supposed to text I don't and I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I FaceTime that's, that's everywhere. Not a, that's not a good joke. Yo, yo, yo. People get in wrecks. Texting, they do. So. Yeah. 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 How many people have been in wrecks while they're FaceTiming? I saw some dude FaceTiming on the highway. I've seen a couple people do it. FaceTiming while they're driving. Yeah, Holy I'm on my shit. way. Gonna give you that sweet dick. I'm yeah. on my way. Yeah. That's incredible. I love driving stick shifts, though. I prefer it. I don't like it. Maybe you'd like it if you drove a sports why don't car. You, why don't you get one of those engines that you crank, like a 1910? <laughs> would you like that? Yeah, dude, I, I feel like I've controlled the anymore. engine. Hey, if they made them, you would get them. Maybe. What if you had to start your car by cranking it? Boom. Boom. Yeah, what a- yeah, but you don't feel like there's some fun in shifting the gears. like. You know, what, you know what it was? You know what it was? Is when my first car was a, 
1977 Pinto station wagon and I got it for $550 and it was a stick shift. I always wanted, uh, the cheaper cars were always stick shift. I could only afford right. the stick shift. The more expensive cars had the automatic. And I guess it was just, I was brainwashed and thinking, fuck, one of these days I'm gonna be able to drive an automatic, fuck this manual bullshit. Mm. And I think it was just a mind fuck. So once I was a, once I got my first automatic car, I'm like, fuck stick shift. You could just. I had a bunch of automatics and then I got a stick shift. I had a bunch of like muscle cars and then I got an Audi Fox. It's a tiny little uh, Audi car. It was a little front wheel drive car and it was a stick shift. It was like a zippy little car. Like me, I loved it. I was like, ooh, I loved like shifting the gears. But it wasn't until I got my first NSX. I had two NSXs. I had the NSX in 95 or six, maybe 97, 97. And then I had another one that I got in like 2004. It was a badass car. I love those things. <laughs> They're so different now. Now the new NSX is like this big technological spaceship thing. I like it. It's dope. You it's dope. one? I don't think so. But it's a different thing. I like I like the little cars that you can you're, you're in control of. Like I like uh, I don't like the like big electronic car. That's why I like the Porsche because that thing's light. It's light and you control everything. You feel it. You feel the road. Like like if you're in a sports car, for me, like a fast car, you want to feel everything. Mm-hmm. Makes it exciting. You don't like any of that okay. shit. I don't know. Maybe you don't I'll... even like liver. What was that? You don't even like liver. Like you, and I, you and I are very different. Yeah. Oh no no I didn't like These liver. Sliced hearts. There it is. There's the NSX. Look at that. That looks thing. incredible. Spaceship. Dude. It's already out. Oh yeah. Not only is it out, they they just released an NSX GT3. So if you want to race, if you want to be a race car driver, they'll sell you one of those, and it costs a half a million bucks. Holy shit! It's a beast of a car, man. And the thing is, it's a Honda. I mean, you call it an Acura, but it's a Honda, which means it's just not going to break. You could drive that thing forever. Those things will have unbelievable reliability as opposed to, like, say, a car that my ancestors made. You know, you get something Italian, good luck. But is it really Japanese if they're making it in Mexico? Are they making that in Mexico? Don't they make Hondas in Mexico? And Toyotas? Do they? That's what, I, that's what I thought. I know they make some of them in America. They make Nissans in that's America. That's even worse. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, right? Is it considered... Now, we're talking about breaking down, all right? Oh, yeah. America, yeah. There's a, awesome American cars, but... Yeah, but they just use standards developed by the Japanese. And once they have standards developed by the Japanese, like, what does it say? They're making them in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, that's right. The NSX is being made in Ohio. That's right. I forgot about that. Is that good or bad? That's real good. From That's Americans good? in Ohio who no. want a good job making but as far an NSX. As, the, as far as uh, reliability, yeah, you know what? Everything's automated now. See, that's the thing. It's not like you're you're dealing with skilled craftsmen. You're dealing with programmers and shit. There like, aren't people they, like they on the like assembly a, line. I'm sure, there's some. There's some. That was the thing about the um, Corvette factory in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Like those people, they put together those Corvettes by themselves. Like there's a lot that's going on that's uh, animated. Auto- automated rather, but there's a lot that's going on by hand. Look at this shit. This is crazy. They're making cars? So what is this guy doing right here with this thing? Oh, this is the factory. I don't know. I just kind of skipped ahead. Yeah, what's happening here? It's hard to tell what it is. They're flipping the thing upside down. Oh, they're working on the chassis. This is the bottom of the car. These things Whoa. are just 
what they are now. Like that's what the car looks like on the inside before they put the seats in, the drivetrain, all that stuff. But what these things are now, look how it's all done by these robots. Is someone controlling it real time or is it on a program? That's a good question. I would bet it's probably on a program. There's probably someone controlling it, but they're probably just pressing start. They probably lock it into place. And this thing, I mean, the way it's stacking everything, Holy that's amazing. Shit. Well, the things that they're doing now, though, I mean, these cars are so precise. They're so different than anything that existed like 20, 30 years ago. Like this car, it might not be like the most, uh, the fastest, best engineered car in the world, but it's one of them. And it's just that the horsepower wars are so out of control right now that a car like this is almost kind of overlooked because there's so many insane high performance cars now. I mean, there's so many that are zero to 60 in three seconds. What they're doing now is just making these unbelievable spaceships that a regular person could buy if you have the money. You don't have to be a, a race car driver. You don't have to be like super qualified to handle this thing. You could just get a car that's 600 horsepower, four wheel drive, drives like a demon. I mean, you could just go out and buy it. The Tesla, that Model 3, it's like 35 grand, right? Crazy. Yeah, you're buying a fucking There's spaceship. There's a Model T? Model, Model 3. Oh. You're buying a fucking spaceship. Like, everything is automated. This guy's uh, using torque wrenches. Everything's all set to the exact amount you're supposed to crank things. Like, everything is, nothing's left to the imagination. You know how it's cool to make, like, uh, old classics, like a new version, like the Charger and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think yeah. they'll ever do Model T's, a new version? Ah, they, those things are so, like, ergonomically clumsy and so poorly designed in terms of, like, aerodynamics and shit. If you try to take a Model T on the highway, that shit would just fall over. Like once you got to like 80. They make it right though. But the wind resistance, you got to like 80. You're not trying to go fast, it's just like a, like a Harley. Oh, like a cruiser. Yeah. Right, yeah, maybe. I mean, they they go. They have those cruisers, that, those fifties type cars, right? Like dragster cruisers oh, yeah. type things. What do they call PT cruiser or something? Oh yeah, that thing. That thing's gross. I drove one of those once, they were so bad. It was like, 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 you guys just made a cool outside and threw the shittiest suspension you could. It was so bad. Like, every time I go around a corner, the ass end would, like, kick out. And it was, I, I took it on a dirt road. And I was like, I could fly off the side of this road and not be able to control this piece of shit. Right. Oh, those were pretty dope. That was the Pr Pr Plymouth Prowler. Is that, like, uh, based on, like, a 50s-style car? Sort of. That was created by Chip Foose. He's the guy that did the design element of my uh, 1970 Barracuda. He's a, a wizard car yeah. designer guy. He invented a bunch of different cool cars. They had that thing, the Plymouth Prowler, and there was another one that was kind of like that, too, wasn't there? Was there another one of those fucking retro-looking things? <laughs> <laughs> Either you don't have kids if you have a car like that, or you're a shitty father. <laughs> <laughs> or you, that's your weekend car. Well, just gonna take my weekend car and boom, drive around the neighborhood, pretend yeah, I'm still or alive. Or, see, you're super rich and you can do that every now and then. You put it in your uh, side garage. That's the Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah. I think Foose was involved in that too. Guy's a goddamn car wizard. Yeah, that's a nice one. Is that a Falcon? No, like that's a T-Bird. That's a that's a Thunderbird, but it has a roof on it. Have they made newer versions of Falcons? Hmm, I don't think so. When was the last time I made a Falcon? In the 60s? Look at that thing above it. Was that, is that, that movie from that movie Christine, the one on the right? The second one on the right? 
The red one? Yeah, look at that. Yeah, what about cars look like that? that? They should make it. new. Oh, that's a Thunderbird. Look at that thing. God What about new damn. cars like that? Like those, uh, look like the limousine that uh, JFK was in right there. <laughs> right? Just a little shorter. Look, that's a Thunderbird. Look how badass that is. That's like, if you roll around on that in Hollywood, like if you're some sort of rock star type character and you got a goddamn. And it's what, red. You're yeah. like, look at me, motherfucker. Look at me. Look at me, bitch. Look at this shit. Look at my white walls. Look at that thing. I mean, that is a slick ride. Go back to that last one, Jamie. That is a slick looking car, man. What year is that? It's a fourth Thunderbird, right? It's second generation. Second generation. I don't know what that means. If I had to guess, I'd say that's like 1960 something, right? Crazy looking cars. Like they figured it out. They back then, man, they had just caught a design groove and figured out how to make these really exotic looking sexy shapes. 59. 59. Wow. Amazing. What a car. There's a lot of remixes possible here for Ford and Chevy. Yeah. I wonder. Why not? Should they do that or should they? They did that to Chargers and it was a, a huge grand hit. slam. Have you seen the new um, Ford they got now? The Ford GT? The no. new Ford GT? Mm -mm. Jesus Christ. Ford's came out with a car that's like like a super Ferrari looking car. Mm, let me see it. And I think it's like 300000 It looks plus. like a Look that? at that thing. Yep. That's a Ford? Come on, son. Holy shit. Holy shit. It, it's about goddamn time. Look they could have did that a long time ago. Look at that thing. They should have did that 20 years Jesus. ago. Jesus. That's see that's like whatever the NSX is four hundred fifty three thousand dollars. Holy shit! Holy you need to get shit. one of those, Joe. No, I definitely Come don't. Come on, man. Can't, it's not even a standard. It's, you got an automatic transmission. Oh, piece that's of shit. Right. The old ones they used to have a stick. The old Ford Look GT. Look at that! What the hell oh, is that's this? only three million bucks. Damn. I saw a gold-plated one driving down Sunset. Mm, why not? If I had one of those, I'd have Bugatti. a gold plate. And I would have, like, 3D videos of my dick <laughs> that, like, play all over the car. <laughs> it's like your your hard dick is like a hologram on LED screens that are all over the car. Like, do, 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 do. Imagine if a dude drove down the street and he had a, a Bugatti with, like, the outside of the car was a screen. What, did and they make only one? Dick. <laughs> How is no. it three million? It's got 1,500 horsepower. How many do they make? Four? Well, it's a status symbol. It's one of those things where people want to show everybody that they don't even give a fuck. They drive around a $3 million car. Rappers. Floyd Mayweather's got a gang of them. Ace, got like Ace, Hood, Ace Hood has a song called, I woke up in a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in a Bugatti. I woke up in a Bugatti. <laughs> I saw one drive uh, down by the comedy store once, and everybody looked. They're like, that's a million dollars. That's a million dollars. Used to be a million. Now they're three. Used to be that was a, th a first, the first million dollar car. I saw a million dollar car. Look at this. My Bugatti's for sale for four million. Is Floyd that Ace Mayweather. Hood? That's Floyd Mayweather. Oh man. damn. That's Money Mayweather. It's in the Dupont registry. He's, He's selling it for fucking four million. You want to be a baller? You want to drive around in Floyd Mayweather's Bugatti? I wonder if he does that often. He it's like good flips move. cars. Are you kidding? That's easy move. money. Buy it for two, sell it for four. Not only that, it's a good move, man. It's a smart move, right? Flip it? cars? Are you kidding? With social media, he's his, he's his own uh, corporation. Yeah. No, it's a smart move. What's that? He's pissed over low ball bids at his Bugatti auction. <gasps> Look at his face. <laughs> he's mad. One point five, one point nine million dollar bid because the number was still much lower than Floyd was hoping to get. I wonder what he paid for it. It didn't sell. Somebody offered one point nine million. He's like, not enough. Whoa! He reportedly paid three point five million. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. 
So he was reported he was expecting to make a profit, and someone tried to short him. By it's not open. the same one, though. This is a, the white one. The one we just saw was the black one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the so only people still, that can afford that are people that don't give a shit about that. Well, I think Floyd is just, his whole thing is about just being the you ultra I mean? baller. Guys, That's half his guys, business. Guys that are into memorabilia, they're usually broke. They don't have that much money. Come on. <laughs> Dude, That's not a memorabilia like, thing, Like a no. hundred people on the planet could, af- could afford to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, and, they're, a, and they're not impressed by having someone celebrity, you know what I mean? If they oh, got yeah, that they money. Are. Yeah, know. they are. It's more than a hundred. A billionaire, a billionaire is going to be going to be tripping that it's uh, Floyd Mayweather's car. Yeah, they it, would. It's obvious that it's flipping it. Like, nah, they're too smart for that shit. But if they wanted to get it and drive around, let everybody know. In 2013, it says they sold their 400th Veyron. Jesus. So 400 people have, have bought, bought Bugattis. Yeah. Not a big 400 market. over a million dollars. Jesus. That's a lot of money. $400 million in cars. Whew. I wonder what it costs to actually make. What do you think? 50 bucks. No, it probably costs like $20,000 to make. <laughs> okay, let's guess. I bet there's a right. website that shows. How much does it actually cost to build a Bugatti? I want to say $300,000. I'm going to say, because it's so expensive that the people making it will charge more. You mm. know what I mean? Because it's, so, mm. it's probably going to be $300,000. Ooh, you agree with me. What did you let's say? Let's see. I said $300,000. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, I ripped Perfect. Well, we'll see if we're right. We'll see if we're both right. I think that's a reasonable, reasonable thing to imply. Oh shit! They what? lose. They Volkswagen loses six point two five million on each one they sell. What? Volkswagen yeah. loses what? Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, they when lose, they sell what? They lose six million when they sell it for three million. That's so it, it costs says. nine million to make. I'm looking. They're lying. Now there's you would your, never know. Yeah, you would never bullshit. know. I'm, I'm I'm going over to Eddie Bravo's side on this one. Illuminati. This is Tower, this is Tower 7. You know what this they call me? Bullshit. They call me Illuminati. Illuminati? Yeah. <laughs> Slammy, this guy, a friend of mine, he goes, dude, your name should be Illuminati. <laughs> Do people get tired of talking conspiracy theories with you? Do they get tired? No, they always want to bring it up, and I usually don't want to talk about it. But it's a good thing to talk about. I usually don't want to It's a good way for a young guy to approach you. Hey, Eddie. I'm with you on Tower 7, bro. Yeah, I'm with you with the Flat Earth, bro. Hey, bro, I've been checking out <sighs> the uh, satellites. Up, they seem pretty fake to me, dude, bro. A guy, a guy came up to me with his um, like 12-year-old daughter, and they were all like, oh, no. they're all into Flat Earth. 12-year-old was into yeah. it? Yeah. I go, do you talk That's about Flat it. Earth at school? She goes, no, they all think I'm crazy. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> why wouldn't they just give her the benefit of the doubt? Yes. Look into it. Hey. Is it really that much money? Yeah, I mean, here's other cars. It says they're in a 17-year low with European cars. Well, there's lots of loss makers. Here's the biggest one Whoa. that says. <clears throat> Smart cars? Those are pieces of shit. This could loss be, this, per vehicle, $4,000? Yeah, it goes into the economy. They could be going into like a, the development costs and like all the money they had to spend testing everything. Well, so VW is all fucked all right now, right? VW is fucked because they got caught lying. About they got what? caught lying about uh, fuel emissions or, uh, yeah. <clears throat> about uh, the um, uh, fuel mileage of their their cars, and That's a uh, also about theory. emissions. No, apparently they just been lying about that shit for a long time. Like I bet the emissions all of lying diesels about shit. and stuff. Like who's yeah. telling the truth anywhere? Like when it, at that level, at the super crazy high level. Well, they're trying to sell cars too. They're like, how do we sell these cars? Well, people don't give a shit. They're no. like, just tell them whatever. Just they're lie to them. Studies say, you know, rep- science reports say, just whatever. Do you, do you have any desire to drive around in some baller car? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm not rich, though. I'm, uh, I have, like, one 
one five hundred millionth of the money you have. I don't. I'm. I'm. A, I'm driving a Tundra. It's a good car. <laughs> Toyota <though>. Tundra. <laughs> it's a good, good. Good fucking car. I like it. I Those like it. Toyota trucks. I got it from my baby. Shit. For my baby, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I had a Beamer before that. I'm like, I'm not gonna put a baby seat in a Beamer. I'm gonna buy Just a fucking small. tank. So yeah. I bought the biggest Tundra with the biggest cab, the biggest one I could find. Put that baby seat right in the middle. So. Yeah. He's, if anything happens, God forbid, he's gonna make it. You know what else they do? If you're if you're into this, they make side sliders on those cars. They they actually act as like side impact protection. They yeah. make what what do you call a rock slider? So they uh, they'll raise the car up a few inches and put these rock sliders on the side of these cars. They do it a lot with Land Cruisers, and they offer significant side impact protection. I need some of that. What cars have that? What cars are the cars best? Do. The 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 the, the, the the best when it comes to accidents. Accidents. I would say like a Dodge Ram. Volvo is like known for that, right? Are they still number <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, they're they're known for being like real safe in accidents. Yeah, Volvo. Yeah, yeah maybe. But for like someone hitting still, you, are they, are they still? Do they still make the strongest frames? Because basically that's what it comes down to. Who's making the strongest frame? Right. It's not just that. It's also like how the body responds to impact. How it how it crumples. How it uh, how it's engineered. Whoever is the impact. best, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get. That's my next car. I Whatever saw this car the accident the other day. What is that? Chevy Bolt one. The no way. Number rated. one? Yeah. Top rated? Number yeah. one? Yep. Whoa. What? As That's far like as what goes? That's like an electric car. As far as what Impact goes? in They're accidents? Pretty much crash test results, yeah. What? Wow. That's crazy. What about like <coughs> SUVs? What about them? I would say it would have to be like a Ram or a Chevy Silverado. It's got to be Volvo, though, because that's what they specialize in. That's their shit. Yeah, but they're not as big. Like, if you get... Like, is that number one for SUV? What about for like a, the number one truck? What's number one? Is that number one? What is it? What does it say? I'm going to get it. 10 safest uh, Audi. Audi? Goddamn pop-up ads. Looks like Audi right there, right? Yeah. What is that one? That's the Audi Q something, Q whatever the fuck it is, Q7. <clears throat> That's a pretty cool car. I've seen one of those before in real life. As far as side impacts? Yeah, I think they a lot of those cars have airbags and shit now, and they just their pillars are designed to absorb a certain amount of impact, and they give in with stuff too. I saw a car accident the other day though at an intersection, and it was a Dodge Ram truck and like some little peon Corolla. Ooh, they head and head on. Mm. The Corolla was destroyed. Man, when I see people driving around with their babies <laughs> in tiny little cars and the Sad. car seat's like right next like right next i want it in door. the middle yeah it's yeah. right Ooh. scary that's a scary one man one little fuck up you know what's amazing that's your baby think about how many cars there are on the road how rarely they slam into each other most of the time people keep it together most of the time most of the time it's like, like yeah the, it, it the, kind of it, the traffic kind of filters out bad drivers because bad drivers they're not going to last they're going <laughs> to wreck so we're usually we're left with People that mm -hmm. have seen wrecks and they're like, you know, once you've been in a wreck, fuck, yeah. you're super careful, you know? My mom was in a terrible wreck, lost all her front teeth, terrible wreck. And she, since then, this has been maybe 35 years, she doesn't drive out on the freeway. She's like scared to death of the freeway. It was a horrible freeway Ooh. accident and uh, she won't ever drive on the freeway. Ever. I've seen some bad ones. I've seen yeah. some bad ones coming home. <clears throat> Late night from the comedy store, cars flipped over, smashed, fucked up. You know, people are dead. Yeah. It's like, oof. It happens. Like, you can get a phone drunks call at too. any time. Fucking drunks. At any time. Look what happened to Matt Hughes, man. Yeah. That could happen to anybody. Well, he got hit by time. a train. He got hit by a train. He was trying to cross a train track. 
I don't know what the whole story was, but he got hit by a fucking train. How's he doing right now? He's out of the coma, apparently. That's good. Yeah, he's responsive. Holy he's, shit. I mean, if anybody's going to survive something like that, it's that fucking tank. Damn. You know? Guy's a tank. I mean, most most people probably would have been dead. Man. It's pretty amazing. He was in yeah. a coma for quite a while. Man, what's worse? I mean, getting attacked by a great white shark and getting eaten or... Well, you know, it depends. What if he wreck. comes back from the car wreck and he's like that dude from uh, the dead zone? And he can see the future. He holds your hands. You can see you're going to run for president. Put all your money on John Jones. Yeah, he holds your hands. <laughs> you can see the future, right? What if he just starts like predicting fights and he's... Yeah, how come there's never that? Like they, they talk about like nuclear fallout. How come no one's getting superpowers? Remember when you were a kid, comic book, if there was a nuclear accident, you turned into the Hulk or you turned into Spider-Man. It's a radioactive spider. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The fuck today... Every, it's always bad. There's no like good mutations. All this mutations. radiation. Where's, yeah. Yeah, where's all the mutations? Where's the good mutations? Yeah. There's no good mutations. No one ever has a good one. No one ever becomes like Magneto. Right? Yeah. It's always like you're getting cancer. Where's all this nuclear Everything's cancer. fallout? Where is it at? You got to go to the places where it's at. You ever see the uh, video of uh, Shane Smith from Vice? Went to... Um, Went to Chernobyl, mm -hmm. and they they carrying around these radar detectors or these uh, radiation detectors. It's off the charts, man. They got wolves running around. They got catfish. They're swimming in the rivers. They're all mutated and giant. Are they really mutated? I don't know. That's what I, I saw online. I I heard you're skeptical. That, I heard that skeptical? there is. I'm, I'm hearing that there is no mutations, and it's <gasps> like, it's <clears throat> it's fake, fake news. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you want to hear the conspiracy theory. I definitely that, don't. Okay. <laughs> and that's a good thing, man. That's a good thing. That's a good Radioactive thing. catfish. <laughs> um, we've been doing like Damn. three and a half hours, man. Is that a long? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's already 5.15. It's a wrap. Hey, can I direct people to the replay <clears throat> from yeah, last definitely, night? Yeah, definitely. EBI 12, the female flyweights was last night on UFC Fight Pass. You can catch the replay anytime. You could watch... All EBIs, EBI 1 through 12, they're all up there. We had our first all-girl show, including an all-girl combat jiu-jitsu tournament. We had a regular 16-girl tournament. It totally went. The people that were predicted to win, it, they didn't even get close. It was, it was, it was, uh, I don't want to give it away. But, don't say anything. But uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, and we had a four-woman combat jiu-jitsu <laughs> tournament. Oh, have you seen combat? Fight. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have crazy it's a it's jujitsu with palm strikes to the face and head and body are legal when you're on the ground standing it's just wrestling but on the ground as soon as someone hits the ground you could start palm striking to the face beautiful to the body so um we had a four-woman tournament it, it was nuts it was uh, nuts okay and then uh, september 9th we're going to be back that's going to be the next fight companion i'm not doing that ufc that's ufc 215 <clears throat> in edmonton so we'll be doing a fight companion awesome um, pumped this week, Sacramento Thursday night, um, Seattle Friday night, and then San Diego Saturday night. There's Damn. tickets tickets available for the second shows in all three of those places. Otherwise, it's all the fuck out. And uh, we will uh, see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>